Lords and ladies, welcome to Beyond the Source Wall, issue four. Welcome to the Department of Truth. Alrighty. Cool beans. <clears throat> Let's go around the room. Who do we got here today? We got Crave. How you doing? Hey. Doing all right? Doing Had a good right. week? Baby's doing all right? Yeah. It's a yeah. tough time to have a kid, man. Like a young kid. And you have two young kids, but a newborn, you know, that's tough, man. Yeah. But it might actually be nice for you because, well, are you always working from home anyway? Yeah, yeah. No, I've got to spend a lot of time with them. Yeah, that's dope. That's, that's, just, that's you know, because like when I had my kid, it was work, 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 trying to make them pay the yeah. bills. So it yeah, just, yeah, you know, cut trees from home. <laughs> no, no, I could not. Um, but yeah, now that it's like I finally caught up with my work and stuff and everything's doing all right, I'm just like, I can spend time with my son and it's nice. Um, yeah. But what about you, Tabs? How's your week been? It's been a week, you know. Yeah. Any Work, um home sorting, bagging, boarding, oh, taping. Yeah, you were oh my gosh. So do you have a count of how many things you bagged and boarded? Uh too many. Too, too many, many, man. Yeah, I like it's just one of those things you ends up all on the table and oh, I'll do this later. And then, you know, you get a heavy week and it's just out of control. And that's what it was. I um yeah. I usually I like I don't know if I, I know I wrote it in the chat, but I love I like to bag or board all the bags or bag all the boards or whatever. And, um, yeah. you know, I'll make like 50 of them that way I can just slip it in. And so uh, it's like, I do the work one day and then when I slip it in, I'm like, all right, word. But I mean, it is the same amount of work. Cause it's like, I have to sit there and do 50 of them. So it, it takes a long time. <laughs> um, yeah, it gets, you old. Get rhythm. yeah. I, Hey, do, are these, are these, are you bagging and boarding comics that were new from your shop or just ones you grabbed out of the bins and stuff? I'm just wondering. Cause like, uh, yeah, new things. He doesn't bag and board for you. I'm just wondering like your comic hmm. shop. No, not the new stuff. Okay. All the, yeah. all the back issues in the bins are, and that's usually yeah. where I end up diving too. Okay. So he's been bagging and boarding my stuff, which I've been appreciating. Uh, because like the thing is is like i'll go at like six o'clock at night and uh after a long day and i'm sloppy as hell so um like one day he didn't have bags boards or even like a bag to put them in and my windows were down and i looked in the back seat and i saw like the she hulk going like this flapping in the wind i was like no <laughs> you know i was like jesus <laughs> christ it was just going crazy um so i had to like hide you can see uh how you can see the uh boxes up there in the closet oh yeah yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. i see yeah. oh look at that tucked away neatly nicely very good very Out good of the way. i wish you could see mine if you can see mine hold on they're all right there not neatly or anything they're just fucking on their chest right there like an idiot i gotta before my <laughs> dog like runs them over i gotta take care of that um all right cool so so for anybody out there um and I don't know if you guys, did you guys bring up the YouTube link to see the chat at all? Just wondering. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. See it. So eventually uh, we'll see if anybody joins in. I think it would tell you how many viewers. I don't know. We're going to figure it out. But this is our first time. This is our first time live. So very interesting. Um, and we are actually missing two of our hosts, but that's all right. Sean is doing his, <laughs> Sean is deep in the dungeons right now, doing his Dungeons and Dragons tabletop online with his buddy, that he, I think he, I think he met him in Mexico, but he's, the kid's from Seattle. They met, they were both on vacation. They ended up getting drunk together and expressing their love for D&D. &D. So now they're jamming <laughs> on that right now. And then Ty, 
Yeah, <laughs> Ty got whisked away uh, to his girlfriend's dad's birthday, so he has to uh, live in that hell for a little bit. No, it's all right. A lot of October birthdays. Yeah, uh, I'm an October birthday. Yep, October 12th. Yep, very good. Oh, man, we almost have the same birthday. I'm on the 21st. Oh, shit. shit. So, yeah. wait, you're not a Libra. You're a squirt. Are you, or are you still I'm a Lib- Libra? Oh, you're still a Libra. Because I don't remember when the day changes. I know it's... Yeah. I, okay. A lot yeah. of, uh, you know, a lot. Of the, you know, there's a federal holiday, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. A lot of people, you know, get at it. And then a lot of people get born in October. Damn right. Damn. Oh, wow. That's funny. I never... The correlation. It's like uh, when you're when your city. I've heard of the when your city wins the Super Bowl. There's going to be a lot of baby, yeah. a Super Bowl babies. <laughs> like it was ridiculous concept. I've never even thought of that. Um, so yeah, here we are. We're gonna do. Uh, let me just get this over. Turn this over to the boys here. Cool. We're gonna talk about the boys episode seven, and this is the second to last. They do eight, right? And the boys, they're gonna do eight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The penultimate episode. Yeah. 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 It was. Uh, so, did anybody see the lamplighter thing happen? Did you or like? Did you see it? Like, did you did you think that's what he I was going to do? So, he talked about burning his house down. I thought yeah. he was going to light the whole fucking tower on fire. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to cop out and kill himself. I was like, damn. But when you look back on it, you do kind of realize that he was fucking depressed, man. Like throughout that episode, like watching like the well, tabs. What was the porno called? The deep one. Uh, the deep does it in the blowhole. <laughs> yeah, whatever. What the fuck? That's ridiculous. Along with, along with the whole stack that he had going. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, it, it, like he was depressed, but it, he definitely knew if he talked, something bad was going to happen. So he was dead either way. Did you think that his fire could kill him? Like, I don't. Do we understand? Yeah. That? I thought, fire. Well, I thought he might have been impervious to his own fl- like to fire itself like just because yeah. he can con- oh you know what wait a sec now that i think about it he was he was throwing flame at people yeah he, he can wasn't, control it but he wasn't yes okay he wasn't so, producing it himself because he was always flicking the lighter he, he needed something it's not like Iceman who can cover himself in ice and be okay it was like he literally just had um he can access control over the flames. I get it now. He didn't. He wasn't actually impervious to it, though. Yeah, um, very, very much like like the pyro character yes, in yeah. X Men. He, he needed, so yeah, he needed a fuel source. The version that you would expect. Yeah. Know, he was the ice man. He can cover himself on ice. He could be the fireman. And you know. I know. I was kind of hoping he could have went all flame because what my assumption was that he was going to flame on and then light yeah. the whole fucking building up. You know, I thought that would have been really uh, that would have been really cool. Also, he was smoking a cigarette throughout most of it, and I really wanted to see him like pull the flame out of the cig on somebody. I just thought that would have been. A oh, neat I little... mean, he threatened, he threatened Howie with that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to see him do it though. <laughs> um, so that was cool. Um, I know Ty wrote something about um, the collective, and I was wondering what you guys thought about that. Do you think that the collective is actually going to make an impact in the story? Like, almost, almost surround itself in the main or is it always yeah. going to be a side thing happening with these two I think characters? it'll be you know set up for next season you know maybe we'll see you know the seven fall apart this season and then focus more on the collective do you, okay okay that would be interesting do you think okay so do they have a master plan do we think that like what do we think 
their master plan is just it, it can't just be to garner people i mean you you could say money i guess but it almost makes me feel like they want their seven in some you know yeah thing. yeah they're trying to get their people out in the forefront yeah um and a train is I, I i think last time we spoke i said that a train may end up loving it because he's getting all this attention and then but crave you you let us know that yeah he was forced into it pretty much through blackmail and now i'm kind of seeing in this episode now i don't think he's gonna i think he's he sees through it you know and he's kind of like fuck man they're you're you're just just like that you're gone you know we'll just cast you out you know and then say that you're crazy because what what was the arrows oh. guy name do you remember art was it arc arrow or something what was it angel Ar arrow angel something can't remember his name uh yeah what was it you know who i'm talking about though the guy who got the deep in on it he was all like welcome deep <laughs> like he's so like brainwashed um yeah so i i wonder how long it is till the deep like the deep's kind of clueless, so I can really see him fucking I think up. They both kind of realized what he was saying. The, uh, Which guy? Was uh, man, why am I blanking on names right now? I'm the looking guy. at the right now. Let's see, Alistair Adana. Oh, the head. The head guy. Yeah. 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 The run. <laughs> that guy's interesting, man. Because. Uh, it's just like he he's contracting these people i i i still it's weird because i can't you know like i said it could just be all financial but it's hard to tell what his end goal is do we think he has any powers just wondering you know mm. it, it, it it seems hard it seems hard to garner uh i mean they do it all the time but it seems hard to garner a following without actually being able to i don't know showcase charisma, charisma is his power True that yeah, man. Yeah. He does. He swades. Be yeah. He sways them. You know what I mean into doing shit. Um. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh. How about Archer? Yeah. What was the archer's name? I feel like it was Arrow Angel or Angel Arrow. I can't. Can't remember it. Eagle the Archer. Um. Uh. It's Eagle. Yeah. Eagle the Archer. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Eagle. That was it. Um. Uh, you, or do Wing. He was just he was just outcasted, right? He's not killed. He was just gone. Yeah. Okay. I'm, yeah. He's definitely coming back in a conversation or two. I don't know if it will be in this I'm, in this season. I just I have a feeling like the deep either has to conversate with him, A Train has to conversate with him. You know what I mean? Like somebody has to ask him questions because now he's been outed and outcast as like yeah. you know. Probably seen like, in the background on the TV. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Getting uh, yeah. you know, picked on by the media. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, it's one of those situations where the deep is just going to go along with it because he wants to be in the seven so bad and just right. play the game. And then A Train is going to be more conflicted because obviously he sees it, but he he wants that fame. He wants back in with the seven. So it, I think it'll be interesting to see if he kind of like goes to Eagle afterwards and you know, hey, what's going on? You know, what'd you find out? What'd you hear? this and that or if he's going to put his head down and kind of just fall in line with with the deep i i wonder if he has to get i wonder if he's going to do what you just said like he's going to go digging for answers or whatever and then they're going to catch him and then they're going to put him in his place again make him remember about the blackmail type shit and like you know will he fall in line after that or will that be the so 
and, like and, a rule of three sort of thing where they're going to test him a second. He's been tested once. He's going to be tested a second time. And maybe on the third time, he might, you know, bulk at right. that. Yeah. He, so, really, A-Train just... He's not my... Th- he's an interesting character. He's not my... He's 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 good. Like uh, I'm not. Um, how do I say it? It's just like Homelander. Like Homelander's great. I don't the character. I hate. You know what I mean? Like I hate him. Adrian, yeah. I'm kind of indifferent with because I'm like, ah, you're kind of a dickhead, dude. Like you know. But so he screwed himself over, right? He took too much V, too much compound yeah. V. Yeah. Yeah. He had the. You know, they all kind of have the potential to be kind of the one dimensional characters that they kind of been. Yeah. You know, in the you know, adding a bit more to them. He he really screwed himself over in the long run, you know, like trying to like he what he pretty much now is gonna have a heart attack if he keeps running, you know. It's like that sucks. He like ruined he ruined his whole career just trying to, you know, be the best. Um, let's see, Brave Maeve, she had quite a, I uh, she had quite an interesting little story arc in that just because so her woman left her right. Yep. She's so like in her. She's fucked, like, like mentally. Like, I think she's being destroyed mentally. Like, it's like, she wanted to be with this woman this whole time. Finally, the opportunity arose, but in the wrong way. Then the woman finds out what really happens in the tower and what these people are, you know, made of and what they do. And it's sad for Brave, like, for Maeve, because, like, I don't really blame her for the plane crash thing. Do you think she could have survived the fall if she, like, I'm just wondering if she stayed in the plane with them. Do you think she would have survived the crash? I'm just wondering because it's Probably. just like, yeah, that's you I would her, like, stop I, a semi truck. Yeah, I would hope that she could, and I think maybe like if she would have, it sucks because like you can't go she against home. You can't, yeah, she wouldn't have been able to save anybody, but she would have been able to go down with the ship, and Homelander could have pieced out. I now whether Homelander would have let her, I don't think so. You know, like yeah, and that's what it sounded like. You're either coming with me, or, or he's you're gonna not kill coming. You. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna kill you right now. Yeah, exactly, because he want he wanted to cover it up. He needed to cover it up because it was such a big screw up. You know, just didn't expect uh, Deep's fish to find the cell phone. <laughs> Yo, remember when he put the little the thing next to his ear? He's like, "Oh, he knows my name." You know, oh, the goldfish. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, do that. Um, I think it was either an uh, an episode or two back when he talked about how it's like he was like seven years old and he heard like all the screaming of all the fish in the aquarium. I'm like, dude, that's fucked yep. up. That would fuck me up too, man. Like, that's terrible. Yeah, I think um, it was like objected to be, you know, handed, you know, an animal in a bowl. He's, yeah, I still think he's quite clueless. You know what I mean? Like, in a sense, like he had that moment, he had that moment of like vulnerability of like, this is what my life has been. And then it's kind of like back to like, I'm the deep. I wear my suit at my wedding, (laughs) you know, and I never take it off. Um, Yeah. I feel bad for Maeve though, because it's really, but also uh, she seems kind of, I don't want to, it's kind of empowering now because she's almost like she's, there's nothing left for her to care about, right? She's kind of just like, fuck it. I think she's waiting just for an opportunity to go at Homelander. And, like, even if it's just a fist fight to lose, I feel like she wants the fist fight or something. Yeah. You know? I was it's- looking at the credits for this episode, and it shows the deep. His name is Kevin. It's very on brand for Kevin's, you know? Right, right. Yeah, he definitely fits the bill there. <laughs> what a dork. What a dork. Um, all right, let's move over to the family matters. Um, that whole Homelander, Stormfront, the kid, the real mom. Ooh, dude, I was fuming. I was fuming over that. 
they just came in they just flew down they were just like talking to the kid like damn and then they took him they just yep. took the kid i i don't know what yeah. that means for the mom like i think the mom goes immediately to butcher right in some fashion yeah 100 percent. right just that's where she's going what's gonna happen to the kid i don't know that being said I did like the little tidbits. I think it was the mom and Homelander had the conversation on the porch about how they did this to you. Don't let them do this to him. You know what I mean? Like, and then Homelander, you could kind of see him feel that moment. Like, yeah, they did. They locked me. You know what I mean? Or, or they trained me to be a whatever and all this stuff. Yeah. And she's just trying to keep him safe and let him live the normal life. So, so you think that you're going to grow up in like, you know, a fake town, not just in a lab? Yeah, right. Yeah, fake not just in the lab, which is, and then it's it sucks because you know at the very end of the episode they start popping everybody's heads off, and I really wanted to know what that guy had to say, and I think mm-hmm. maybe only Butcher knows, right? <laughs> only Butcher knows what that dude was going to say in court because he pretty much didn't. When Butcher went to that guy's house, it was to get the information, but also get him to go to court, right? He wasn't going to go to court. Am I right? No. It, was, it was to get him to go to court to just own up to everything. Cause okay. If, if it, it, it seems like it's one of those things, if it was anybody but, like, the tops of the company saying it, they would just brush it off and be like, oh, no, you know, it's this and that, you know, it's a disgruntled employee or, you know, this person's a psycho kind of thing, and they would just play it off. But, you know, the head of Vought, coming in and saying i'm going to tell you everything i i know that was on the books that was happening behind the closed doors you know that, that, that's like a senator coming out and saying i'm going to tell you everything about all these backroom deals that everybody else is doing you right. know that would just be like huge just do we think he told butcher before he went in like do you think butcher was smart enough to say like now nah, you need to tell me things you know what i mean Probably. Like, Cause like I would assume that like okay whatever he had said like maybe he had said things like the location of the facility in which Homelander was raised or something like that and maybe Butcher ends up going to it I don't know I remember there was an episode with Butcher and the baby remember he turned the baby's eyes on and he'd be like Pfft. I don't know if that was the same facility but it may just be one of them but who knows it'd be interesting to find out if how much Butcher learned from that encounter um, yeah maybe we'll get a flashback to that yeah right. He was, um, oh, that would be, yo, okay, so, okay, I would like that, like a flashback to the actual conversation, that would be nice, you know, rather than just Butcher going in and doing it, it would be nice to almost start the episode with that flashback, would be yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to do it. Um, let's see, now, are we gonna say, are we gonna, I'm, I, I think I'm gonna say it, that we had said it last time, the lady who had her head popped off in the first season, she was a secret, she was like a double agent or whatever, right? She was feeding Butcher information. She was CIA contact. That was it. She had her head popped off. Are we going to say that this chick is popping everybody's heads off? Oh, uh, Cindy that escaped? Yes. Uh, It it would seem to point point that way, but I I really don't know. I don't know what her they, end uh, goal is. They showed you know? the first lady's head popping off in like the recap from the previous episode, so they were priming us for that. Right. Yo. Oh my God. They did. They did. They they yeah. literally re-upped your memory of it just to like. Yeah. Oh, that's funny how they do that. It was a total like plant a little um 
it's not subliminal, but it almost was. You know what I mean? Because you can kind of tell what the episode is going to be about when they, you know, yeah, say, when they these are the important things to remember going into this episode. Yeah, I like that because that helped my that helped my wife. Who I was trying to explain to my wife like this. Remember the CIA chick who got her head popped off? She didn't remember yeah. at all. And then when she saw the scene, she was like, "Oh yeah, that yeah, cool." I think yeah, if they had cool. any other time, they might have shown uh, what's his name, Jonah Vogelbaum. I think they might have shown him, you know, getting his what. What did Homelander do to him? Did he like crush his spine or something? Oh shit! That's why he's in the wheelchair. Homelander did something to like incapacitate him in the first season. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. That might have been off screen. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering if it and and also if it was off screen. I wonder if it's going to be brought up again because. All right, in the courtroom. You saw Homelander looking around. Did you? Did he looked confused? He didn't look scared. I'm just wondering. Did he look? Did he look confused? Like he was interested in what was going on, or did he know what was going on? That's what I wanted. You know, he was definitely confused. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what confused, I was thinking. Confused. Maybe a little jealous that somebody else got to have some fun. He, you know, yes. Fun Yo, he's a fucking. He's a danger to society. He thinks he can just whip out the I beams. And it's only going to stop one thing. Like, he did it on the airplane. Yeah. He did it on the ground. You know, he just whips out these I-beams, and it's just, dude, you got to control the I-beams. You can't just be, like, yeah. blasting everything. He did it on Stormfront's boobs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got our, that the most important one. Um, <laughs> do we think that Brave Maeve could survive the beams? I know I think I ask this every time. I'm just waiting to see if it happens, you know? Uh, I know. I really hope she can. I hope she can survive the beams. I hope she's in some way she can compete with this guy. I think it would make, um, I don't know, I think it would make it interesting instead of her just getting like oh, man. Yeah, I don't know too much about them from uh, the comic. I'm not sure if she's in a whole lot of the comics. What about when she showed up when um, Black Noir showed up to fight Starlight? Yeah, we haven't talked about Black Noir yet. That was interesting. That was interesting. Yeah. So he and they have a lot of personal stuff about each other, even though you know he doesn't really talk that much. I'm wondering yeah. why she would know that he had a peanut allergy, unless it was just in his case file. You know what I mean? Or unless they were all told that he, or not a peanut, or it was a tree allergy, yeah. tree yeah. nut allergy. Uh, unless just a message from HR, like, hey, you can't have you know almond joys. <laughs> yeah, don't let him have any nuts at the party. No, you know, or maybe the whole maybe the whole tower had to be nut free because of it, and that's why it's like all oh, because of black noir. I can't have peanut butter. You know, well, I mean, the one movie had an almond joy earlier in the season. So, Interesting. Yeah. Like power, but you know. I just I'm wondering. He was a African American. He was a black guy, right? When they took the mask off, did, did we see that? Uh, yeah, that's yeah, what Jason is. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I was just wondering, like, you know, black noir. Is it just a black suit? He's an, he looked almost like his face had been scarred up too, right? Yeah. Burnt. Yeah. So. Yeah. When um, if somebody can help me recall something, remember when black noir got like. I can't remember if it was blown up or something and he had like his suit was ripped off and I don't, I think it might've been in the very beginning of the season or it might've been against Kamiko. I don't remember, but Oh yeah. It was like the very first episode or something of this. He was, he was infiltrating something. It was just like a, like a little, what was he doing? There, there was also butcher's mom's house or aunt's house where they were, blo- um, yeah, but, with the but homemade his, bombs too, but ripping his, it open. Yeah, okay. I'm just wondering, is he healing? Are they healing him when he goes back? Did we ever see if he actually healed on the spot at all? I don't remember. I'm I'm interested about this guy. He he doesn't seem um 
I don't know. I, I wonder. Would, I wonder if he's capable of taking on Homelander too. Like that's like my biggest thing is like who can. Take I would this have to down? think he's got some kind of healing because when he's getting hurt, he's still going. He's not stopping. Right. Yeah. So, or maybe he just doesn't feel pain. Right. And that was so, the other thing. I was almost that, thinking what he. What was he the end for him? What if I, we don't get any more Black Noir after that? No, yeah. no way. He's way too <laughs> interesting and mysterious to not give me something else. What about um. Do we remember uh, in DC Comics uh, in a Batman in the Batman stories you have like I think it was in Arkham Knight too in the game you have Professor Pig he's like operating oh. on he operates on people until they can't feel or until they like pain you know they almost like they're they don't they're incapable of feeling pain because they've just been like operated on so much like that that that's it was like I remember in Arkham Knight it was like hard to fight the people because. You could punch the shit out of them and they would keep coming. I'm wondering yeah. if Black Noir is literally a science project who has just yeah. been transformed. You know, we haven't seen, you know, too much skin or whatnot. I, you know, I'm kind of on the fence if he's like a cyborg or something. Right, yeah. You know, yeah, even, even kind of yeah. thing. Right, yeah, yeah. Part organic, part uh, techno uh, technology. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Okay. So right now they have the kid. Homelander and Stormfront have the kid. Do we think we know where they... Do you think he just took them to the tower? Do you think they took them somewhere special that Stormfront knew? You know, do we have any... Do the Fortress of Solitude? Yeah, right, right. Homelander's uh, uh, cave in the in Alabama or whatever where he has his right-wing stuff going on. <laughs> his weird confederacy. Yeah. Um, I would think it was interesting that when he found out she was... she did She did say that she was a Nazi, right? And when she revealed to him, did she reveal that she was a Nazi? I'm just wondering. I don't recall her her directly saying it, but I mean, considering the wedding photo was in front of the swastika. Yeah, yeah, okay, so he he could make, he could could put two and two together. I think it's kind of weird that, uh, that correlation between like being a patriot of America and then like being a nationalist of Germany or whatever, a Nazi. I just, I always find that weird to be like, Dude, I feel like they, even though they're under the same ideals of being a patriot, they're they're very like one was one and one's married. You know, I just I I I find it weird that they connect so like glue for some reason. Even in like real real life, you're like, what the fuck? Just blows my mind. Um, you would think it would be like a slight on America or something to like for like Homelander, Mister, you know, Mister America to like. I would see that and be like, damn, bitch, you're crazy. <laughs> you know, like you're fucking nuts. But he also has been almost brainwashed into believing he's a super being i mean i know he is a super being but that he is better than everybody else you know and that so that's interesting so they they do fit like peanut butter and jelly to be honest with you um let's see anything else big happen in this issue or in this episode i'm trying to think if there was any little seeds um i mean there's the whole thing with uh starlight and her mom Yes, dude, her mom yeah, kind of getting back together, up. bringing the family back together. She blew it, dude. Her mom totally blew it. Like, you know, yeah. it's one it's one thing to like meet up with Starlight after a while and be like I never left because I need to have this conversation with you. It's another thing to just call the boss and yeah. let him know where you are. Like, dude. Yeah. Um, so I got a couple of things about that. Let's see. Uh, you know, uh, the lady who plays uh, Starlight's mom is Anne Cusack. Uh, yes, she does look like she looks like Anne Cusack. Cusack. Yeah, she looks just like one. Yeah, they, that's yeah. funny. There's so many of them. Yeah, There's I like didn't know. Movies. I didn't. 
so now that you say it, I see it instantly. Before, I would have never guessed that there was another Kuzak. You know, it's funny. Um, <laughs> they're all pretty good. She was pretty good in the issue. I, I, you know, or in the episode, I liked her. I think she's, I think she's good. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, let's see. Anything else big? I did. I did like Butcher. Um, and his dad. I thought that was interesting. He. Oh yeah, that guy's pretty great. Dude, she blind the mom blindsided him so bad, and then like, yeah. dude, and then I thought because they were on the roof or like a balcony thing, you know what I mean? Like they were high up in a building. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was. I gonna, thought he was gonna get. I thought he was gonna get tossed too. Dude, I would have been like, here, I'll get you before the cancer does. What is it, Crave? How does that fit into the story? I think it's going to come back. I think it's going to be the reason Butcher is the way he is in some fashion. Like, I, I, I have a feeling that's not done, but I do know what you mean. Like, if they were to just, like, walk away from that, it it's not that it would... It's not that it would be weird to have said that. I mean, it makes sense why Butcher is now this, this type of person, but I want to know what happened to his brother. You know, I mean, like, you know, I kind of want to... It's almost like I need a... I need a... He seems like he himself. I think that's what they're yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah exactly. it, they, I mean, they were saying that he, he shot himself from the sound of it, so it's like, but yeah. what led up to to that point where Butcher's brother shot himself? Was it just the father, or was it the father and something else that happened? And, right. you know, the brother loses it, and that pushes Butcher into this, obviously, this violent mindset, but was that the start of him hating... Um, the superheroes essentially obviously he hates it because of homelander and his wife but right yeah so where where does the brother's suicide play into it i'm interested i'd I'd really like that to get fleshed out do you think we're gonna so i didn't watch the short yet crave you posted the short right it was like huh it's not much it just kind of covers like right after you know homelander just leaves him in the middle of nowhere Right. right. It would just kind of, you know, him running from the law, would interact with old buddy. I'm going to watch it probably before the end of, before I watch the last episode, yeah. but I'm wondering, could we potentially get more shorts? Because I, I think it's kind of, I think, I think it's kind of nice to like, sometimes you look at movies and you're like, damn, if they would have just done a 20 minute short film, it would have just been a banger, yeah. but they drug it out for two and a half hours. One of the, the other show I've mentioned before that Anthony Starr was in, uh, Banshee. Yeah. Banshee. Each that was season, it. they did five or six, you know, five-minute shorts. I love that. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I think it helps. A bit each story, like, you know, here's these two characters that, you know, never it's interact like, in the show, but now we're just going to have a little five-minute where they, you know, interact. It's like world building. It's like an issue in a yeah. comic where you're like, you flip through it so fast because you're like, damn, that was just like a little tidbit of a side story. Like it was just yeah. an intermediate story to, to kind of help get you back or let you in on yeah. a character that had just shown up randomly. Yeah, I can dig that. I, w- I, I would like more shorts. Um, I think it's a good idea for, because like, and that's the thing too. I've heard a lot of people, um, there's a lot of people who complain about uh, continuity or like interconnected. Like, okay, I mean, it's a little tangent, but it's like Marvel. They're like, well, I have to watch this movie. I have to watch this movie. I'm like, well, first of all, you don't have to do anything. You know what I mean? You don't have to involve yeah, yourself in the story. They're all on top. They're not necessary, but they're, they're fun. 
Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, so you you don't you don't have to torture yourself and watch them. You know what I mean? So I think shorts may help people with like like with the boys. Like if they did like let's just say they did five a season like Banshee. I think it'd be a great idea. Like what about a yeah. little more Frenchy story? Like they did it within the story, but it's almost like he could have had a short about his past. Yeah. You know things like that. He he could have had one. Um, m- milk. M- I mean, shit. How about like, um, I I can't remember how. It, we never saw. Did we see um, um, Milk's uh, family before he went with Butcher? What did we see that? Or I thought it would have been cool just to have a short of just him with his family, like right before Butcher knocked on the door, like just a little, like what was like he was sitting yeah. down for dinner and he was just like, "Fuck," you know what I mean? I mean, that would have been um, great stuff to you know release between the seasons. Yeah. Oh my god, like. Dude, that's such a great idea. Like, release these shorts between. Did now let me know. Did Banshee do that? Did they do between season shorts? Do you remember? Um, I think some of them were between, during, and after. Okay. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's a good way to keep you. Oh man, because if it's a yeah. year between seasons, and then you hit me with like five, like once a month for five months or something, I'd be like, damn, that's that's a great idea to to keep us like going. I almost wonder if that was just like an extra scene, though, that, you know, when they looked at everything at editing, they're like, you know what, we can probably just use this someplace else because it doesn't really do anything for the story. Right. So that would kind of explain why there really wasn't anything else for like season one. But all of a sudden there was something for this, especially. And you're definitely onto something because the way it starts is nobody knows where Butcher is. You know what I mean? So like yeah. I, I I like being involved with the character like so the character doesn't know so I don't know I mean every now and then it's nice to have something that the character doesn't know you know but it's kind of nice we went into it the same way the characters did they're like where the fuck is butcher so the short yeah. makes sense and not have it included in the show you know and have it as the short like 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 you said it was a piece where they're like well I'm looking at the video and I realized we were gonna involve we were gonna include this but the characters didn't know and butcher just showed up so let's just make it like a little side piece a great idea yeah, it's not necessary at all yeah yeah because right. i mean it's, i mean it's you, for it's for the purists you know the people who yeah. like to watch it yeah well <laughs> you you get the info too you know when it's like you know dude where the hell were you and he's like oh you know i, I went here and then all of a sudden he was at like like that tgi friday's knockoff place whatever it was in the show you know so it's like, oh, okay, that's where he was. Homelander just just left him someplace, and he had a, you know, probably knowing Butcher like steal a car or, or yeah, something right. to get back. You <laughs> know, so it's like, lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's one of those like quick things. Oh, okay, that's where Butcher was, and then you, right. you're moving on to the next thing, and people's heads are exploding. And the way it, season one ended, I'm hope like it left me like fucked. Like I really was like. You know, it ended with him just getting dropped off to like this fairy tale town or whatever. You know, you could tell something was weird about what the hell was going on here. It was like a facility built. I don't know. I had all those vibes immediately. I'm just, I hope that this season has the craziest like cliffhanger, you know? And that usually leaves, it usually leaves me salty because I'm like, well, now I have to wait, you know? So I'm down for that. I, I like, I like that. If they can make me feel that way, then they did their, they did their job because now I'm invested, you know? Um, do you think there's an army waiting, like, like, all right, do we think Stormfront already has her army in a factory lab, kind of like the bait, the bag, the babies in the, in that one facility? Do you think she's already got like a crew? I'm just wondering. 
I don't think so. I no, think they okay. just have uh, one so, facility that they broke into, but they could, you know, try and ramp up production real quick and see what, you know, throw anything and see what sticks to the wall. All right. And what about I think Homelander is like the big linchpin for her plans now because if she gets Homelander, oh yeah, he's not, like not, yeah. yeah, not only does she have Homelander himself, but she has Homelander's fan base. And then, yes. you know, if the more everybody sees them together, the more behind their cause and their she rallies just, she and just everything. Like doubled down on fans because how whoever, however many she had, now she's got double. You know what I mean? Because anybody down with Homelander is going to be down yeah. with her because they you know. exactly. I really thought about that that That's she was you know, using him for something. I thought you know for the for this you know whatever time I thought she was just doing that to kind of keep him out of the way like right she did not subdue him you know he you know get in her way is she manipulating him and hundred percent hundred percent i wonder if she really has the balls like i oh she so, definitely does yeah i know but, but I, the, the way is, she's going about everything you know she she's, she's poking and pro- exactly she's poking and prodding the, the right areas like when she um uh, what's the son's name? James Homelander's kid or whatever. But when I think it was, James. you know, I mean, to to go there and convince him about family and saying how it's important. And then, uh, oh, hey, I want to show you my son. And then how she's undermining everybody right, right in front in front of everybody she's not hiding it she's that was what that's undermining what... and then he's on board like yeah why can't he go on a roller coaster why can't he see my movies do you think homelander is still a child inside his head due to his upbringing meaning like he's still kind of even though he's a little fucking brash evil he has his ways something tells me that he's actually ignorant and innocent and like and that when he gets two times by this chick it's gonna he did he's not seeing it coming i don't know why just like like you said like literally she was the one pulling all the strings when she was at that like town when she was yeah she was just like she was like yeah no i mean yes emotionally stunted that's kind of what i'm going for yeah like that that he he's almost when he finds out that he's played i can't tell whether his eyes are going to glow red or his heart is going to sink you know what i mean because he's just been you know toyed with i i mean we can assume that maybe when he was when he found out he was being toyed with the first time is that maybe the time he broke that dude's back i don't remember i'm just saying things like that yeah yeah he you know was lied to and then he came back and got the real truth and it was like you know their punishment for lying to me kind of thing pain for pain yeah that's crazy yeah, yeah, I don't even know if it's so much ignorance as it's just arrogance because he's okay. told he's been told that you know he is like the pinnacle right. of he's humanity of Golden, superheroes yeah. exactly, yeah. and just the way he carries himself, and you you see him stumble and not understand why when people at the rally what was it two episodes ago when he's trying to justify killing that guy in Africa killing the terrorist and right. the soldiers like you don't speak for us and then he just imagines laser beaming everybody in half he's got you know, his, yeah emotional it, but yeah yeah he gets emotional but like he's been in control of everything and right then and there point. yeah right then and there there was just enough noise happening 
to like almost send his brain catatonic or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because he just doesn't understand because he's just been everybody just did and does what he tells them to in terms of he runs the seven. What's up, Sean? Johnny boy. Um, There he is. But yeah, like, you know, he's he's the leader of the seven. He's in charge of everything. He's the shot caller. He's the one that that was bossing everybody around, even this, the other CEOs. No, you do what I say. You yep. tell me what they're doing. It's a shame. Oh. So real quick. So I think, it, yeah, I think it's more arrogance than ignorance. And he's yeah. just he's losing it because he doesn't have that control. He's a control freak. Yep. Yeah, that was that's what I saw when he when his eyes lit up and like he mentally zapped all those people. Yeah, I saw him being a control freak and not having control, and that sent him down the spiral. Bad thoughts, man. Imagine that, just terrible fucking thoughts. I um, do not know what we've mentioned thus far, but I'm just going to mention my favorite part of the most recent episode. I, I was going to ask you a couple questions, so go ahead. Tell me your favorite part. Black Knight wasn't allergy. Wait, oh yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, we mentioned that, yeah. I, yeah I, I watched the episode at work on my lunch break, and I was sat in like the break room, and I just burst out laughing, and people were like looking around at me, wondering what was going on, <laughs> and I was just there in hysterics. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, Black Noir is on a, on a rampage, and then you look over, and she's opening up an Almond Joy, and she's like, what are you doing? It's like, contingency plan, you know, <laughs> just feed him an Almond Joy. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking hilarious. I almost so. wonder if if that's going to come up again because Huey and Starlight had that conversation I just remembered or liking Mountain um, Almond Joys and he's like you're crazy it's a terrible candy bar and she's just like I just like them that's interesting damn that's a good point so Sean I have a couple questions did you see the lamplighter thing coming did you think he was going um, to sue a self-righteous martyr suicide himself as soon as he said about his statue, I was like, okay, that's what's happening. Did you Before... not, Did you think he was going to blo- uh, light the building on fire? Because that's what I thought. I thought he was going to burn that building to the ground. I was just expecting him to kill himself. Okay, all right. He definitely looked down the whole episode. Like you guys hear me? Sorry, yeah. just stepping on my yeah, 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 cool. Definitely. Um, okay, and um, Yeah, as soon as, as soon as he went in there and was like, they took my statue down, I wanted to do this in front of my statue. That was when I was like okay he's gonna kill himself damn it's rough it's rough out there dude he he you think he just feels like an ultimate like ultimately he just feels like a failure like and it's sad though because like he almost had that i feel like if he was gonna kill himself he should have went out fighting like a mother for death is death right you know yeah but it was kind of like he'd let himself down he finally had a chance to like he wanted to go in front of his own statue he wanted to see his himself in his glory before going again What about that? His I I really did like the story of him burning his house down, and then he said that was the that was my dad's proudest day, and I was like, dude, fucking hey, it's I guess yeah, like yeah, my son has superpowers. They get to see their kids, you know, actually, you know, express their abilities. Are we a little concerned with the fact that his dad didn't know his son had superpowers, seeming as you had to pay Vought or Vought had to pay you or something, a lump sum of money to give the kid powers? you don't know what their power is going to be okay so he just had no clue okay now sean what about this we kind of made the realization that he lit himself on fire because he's not fireproof it's not part of his powers he only just has the power to manipulate that kind of sucks he's not ice man yeah he can't do the he can't do the suit of fire that would have been cool but yeah i really thought um 
I thought he was going to be impervious. I thought he was going to flame on, you know, and just like go yeah. crazy on that bitch. Um, Should I? Yeah, I, I liked his character. I thought they could do a lot with him, with him joining the team. So I was surprised he went out so quickly. I know, and I really like the actor, yeah. and I like. Yeah, it was just so cool to see him as a another superhero and, and another you know thing. Of sex. Do I mention comic spoilers, or should I give that a miss? Um. Well, I I'm down. I'm down. I, I okay. let's take a vote. Let's take a vote. What do you guys <laughs> think? I'm down. I would like to listen to the comics. The show the show is diverging a fair bit, so it's not. It it probably it might not do this at all. It's a vote, so it's up to you guys. It's what it's one. Yeah, what's it in reference to? Is it in reference to Lamplighter? Lamplighter. Yeah. Okay. Okay, because he's he is dead, so I'm good. What about you, Tabs? How do you feel? And he's missing a hand too. Yeah. And he's missing a hand. <laughs> the the spoilers do relate to him after his death, though. So. Uh, Go ahead, bite it. Don't even bother. But you yeah. can send you can send it to me in my. Uh, private chat <laughs> yeah. so i can see it um yeah we uh do you think okay i guess uh let's see another question was black noir do we think like did you notice that his face was scarred he up? looked burnt he right. looked like a burn okay. victim or something some accident or something okay that's what i was thinking like i'm wondering he has a healing factor or are they healing him every time he comes back <laughs> you know that's like what's interesting does he have the healing factor? I think or... he's got a healing factor, but it it's probably more just like fast healing as opposed to like it's not like Wolverine it's level not regeneration. Yeah, where yeah. he's like literally back. It's to like normal. a yeah. stab will like it's heal and scar, scar quicker. It's still gonna, yeah, yeah, it's just still gonna leave the scar though. Yeah, okay. Damn. But yeah, it was just the nut allergy. I was just in hysterics. I was just laughing so hard. Do you think there's a side group of people who were kind of pissed off at that scene, saying like, "Oh, that's a stupid cop out" for some reason because they don't understand like that. This is like the people boys. get upset over everything. Yeah, I just yeah, I, mean, I could totally see like when I saw it, I was just like, "Damn, she put him out with an almond joy." I was cool with it. I thought it was yeah. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I thought it was quick. And it but was as like, well, it's like these are still it's still fairly real world heroes, right? Yeah, yeah. There's still people. Yeah, they, they have issues too. It's not, you know, oh, we need to go get a kryptonite spear here. Yeah, right. You know, these are still <laughs> humans who have been experimented on and turned into suits. Yeah, yeah. not like um, uh, what was that movie? Uh, Brightburn. You can the kid with the, the yeah, like the evil Superman. Yep. Oh yeah. It, wait, wait. The story is: What if Superman was evil? Right. I'm sorry. Is that what it was about? Uh, Brightburn, uh, yeah. yeah, Brightburn essentially is that. It's just evil yeah. Superman. Yeah, that's well, Superboy at that point. Oh, interesting movie, but is it on Netflix? On. I'm just wondering. Uh, I don't know. Okay, kind of want to check it out. Evil Superman sounds cool. Um, yeah. I think we've covered just about everything except for the very beginning of the episode. You guys want to go into that? And I forget how it started, so hit me with it. Uh, the one kid being kind of radicalized, uh, by Stormfront. Oh my god! Oh yeah, Holy yeah. fuck! Yo, I just wanted to say, I found it kind of ironic that, like, two days prior to that, I wrote, I, I wrote in quotes, yeah, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world, because it's, like, all fucked yeah. up. It was, like, it was ironic, like, or I was saying it in jest, you know, or whatever, and, uh, then the song played, and I was just like, this is exactly what I'm fucking talking about. 
and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Like, this shit is fucked, man. Yeah, dude, immediately, did anybody know he was being radicalized from the very first get-go, like, the first go-around? Like, I oh, yeah. it was like this, my, I was like, dude, this guy's, my, my wife was like, what do you mean? I was like, oh, he's he's gonna do something fucked up against superheroes. And I, Oh, was this like, Fat Neil from Community? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. it was Fat Neil, dude, that's why me and, my, <laughs> me and my wife couldn't figure it out. Yeah, it was Fat Neil. Oh man, that's so funny. Yeah. He did a good job. That was a good little, like, you know, that yeah. that in itself, Crave, like we were talking, that could have been a short. You know what I mean? It could have been a bit, yeah. like, that was such yeah. a good little yeah. fucking thing. I loved it. I thought that was great. Um, it also, you know, it, it evoked emotion out of me in anger because I'm thinking, like, damn, these people just watch what they, you know, they watch the news, they let other people form their opinions for them, you know, and then they go and kill the cash register at a shop. <laughs> You're like, Jesus yeah, Christ, dude. It just goes to show you how it happens too, because he yes. he's just looping the same the yeah. same activities over and over again every day, Definition going to work, watching TV, yeah. seeing it, and how it just feeds into you and it creeps in there until you get that that herd mentality yep. of yeah, you know what they are right. I am going to do something, mm-hmm. but then when he does something, he realizes like, oh no, I really messed up here. Dude, yeah, that that was honestly. I think I'm gonna. I'm so I'm so glad you brought that up, Crave. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was my favorite fucking scene of that whole thing, even though it was first and I forgot about it. Like that was great, man. That was just so like well done. Yeah, a lot happened that episode. Yeah, it was it was it was a pretty it was a pretty solid episode, and I think it really I think it left every character with something in this final where they're uh, okay. So like you're, we're gonna be left on a cliffhanger. I think every character is gonna be left on a cliffhanger in some sense. Like every story arc is going to be left on like what the fuck wait so you're going to have like um a train you're going to be like what the fuck with the with the collective or whatever you're going to have homelander being what the fuck like everybody's going to be like fuck like butcher it's just a big turn because they already kind of set you up for that when we kill everybody in the court you, you yeah. know you're kind of like well oh, jesus christ dude this this is oh, yeah. what are your guys theories on that since i missed you guys discussing i don't it. think oh, we yeah. i don't think we actually went into like what was happening like what what's actually going down so do you have a theory sean do you have uh, I, thoughts on it well i was talking to my friends about this and i don't think it's the one who escaped from the asylum last episode okay, we did we talked okay we did talk about that and i thought it was that was my theory. it's clearly someone with the same power set but i like she wasn't out of the asylum in like the first episode or second episode when we don't know um, that well what if she was being like one of those bitches where it's maybe like, well let me just let me paint a scenario so let's just say stormfront was in one of the police cars with her and she had the lightning at her and she's like fucking do it you know what i mean like blow the head up could, you she could have done that's, yeah that, you know and that's kind of divisive because i'm then, making up a fucking storyline you know i'm making but then what's up. her motivation for going and stopping the court case happening against Forbes. I don't know. And do you? How, right. how would she get into the building without raising any alarms? And unless she, unless she's outside a window. But I think uh, I agree with Sean. I think she's a, a red herring of a character. Yeah. Okay. You don't think that they're doing like a sort of suicide squad thing where they, you know, pull them out of their holding cell to go do an assignment? To do? I mean, to do they the could evil do, but she's now she's now escaped. Okay. Yeah. What? What if? The yeah, very people. What if the very first scene of episode eight is her backstory? You know, like that would be the only way. Like, like I under I I think I'm for your scenario, Sean. If they don't do a backstory on her in this next, you know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. The very beginning is like her in the asylum. I and just, you know, when she escaped the asylum, it was a big deal her getting out. So I don't think. Did we Black, see any? Um, I don't think um, Stormfront would just be allowed to slip her out as easy. Did we see any road signs when she was hitchhiking to what direction she was traveling in? That's something we'll wonder if we should can go back. See, this is why we need Sean. Because he can do the checky poos. You know what I mean? That's why we need him. He's just like zip zap. He's got it. Um, um, how before, we, actually... before we, as you're doing that, and we're going to make the transition into comics, how was your D&D thing, Sean? Was it good? Because I didn't get to say hello. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was fun. What, what, what um, are you? I leveled your, up, which is cool. What's your class? It's basically four. Basically four. Um, it's a, yeah. I, basically when we first went, yeah he's he's called thor he's an asimar fighter and uh, with this level up i got the ability to call my hammer back to my hand when it's not in my hand i was like that's pretty sick fuck dude one of the best one of the best traits of all like powers is to call the weapon back i totally that'd be sick so very cool um how is the digital mapping is it cool like do they draw out a nice cool map or something and make it kind of interesting or is it literally like um, base tabletop online yeah it's just tabletop and it, it has got like a map and stuff but it's not custom it's just a generic but does it have one, like but... the mountains of alderon and like does it have like little segments of it or anything um no my my friend who runs it though has actually made a map and he's literally created this whole world for us see if i can find a picture and send it to you guys oh okay that's, um it's through tabletop simulator yeah that that's what he yeah yeah that, uh, yeah yep. that's what he was doing that's where me and my friend were playing it but yep. we, he has actually created his own like map and world which is pretty sick that is pretty that's, uh, yeah that's right you can you can mod it you that's can mod your games I'm still holding out yeah, for that. I can't send this picture for some reason. I don't know if the Hellboy game is... I don't know if that... I just think it would be cool if, when it drops. I'm going to look into it and see if it can be played you know, online or something. That'd be cool if we got like a bonus episode where we played the Hellboy role-playing game or something. Um, yeah. I was also thinking of bonuses. How about we do a bonus once a month at the end of the month? So our first bonus would be at the end of October, and we'll do... Ty's hot take on the Dark Knight because I would just I need to hear his I need to hear it to see if it, to, to see if it aligns um, with my views. So we we do not see any road signs. No roads. Ah, see that would have been no. a really nice little Easter egg, like saying like, oh, they're heading to Metropolis, you know, type shit. Like, and there you go. Um, damn. So we don't know. Do you, okay. Well, let's just say this, Sean. Do you think we'll never see her again in this, or at least in that? But do you think she's gone? That was just like a little. She she will show up again. Okay. But I don't I think she, I don't think she's responsible for the courtroom. And we might not even see her next episode. It might be a season three thing. Now I asked Craven Tabs this and I just last question. Did Homelander know what was going on in the courtroom or did he seem confused? He I think look, he seemed confused. Yeah, okay. He didn't look scared. Not that. He just looked like hmm. hmm. Um, he was like looking around like, what the hell? Let me have a look like, at his face again. It just that guy, that guy's acting. He's he's a good Homelander. Probably, I mean, I've never seen another person attempt the character, but he's pretty fucking solid. Like he awesome. he gets the like he's very intimidating in the role. Yes, and I swear he's, to God, he shaves literally before. It's he's like in Predator, the the black guy in Predator, always shaven. He must shave literally before every scene because the grit on his the way his shit like it's crazy. He just, he's got quite the, uh, he's got a scary face when he wants to be scary. Yeah. Now I want to see him when he wants to be suave, like James Bond and just see how he looks. 
and see if he looks scary like that. You know, just it'd be I've cool. never seen him in anything else, so I'm not sure. And okay, in Banshee, was he what was he a was he a bad guy in that? Just wondering, I can't remember. Uh he's a. I guess you could say. Uh, okay. I mean, now he's impersonating a sheriff. Small okay, town. so I would, yeah, I would kind of say he's a little bit of a bad guy, but he's pretending to be the good guy. Interesting. Homelander's not freaking out in it. I'll send you a picture of his face. Yeah, he's not. That. Give me the candid yeah. shot. Um. All right, and what are we going to move to? He next? looks more sort of interested than anything else. Get a picture with your phone. Huh? <laughs> I could send a screenshot, but it's just effort. It's quicker just to send it on my is, phone. It is. It is. I feel like screenshots are effort. It's it's like annoying. Um, but that that look kind of plays into that arrogance I, I had talked about earlier. Earlier, he's confused, but he doesn't feel like he's in danger right. whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. Like everybody yeah. else is literally their heads are exploding all over, and he's just like. What the hell is going on? Homelander sees himself as the main character, so he's like, nothing bad can happen to me. I'm exactly. saying that. Yeah. Damn, that's but like what's boring. Stormfront doing? She's just yeah. sort of, She looks a bit more scared than Homelander, but still I not I don't massively. think she is. I, 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 I think she needs to manipulate Homelander because she knows she's not as perfect or whatever. Of a, like, she's not the golden god that he is, you know? Like, she yeah. may be damn close, but I think she knows that Homelander trumps him. Or trumps her, you know? Yeah. Um. All right. Do we so, want to go? Uh, I'm um, gonna just yeah, really, go really super quick. Um, Anthony Starr, who played his Homelander, one of his first credits is playing in two episodes of Xeno Warrior Princess back Dude, in '95 and '96. It, yo, but it's all about yo. Now that you say that, so is Keith Urban's <laughs> in that too. It's all about who yeah. you know, bro. It's so weird. The inner circles of like, like the way the shit goes. It's so weird. I've connected oh. so many dots, man. And like, that's another Hercules one. and Xena, man. Those were two huge TV series in the totally. mid 90s. Totally. All right. All right. What, do, what do you guys think about the fan casting of him as Wolverine? Who? Who? Anthony Starr. Uh, is it, wait, they did or it's a potential? No, fan, fan casting. Oh, fan casting uh, him as. Uh... I think he could be good. Well, yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't doubt his acting. Now, whether or not he would fit the bill of, like, Wolverine that... I don't know, because here's the thing. With Marvel, do you think they're going to fucking make Wolverine small? Do you think they're going to do gotta, that? You're going to go with someone like Danny DeVito. No, <laughs> yo, yo, oh my God. Dude, I'd actually take that. I would take oh that. Oh, my God. I, and the, That'd be hilarious. That, that would be just... He'd actually probably kill it, too. I'd just love it, even if it was hilarious. Um. So, anyway, just, I started blasting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So, do you... But, really, do you think that the MCU is going to go the comic route and make him a smaller character, meaning they're going to they're gonna hire somebody who's 5'5"? Five, five? You know, I of, don't care about the height as long as he's got the right sort of physicality for it, right? Look, I personally think like a sick. I just think Hugh Jackman was the perfect. I, I'm not. A, I get in the comics that he's small and he's like a little stubbier, but even watch, even in X of Swords, he doesn't look or not X of Swords. Even in the X Men and the Wolverine shit, he's he's not coming off small right now. He's drawn differently, and I I don't. I'm not about the stubby Wolverine, like the super stocky stubby one. Like it just. Maybe I'd rather the, uh, the right face look and the right acting you know, for it. You know, like Batista, but Batista's oh, yeah. already been... I think I Hen Henry, like, Cavill. Uh, Henry Cavill should do it. He did a good job in The Witcher. I liked his, like, his rawness. He did a decent... Nah, just, just get Carl Urban, man. Yeah. Man, he, already. 
I mean, he's yeah. been dread. He's been butchered. Just yeah. Well, well no, he can't. He can't because he's Scourge. You know, uh, De- oh, yeah. Des yeah, and yeah. Troy together they make destroy. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> that was, and a lot of people are salty. That that was another thing that like bringing up like salty shit. A lot of people were salty that they kind of ruined Scourge in like MCU potential. And I'm like, they didn't ruin him. He's fucking perfect. First of all, Scourge is just a fucking. I've read so much Thor shit, dude. He's just like a. He's just a character who takes on Thor, you know what I mean? Every now and then, he kind of can put up a fight, but he always gets fucked up, you know, and he hangs out with the more of the Enchantress. I mean, this guy was awesome. I thought he did a great Scourge. He was kind of a goof, but he went out fucking banging. Yeah, the thing is, are they ever going to do... Was he, Would he ever have shown up in the movies if not for that role? Uh, well, oh, exactly, exactly. Would Scourge ever shown up? Is that what you're saying? Like the character Scourge? No, he would have never yeah. made an appearance. He would have never made exactly. an appearance. Exactly, so would you rather have him as a joke role where he does show up he's got a little bit of screen time or would you rather just never see him in live action exactly i i take I, him i, I think take some the people Carl. would would say you know what yeah, you just rather not see don't, yeah exactly <laughs> it's one of those things but i love carl urban carl urban has such a good track record overall yeah. even if his movies don't do well he is so yeah, he, well he does really good i that's that's another thing there's a lot of movies where i say like eh, the director but the actors were great you know what i mean like yeah. uh you know so and it can go the other way too where like the directing seemed good the actors seemed like they fell through you know so casting was wrong or something like that you know who would make a good professor x who carl urban Ooh. uh no 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 <laughs> billy zane billy bring zane. back bring back <laughs> billy zane i can kind of see it he's shaving his head already now. yeah let me see him now i haven't seen him in a while oh he, he's, he's been shaving his head he's oh, getting but... older <laughs> yeah he might he's be able to man. do it you're kind of right he might be able to do it. Do you think we're getting an older Xavier? Oh, yeah, I, I would, I would prefer him to be Lex Luthor. Seeing him with bald oh, head, yeah, he is Luthor. yeah. Oh, I mean, I see that too. <laughs> Immediately, I, I thought, I thought he almost did play yeah. a Lex Luthor already because he literally looks exactly like the character. <laughs> I forgot he did the Phantom. Oh yeah, the Phantom, right? Oh shit, that's crazy. So, hey, he, I mean, you're kind of right. He kind of has the potential to get in on something like comic bookie he's a good actor too he's he is a, a good real actor. good actor yeah oh he's pretty funny yeah oh All he right. was in he was in the boys he was in two episodes get the fuck yeah. out of here where uh, right. earlier in the season season one episode five and season he played one, himself six. oh he played himself yeah yeah he played himself that was it yeah i gotta watch season one again I'm, yeah. i forgot it all i feel um, like he he uh might have just appeared or something i don't know let's see i feel like he appeared at some point like early this season you know when they were doing like you know uh when um seth rogan appeared you know the very beginning of the season when they were just running through a bunch of people oh yeah 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 Yeah, i think that's it i I definitely think that's when it was wasn't it when they ran through like it was it was like a bunch of people in him Maybe like um, uncredited or something, or somebody else reminded me of him. I I looked him up recently or something. Do we want to move on to the comics? Let's yeah, see. yeah, I'm ready. We've been pulling it. We've been pulling it back long enough. <laughs> um, all right, let's do. I'm gonna go down Sean's list he made, and we got Department of Truth next. So right. let's tackle it. Yeah. So what Department of you, Truth yeah, issue dude. number one, written by James Tynan the fourth, and art later. by Martin Simmons. I'll stop interrupting, <laughs> and I'll remember that that's what fucking happens. <laughs> there you go. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it was this issue is basically a guy being interviewed in a interrogation room about something he and, saw. Yeah, or, and telling his story yeah. about how he found out what he thought was the truth. So it's them asking him about his encounters with a certain group of people, right? Yes. Yeah. Dude, this is a really cool book. Like I'm not necess- I'm not a conspiracy theorist guy. Like it's not really me. I just I don't know. I don't like I I find the YouTube videos on them fascinating. Right. And they, they are a, a rabbit hole. Like you start one at like 10 p.m. and you'll be awake until like 1 a.m. watching them. Never once have uh, they ever indoctored me into their cult. You know what I mean? Never no, have I, 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 I don't believe them, but I do <laughs> find them entertaining. Oh, totally. Aliens and ants, uh, the ant people of the pyramids, <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely interesting. And that's why this book is interesting because I like conspiracies. I just yeah. don't. I'm just putting it out there. I'm not a. I'm not a flat earther. Story <laughs> first. We want to talk about the art. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know what? Let's go. What did you guys think of the art? Because it's it's quite. It was not what I was expecting. It's it's almost like uh, I want to say it's like a watercolor, but the colors are yeah. so. It's, weird. it's very scratchy and harsh. Yeah, very watercolors. Some of it is like it looks like old film. Like yeah, yeah, yeah old that, film. You know, rated, like that first chapter one, the end of the world. That was like a negative, but it's also kind of degraded. Oh my god! Yeah, and it's got yeah, yeah it's got like the film on the left hand side. Yeah, yeah, that too. But yeah, it, it, it reminds me a bit of like nineties Vertigo artwork. Yeah, uh, I Honest- saw it and I instantly thought Thirty Days a Night Ben Temple Smith yeah. before he started cleaning yeah. up yeah. the style. It's Damn. it's very. He does like love stuff like that. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it plays the it, it really plays the comic really well because like conspiracies in themselves feel like this scratchy and loose and yeah, you know it's very I mean? surreal. Yeah, well, it's like playing with his memory because his memory of the whole event is very rough. Is it rough because he can't remember, or is it rough because he's afraid to remember? That's like a part, kind of part of it, because it, he kept... So, all right, so the way this starts is... Well, I also want to say Tynan did a really good job. I feel like this shit's really hard to tackle, like conspiracy shit, and like to make it I, a story. I've got one complaint about this book. Ooh, hit me. And I'll wait until you say what you're going to, because I might follow on from your point, I'm not sure. What, about Tynan? Uh, about whatever you're about to say about the story. Oh, I just I'll save it until we get to that bit of the story. It's just but, so fucking yeah. hard to tackle these concepts without like he pretty much tackled this concept of conspiracies and then he went for me, he went the right route. Whereas I could see a bunch of people picking this up like and they'd be like, Yeah, yeah, I believe in the conspiracies, like I'm gonna read this book, and then he really just shat on the idea of it, like, you know, like right away with his um bringing in like the Oswald, like it's interesting. It's almost like the conspiracies yeah. are backwards, like because instead of um, instead cool. of making instead of making all right, so instead of making, well, fuck it, let's go into it and we'll hit the spots that that we hit and we'll see if it comes up. Um, so it starts off with him. You said he's being interrogated and he's he's being brought. He's afraid. He's the the guy. What, do we have the name of the the main character? Well, the the opening few pages are. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald being interrogated. Yeah, it's Lee. That's right. It was Lee Harvey Oswald. After the assassination of Lincoln, uh, not Lincoln, sorry, Kennedy. It's been been a long day. An early start. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love throughout his interrogation, he's getting questioned, 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 and then at the end, they say, say it, you know? Say the, and it was up is down, down is up. I love that, dude. Yeah. I think that's dope. It's just that, I've heard that so many times. It's just, it's perfect. Um, And you get slapped with the title page, you know? The chapter one, the end of the world. And you said it's, it is like a film grain, man. It's, it's yeah. really like, I don't know. I, I, I really like it. I think the art, I, who's the artist again, you said? uh martin simmons was it yeah i want to kind of look at yeah martin style. Simmons. i want to see if he if he strays from the style or if this is something new to him you know or you know um all right so why don't you why don't you set the scene for where it takes place in the now sean so it, it, it yeah so mm-hmm. go ahead it's it's present day and we see this guy in the car and he's saying about how he's going to throw up, or he might throw up and he thinks the woman who's driving is going to kill him. She keeps telling him to shut up or I will kill you. (laughs) (laughs) I love that shit. And she takes him to the library of Congress. Yes. There he, he, there he meets a man. We'll just say that for now. Yeah. He's led into a interrogation room. Oh, his name is Cole. That's right. Cole. He revealed his name is Cole. Are you gonna kill me? I like it. He's funny. I like the the conversation felt so FBI or CIA. You know what I mean? With like yeah, like the or a secret department. They know they know shit. So like they think this guy who's pissing his pants. It's funny that he's pissing his pants. You know, very G man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Um. Let's see. Uh, the first thing they start going. How did they address it? Uh, they said that he went to um. Let's see your teacher. He's a teacher that was who's yeah. an expert in memes, I believe. Oh my god, like what a joke, but it's funny, you know, like what a joke. Um Yeah, he says he looks into like right wing discussion boards, white nationalists and all that sort of thing. He, he, does it, he does it to gain an understanding, right? That's the whole idea. Yeah. Yeah, he does it to gain the understanding of like what the hell is going on with this with these. Groups. Yes, it's, it's almost like he's a sociologist or something. I would guess. Yeah. Okay. Then he's um. Let's see. He's studying to... people's susceptibility. He says. And they keep. And he went to a flat Earth conference to. Yes, that's when they hit him, and then like the the man interrogating him says, and then there's the conspiracy stuff, and that's when he dives into that, and he he's trying to yeah. he's telling him to start at the beginning, and clearly this dude is he's had a rough couple of nights. He says he's been drinking, you know. He he now whether or not it's because he doesn't want to remember or whatever, you know what I mean? It's just interesting. Um, and he says he doesn't trust his memories of the event that took place. He said he was drinking heavily. Yeah, and he hasn't slept. Which definitely he definitely hasn't slept well in three days. Let's see. He hits that flat earth. He start. It's crazy, man. A whole society of people wearing the same shirts. It just reminds me of, like the Proud Boys and shit. And, like small groups yeah, of people the, who like to feel like yeah. they're a part of something, you know. And that whole page just sort of felt unsettling. Everyone's yeah. in the same polo shirt. Oh yeah, Tynan's yeah. good, dude. He's been doing his research because yeah. he's he's definitely good. And he's saying that they're all white men predominantly. <laughs> yeah, so they're all wearing yeah, they're all wearing the same things. They're all like yeah, we're we're part of this, we're a collective, we're a herd. Don't you love like their image of the flat earth? Let me see if I can get it up. 
<laughs> like right there. And the, with yeah. the, with the dome. <laughs> I fucking think that shit's hilarious. It's great. And then the book says like flat earth and the protocols of the elders of Zion. You know? You're like, damn. They're getting real deep with their lore there, you know? Um Let's see, I know he goes Yeah, and he says it's about um it's all about the way they view control. Right. And oh, yeah. they're, they're building their own reality where any concepts that are too abstract for them or too complicated, they yeah. disregard and replace with something simpler to understand. I feel and like then the old guy laughs at that. Yeah. Oh, well, he goes, huh, right? Is that what you're yeah. talking about, Grave? Yeah. Huh. That means he knows yeah, shit. Mean, you know, when you laugh like that, you know, you know shit. Um, tell me. Well, it's it a went- feeling. It, I huh. sort of took that as him sort of acknowledging it, like, yeah, that's a feeling everyone has, but some people take it to the extreme. Yeah, exactly. I'll talk more about that once we get to, you know, the end of the comic. He, yeah, okay. He, he, wants, the whole he, comic. he wants Cole to tell him when the story went sideways for him. Like, when did shit get weird? And that's when he's going back to his hotel room, because I guess at the convention you get a hotel room, right? That's like, that's the idea yeah. of this. Yeah, so he yeah. goes back to his yeah. hotel room. He gets um, intercepted by somebody who calls him Special Agent Cole Turner, which is like, damn, dude, I feel like that would be... Oh, well, they... Um, yeah, he teaches at the FBI Academy, doesn't he? Pontico. Yeah, yeah, I just feel like it's weird yeah, that he... Yeah, I've got that, but... A couple things in the field. He goes... Yeah. He goes and... um, So he gets addressed by this guy, and he pretty much says, what, come with me, right? And he takes him to a room filled of the bigwigs. And these bigwigs are pretty much businessmen. Right? Yeah, it's Kenneth and Bertram Boulay. Could have just been like the Koch brothers. Exactly, exactly. That's what I'm feeling. And I'm just going to mention it while we're here. It mentions that the main character is gay. He says he has a husband. I thought yeah. that shit, dude, that's Tynan, man. You know, I've, that is dope, yeah. Tynan. That's, that's pretty dope. I, I was glad. Every time. Uh, every one comic that I... That you guys read? Is it Wind by Tynan? No, the one with the uh, the guy that was deaf, and then everyone was hearing the meme. Mimetic. Oh, Mimetic, yeah. That was written by Tynan, and the main character was gay as well. Right, yeah. okay. He, he seems to, at, yeah. He's good at it, though. His main characters all seem to be gay. It's like... Not that that's a bad thing, but... He said, like... He yeah. What did he do? All he did was say my husband, right? You know, we're gonna add that in there. Yeah, he does. It's never a big thing in his stories. It's just sort of there. I like it though because I feel like it just it helps with uh, I don't know gravitates to a more normalized world. Like I'm so like tired of hearing all these anti anti things, and I'm just like word cool works for me, man. You know, he he doesn't beat you over the head with it. Did you did you think Sean? Since we've been reading some time and. Did you think it was going to happen? Because I, yeah. I had a feeling the character was gay just the moment I saw him. I don't know, just glasses kind of. The, thing. the main character in Mimetic was gay. The main character in Something's Killing the Children is gay. Yeah. So the main character in Wind is gay. Yeah. And so, I, I took a stab in the dark that the main character in this yeah, was also going to yeah. be gay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he drew like a pretty boy. You know what I mean? Like, like it's it's perfect. Um. Okay. Then they mention there was a woman in the convention wearing the red dress, right? And that's. Yes. And when the, when he met with the people, his one of his questions... Okay, well, first of all, let's talk about these people. What do these businessmen do? They like to run these little conventions like a carnival. They like to get all these people together, get them to believe something, right? 
yeah, so they are Texas oil company billionaires. Yeah, and they they fund the the right wing politicians. It's crazy, crazy stuff. Oh, so, I love it. This um, is they're worth billions, so they're it's they're just kind of like playing around, I guess. At this point, it seems like. Yeah, and yeah, so we see them at a party, and they're showing an extra. They're showing an undiscovered clip yeah, from the that, moon landing. It's almost a and secret, it's a secret party yeah, within they, a convention. They meant, yeah, for like the elite members, the close, the inner circle. Yep. Yeah, so they're showing a video of a moon landing, and you see Stanley Kubrick stood in the background, watching the astronauts get off the shuttle. Damn. So I like it, and it was also not not only footage; it was footage from a different angle, right? It was like a, yeah. it was a different shot, which is interesting. Um, and they mentioned it was from Kubrick's private collection. Yeah, it's like he kept that. He's like, I did that, you know, yeah. you know, that's dope. <laughs> egos, egos keep allow you know. That's what allows you to keep that shit, you did, know. Did you ever hear that Stanley Kubrick joke about the moon landing and this no. conspiracy? What is it? it said, it said that Stanley Kubrick did film the, the moon landing, but he's such a perfectionist, he made them film it on the moon. On the moon, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I could see that happening. Oh, man, that's nuts. Um, all right, so... This, after they do... All right, all right. After they show the footage, they pretty much say they're going to take him there, right? Isn't that what's happening? Yeah, they're going to take him to the edge of the world where the big ice wall exists around the flat earth and it's been days he's been traveling right or he didn't know he's like it could have been didn't he say like he didn't even know how long it felt like days yeah, yeah, yeah. he said they stopped to refuel a few times but everybody, he lost track of time and everybody else on the plane was like shooting the shit about their conspiracies and he was just sitting off to the side you know yeah and i really like the artwork in that panel where he looks out the window and they say we're off the edge of the map, boy. Here, there yeah. be monsters, yeah, and he's got like a devil face. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, and you saw that, like, um, what was and it? that's one, that's two, supposed two, to be one of the big heads, right? That's supposed to just yeah, be like imagery yeah. of the big, the, one of the big heads talking to him. Yeah, yeah, that's either Kenneth or Bertram. Sorry, Tabs, yeah. what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, if you go four pages back, you get that in the reflection of the glasses too. That there, yeah. there's something oh, yeah. sinister about them, and that's where I got like that. Yeah, that's a cool panel. Just that next page. I mean, it's beautiful. Like, yeah, that is right. the colors on there are amazing. Just I love so purples beautiful. and pinks. Yeah, it's I mean, kind of hard to comprehend what he's really looking at. Supposed to be like an ice wall. Is that what's supposed to be there? I think yeah, the theory is that there is a yeah. wall of ice surrounding the world. That's what I was gonna say. Like, just, based on that theory shit, I hear. Yeah, there's a fucking ice wall. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, this so looks then, like. A lot of watercolor mixed with a bunch of other stuff. It's kind of hard to, you know, really understand what's going on, what the big circles yeah. are. And it's it's funny you say that because it's almost like that's kind of the idea, right? It's like a hazy, you you know, you don't. It's like here's an idea, but it's so fucking loose that it's like it's hard to see, you know. So I kind of get you, crave like too. It's like, are there two planets there? Is one of them the moon? You know what I mean? You almost yeah, see like planets here there's a fucking moon or something here so it's it's just it's interesting that's no moon. huh that's no moon what is, what is <laughs> the small it's a space station <laughs> oh, <there you> <laughs> um all right 
they get but yeah then we yeah then we get the woman again with the red dress and the sunglasses and she takes off and she's got some black x's over her eyes yeah what the fuck does that mean dude i don't know man that shit like bugged me out say it again sorry say it again crazy she's not from something else oh yeah no like, this is all this yeah, is the beginning of something so this is all original whether, whether or not she's a reoccurring theme that's yet to be seen you know what i mean like is this chick in every th- conspiracy you know what i mean like a, one of those things yeah. um okay so, so she just appeared on the cover of uh what was that thing about the kids there was like an alt something cover is killing for, the children uh, Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. didn't tap. No, tap. No, that was that was that was a variant of... for this. Oh yeah, that's the, that's yes. the Merca and Dolfo variant. And I think it's okay. you know since Tynan writes both of them and shit, it's like you know here do a something killing the children variant for um, truth, which is yeah, really cool. Yeah, that was dope. No, there was another one where the artist of something was killing the children did a cover for Department of Truth in the same style as for something is killing the children number one with the red post lady, the... right? Isn't that wait? Is yeah. That... Let me see it, just so we can... Yeah, tabs, isn't that what you grabbed? Didn't you see no, it? Uh, no, I'll, um, I'll, I'll find it Oh, really this quick. is... Oh, 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 okay. I see what you're saying, Sean. This is... Yeah, the, it's the same... The okay. Yeah, I just sent the Something's Killing the Children one. Right, okay. And then tabs, you so, grabbed the Merca one, you said? Yeah, I had a hunt for that one. Damn, that's cool. I didn't even... That's cool. If I would have known, I might have grabbed it. I do like uh, art. It's beautiful. It, it's a 1 in 50, though, so it was more pricey. Uh, yeah, right. But, uh, not yeah, the that... greatest picture, but that's it. Yeah, I like it. That's cool. Okay, it's very, that's... uh, Marilyn Monroe in a way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Very, th- yeah. You think it's gonna be... That That might be one of the conspiracies well, down the road. Well, here, here's the interesting thing. With, with I see the X's over her eyes, it almost is like a like a physical metaphor right i know that sounds weird but like you can't believe what you see right but her, but her um, yeah her word bubbles are also red everybody else is, is white right so she also has like the normal round speech bubbles whereas everyone else is very angular and jagged and, yeah, and like her, she, her oh text is more consistent point, too dude. that's a so, really yeah. good point yep that, that's so cool. what is it about this like is is she does she represent is, the truth right is she or the light it, through the fog yeah or is she something that's always there in all of the conspiracies is that's she what i'm is, saying that's is what she i'm the, saying the woman in the red dress like in the matrix yes that's kind of what i'm getting at like i have a feeling she will be a reoccurring th- theme through all conspiracies in this book yeah just, just that one head. simple idea she doesn't get off the plane no she no doesn't. she stays on and the moment Okay, so they land, right? That they they land. Yeah, no, no. Wait, what? Ha- Hold on. Oh, yeah, they yeah. They land. They're on the they're on the plane. They get he out. Throws up. Yeah, he throws up. They get and then out. They get out. And yeah, and then they... the special agent from present day shoots everyone and takes them. Yeah, guns them all down except Cole. He's that's it. Yeah. Yep. They say, and once again, special agent Cole Turner. It's just like it's funny to me that they knew, you know, these these big wigs. They approached him, said special agent, you know. So obviously his FBI status has been blown, you know. And then these people, they knew too. They've been watching him, you know. So he pretty much he flew for days only to get off the plane and get back on and fly for days, <laughs> which sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um. And right. I I love when it goes back to the interrogation. It's like 
that's all I know. You can kill me now. We're not going to fucking kill you. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was that's a good callback, like for him, like just to keep bringing that up. Now, yeah. did any of you notice the woman's name? Um, Ruby. Yeah. It's Ruby. Do you know who Ruby is? Jack Ruby. In relation. Yeah, you knew yeah, it. I, you knew yeah. it. That's cool. It's Jack. That's yeah. so. I don't know what that means. She, she's obviously not Jack. No, but, no. Yeah. But we have could be Jack Ruby's daughter. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh my god. 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 Dude, Sean, there you go. I think you just nailed it. I think you might have just nailed it. Jack Ruby's up. daughter. Yeah, I think. I think that might. Because yeah. look, she's so much younger. He's so old. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe in this conspiracy line, Ruby approached Oswald, found out the truth, and said, "Fuck it." You know what I mean? Like you're right. You, you know, you didn't kill the president because you met Jack Ruby off the Oswald for killing. What the did president. Jack Ruby actually look like? He's not one of the guys in the beginning, is he? No, I don't. No, I don't think so. He was just like a white. Honestly, it's just a white New Yorker. No, yeah, no. receding hairline. Yeah, so, so it would just, it makes me wonder if it's just the name choice is kind of intentional for, right, for Oswald. Just, yeah. It, it, yeah, is it just that or is it that, you know, just just reaching out there? Did Jack Ruby meet some woman and, and have, have this daughter and it's, you know, like an interracial relationship at the time, you know, which would have been like outside right. the social norm, totally, and whatnot. And then, well, how old actually is she? She looks. I got, she. She looks young, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. She's got to be like tw- like late twenties, yeah, maybe I would say early thirties. Yeah, so if if this is present day, then maybe it might be Jack Ruby's granddaughter. Yeah, because he was already fairly right. old when he killed. So I'm yeah. just going to assume bloodline at least. I'm going to assume in some way yeah. bloodline related to that whole cuz that, that that was neat the moment I saw Ruby I was like dude this is this is great. So what we find out is the guy who's interrogating Cole uh well we'll get there. Let's not even, well it, yeah we're going to get there. We're going to get there. There's so, something they going to talk about first. Go ahead hit it. You well you it. carry on with what you're going to I think Okay, so there. Um, so when it jumps back, he says, "That's all I know. You can kill me now." He's like, "We're not gonna fucking kill you." He's like, "What do you think, Ruby?" He says, "He's fine." He like they. I think they're they're trying. They their goal is to see if this guy's gonna be a good fit for the department. You know how how well is this dude gonna work? Um, they, I love. It. He's in shock, but he'll do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the dude's been pissing his pants this entire time, thinking he's gonna die um he wants to know what's happening and he's like it's so funny imagine just being poached out of your job he's like yeah you don't work for the fbi anymore you're working for us you know um he says uh son the world is round it goes around the sun uh get me a big laser pointer and a few meter sticks and i could prove it to you i love that because that's the most basic way to prove it so fucking yeah. perfect like he, he tynan obviously did his and it's good for him because he's tackling something that would it's not like it's a um a touchy subject because i don't fucking care it doesn't offend me you know what i mean but it's a tricky subject because it's he's trying to falsify all the false of everything false you know what i mean like it's 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 great so he hit you with the very basic shit just the fucking meter stick you know he says but that's not the truth because of science and then this is where it starts getting into if if the mass believes it then it is true they even mention it's similar to a tulpa yeah and i'm sorry can we can you tell me what a tulpa is because i'm pretty sure i forget it's it's a tibetan thought form or something similar to that so if you believe in something it becomes real if enough people believe in it it now is man if it gets enough 
if it gets enough energy, oh, it manifests yeah. in reality. Listen, uh, it's yeah. about God. People tell you know, I, I you walk around and you find people who want to say God isn't real. I'm like the fuck he isn't. Literally, ninety percent of the world believes in a God. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm not. You know, I'm saying like because of that, it is real. You know, because of they believe it, then it's real. I'm sorry. Yeah, and like, whether this... I believe it or not, it's irrelevant. You know, this is kind of that big complaint I had about books to begin with, and. It's not a complaint about the book's quality. It's just a complaint about the premise. I was expecting the book to do something really clever. But do you think um, that it might... Do you think that this... Um, do you think, like like what I just said, that you know, just they believe it's real, so it is. Do you think it's actually going to manifest itself? Because didn't the world seem flat because they believed it? Wasn't that kind yeah. of do you? So I'm wondering if it actually is going to manifest itself rather than in our world where it's like, no, yeah. I just believe it. But I was, I was hoping something quite manifestation. Yeah, like I really enjoyed this, but I was expecting something clever set in reality, addressing all these in a like realistic way. But then it introduces something supernatural and is basically doing it. A... I gotcha. I got yeah. you. Well, it's the same problem I have with like a lot of Stephen King's books, where the premise often gets let down in the end because he tries to he gets a bit too weird with it. He definitely does. Fucking, I don't yeah, know. Like, there was a book he did a few years ago where the premise was a man. They've got like indisputable evidence that this man killed this person, but then he's indisputable evidence that he didn't. Oh, yeah, they made a TV series out of that. Yeah, The Outsider. Yeah, and like the first half of the book is like a dark crime drama, and I was expecting something really clever, like a big twist about how it happened. But then about halfway through, they basically just decide, "Oh, it was a shapeshifter." I'm not trying to hurt. And I'm like, right. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but the same spoiler, thing happened. Spoiler alert! The same thing happened with it, though. You know, it won. Like not not the clown itself. Like I know he's like whatever, but it too. Like I, they literally mentioned it multiple times. Like Stephen King was like about um, McAvoy's book. They're like the ending kind of sucked. Dude, it yeah, ended that was very matter about King. Sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like you know, so it's kind of funny. Yeah, he could have stopped when he was ahead. In the book of it, it was never the clown sort of became popular because of the movie. The clown wasn't the big part of the book. Right, right. In the book, it had a lot of different forms where it took the form of people's fears. Yeah. But then the Tim Curry movie made the clown the famous thing, and. That's what it all revolved around now. Everybody wants yeah. to know about the deity it, you know. Um, Earlier, I think, in uh, an Outer Limits book from the uh, late 90s. So it was like, you know, Outer Limits kind of for kids or teens or whatnot. Right. It's called The Vanish. And these kids wake up in, I think, probably like New York City or something. And it's just, you know, four kids waking up. Everyone else has kind of disappeared. And it seems like they're being, you know, hunted by somebody else. Uh, but at the end of the story, I'm, you know, you guys have had 20 years to read it. I don't, you know, feel bad spoiling it. But it's basically, you know, <laughs> yeah, they've been, go for it. They've, they've been portaled to uh, basically another planet. And their minds have basically manifested the entire city and everything around them. So it's basically like, oh, you know, these specific people exist, like, Everybody, if they believe something, it becomes true, similar to what's going on with the, you know, Department of Truth. But, you know, there's certain people that are, they call them cornerstones that, you know, have much greater power, much greater pull to, uh, you know, 
make things manifest in reality. Am, am I in the wrong to, to say uh, it feels a organization? Little, it feels a little Twilight Zone. You know what I mean? It's like all you know, a little all you know, it feels a little Twilight Zone, which is cool. definitely. Well, it um, was an Outer Limits book. Wait, say it again. Wait, it was an Outer Limits series, like yeah, the Outer exactly. Limits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So oh. the, it's it's cool because it's like um, I don't know. I think it's cool. Like if we like if you well. Well, Sean, how do you feel about the Twilight Zone? Do you dig like? Did you dig those stories like in? I've I've not seen a lot of it, but it's okay. an interesting concept. It's and always it's a, like it's yeah. always kind of like like I would kind of put it in like this issue was one episode, you know, where it's like it gets weird. Yeah. It always gets a little weird, you know, the scary door. Yeah, scary. Yeah. Um. All right, just to end it, so it ends up him recruiting him, telling him about the manifestations, and saying, "My name is Lee Harvey Oswald." Welcome to the Department of Truth, which is dope. So you find out Oswald that last never page died. is great. Yeah, Oswald yeah. never died. He's now been, you know, working this yep. secret department, which is sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. The thing is, you know, they're talking about, you know, because it seems like you know they want reality to make sense, and everyone wants to feel, you know, so they want reality. To make sense. And then that was when he went, you know, he kind of laughed at that, and he's like, "Yeah, you're getting pretty close to the truth, dude." Do you think that, like, pretty much so their role as the department is to infiltrate uh, little organizations that believe these crazy things and then to kill them all? I mean, I don't, in some fashion or, like, you know, and to take, take, prevent it. yeah, to prevent it. Okay. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. So, they're trying to keep the order. Next the month, it looks like it's going to tackle Reagan in Satanic Panic, which is pretty cool. It's a little devil Reagan shit, which Ooh. is, you know, yeah. that might be, I just gonna... I believe, but <laughs> no, just fucking with you. I was going to mention the last page sort of reminds me of David Mack's art. If any of you are familiar with him, do you mind posting something? He does a lot of covers and stuff. Give me a second, and I'll it post did, some it stuff. does. It does feel like a cover, you know, just, like, yeah, like the, yeah, just sort of the framing and the posing and everything, and like the style of the page. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, it has the same vibes. Almost like this guy might be a little cleaner though. His works, his works like. Let me guy know. does a lot of watercolors. Some alternate covers for the uh, Fight Club comic. Oh, uh, I think he has done. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. And he's done work with Bendis in the past. He did covers for Jessica Jones and stuff. Uh, so but yeah, just the last page. The style of it reminds me of his covers a bit. Let me open this up. All right, we're gonna move over to three jokers, right? That's well, next. Should we just oh, wrap yeah, up and give like general overview thoughts? Whether you guys are gonna keep reading that sort of thing? I'm I'm gonna keep reading. I'm down. Yeah. I like I said, I'm not the biggest conspiracy nut, but I do find them interesting. Just like I find religion yeah. interesting. You know, I read yeah. to learn. You know, yeah. do I believe? I really enjoyed this. You know? Yeah, I'm gonna go with it for for a while. See where it goes. Yeah, like like it's gonna be interesting how he ends his first trade. I feel like you know, like it's we. This is an ongoing. We don't know, right? We're we're unaware. yeah. There's no there's yeah. no issue limit set yet. Yeah, I definitely think it's gonna be five or six issues for the first arc. Yeah, I'm thinking five, six, something like that. And I I wonder how. Okay, do uh, you know? I have another question too about about trades when they end a trade. Do some like okay, so Mercy's kind of doing this, but when you end a trade do you take a month break or do you still like i know like marvel they're like it's up to the creator 
It's up. To, I hope he. I hope he. Yeah, it almost like a season. Now. Take two months, start up or whatever he does. You know what I mean? It's good to take a leave you on that to let you sit on it for a while. This is a monthly, right, Sean? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm digging it. Yeah, I'm totally. Uh, yeah, I've just gone on Amazon. The first trade is issues one to five. Okay, so now we know five might have. And do you think most writers write to have that trade? on like number five to end some some form of cliffhanger um, the, the, the normal issue count for a trade is normally six that's what they go for for a story arc interesting but I with creator if... owned it's up to the writers what they want to do Which and if they want to take a break afterwards let the writer let the artist catch up and that's how it should be <laughs> you know what i mean that's yeah. really how it should be yeah. <laughs> what mark Valar has had to do he basically has to have the entire you know whatever arc in the can before he starts you know publishing it just in case anything happens, because it's happened so often that he, you know, has done a few issues and then things go off the rails. Greg Rucker does the same now because his stuff kept yep. getting so delayed because of art problems. Yep. So now he waits until the whole arc's done before releasing. Alrighty. So yeah. we're going to continue, three which jokers. is nice that we can all now we can all read something. That's always good. Um, and yeah. yeah, let's move over to three jokers. Sean, hit us with it. Uh, three Jokers number two, written by Jeff Johns and art by Jason Fabok. I'm so glad you showed up because I was like, I'm not reading a fucking artist. <laughs> I'm just like, I am fucking doing it. Uh, I was getting ready yeah. to do it. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say, Tabs? I was getting ready to do it. Oh yeah, there you go. That would have been yeah. You would have been my my savior then. Um, all right, let's get into it, man. This was fucking. I loved it. I think this is the, one of the I, opening yeah. sequence is great. I did you think it was fake? I did not. I truly. I thought thought. it was real. I thought he was Harb. I thought that was Harley Quinn. I thought it was Harleen. I got Quinzel. Like you know, it was. It was supposed to be his wife from The Killing Joke. Mm -hmm. Oh shit! Okay, now, now, now. Because he's the comedian. He's the one from The Killing Joke. That's fucking crazy. So it probably happened at one point. Like he's just reliving a memory. Maybe yeah. Okay. Or did maybe, he? Yeah, is right. it all just? Has he just created this situation in his head though? I don't know. Did he have a son in Killing Joke? I don't remember. I mean, Killing Joke was this long. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Yeah. yeah. It's just four issues, isn't it? No, Killing Joke was just a single like, trade. Oh, it's just, a, oh, it's just okay. Like, that's all it is. It's, the same length as like this issue right here. Yeah, that's nutty. Yeah. It's amazing what you can accomplish story wise, and you know, and and, and I, I like I like you this. Right posted. That's what the uh, person said was like, you know, what was it Morrison? Grant Morrison did uh, Killing Joke. Alan Moore, Alan Moore oh, the mighty Moore. It's my bad, but yeah, oh, no, it's all, I get them all it, fucked it, up too. Like Fifty or sixty pages versus like, you know, plenty of stuff happened here in this issue, but. Not as much. Yeah, but it it lays that groundwork for the next, for the final, you know, which is definitely dope. So, okay, it opens up with him showing up in an awesome purple fucking food truck van, which is sick. And, you know, he's just, like, pulling that old, like, 1950s Honey, I'm Home, which is great. Um, Just to interrupt myself, you guys, not myself, um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it is, in Killing Joke, his wife was pregnant. And oh, they've used the same character deep, design for deep. 
Uh, three jokers with her with like the middle parting and everything he's dude i would have to say jeff johns is a master of reworking pe- like stories and pulling because doomsday this it's great all right yeah cool yeah, so well, now the, the kids- artists as well are the ones doing all the visual referencing yeah oh I-, I had a question too about that actually so when a writer writes his things don't you think like when he writes out like his pan- his like segments doesn't he say like okay right here i want to see him pacing back and forth like do you think like the writer yeah. kind of has to talk yeah. to the artist and say like no no i need him to have a knife in his hand like or something or i i need him to look like he may he tripped yeah. you know yeah okay that's that's dope what a collaboration but the sometimes if the writer and artist have a fairly good collaboration the scripts are fairly sparse and they leave a lot up to the right of the artist's interpretation of the script. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. Well, he, he's nailing it. Cause he comes in, he's like, you know, she's obviously like scared, you know, you can see her like, yeah, and she seems junior nervous. as well. Yeah. He's yeah. hiding. So he's hiding up on the steps. Doesn't want to come down. She tells him that the father's home, you know, you got to come down. I can only keep him down there so long before he comes up here, you know? So he wants to leave. Can't we just leave? Which is, this is all interesting dialogue considering that we find out it all takes place in his head. He's he's already, the story he's making up is already like, you think the perfect world he lived in wouldn't design his own characters to be afraid of him and nervous, you know? So it's, it's very interesting that this Joker has devised this whole, you know. Can we jump ahead just a little bit for uh, that, you know, that big reveal uh, later on about laughing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can, you know, jump to that, because he's laughing, you know, a little bit during this scene. Yeah, he does do the ha-ha-ha-ha. He does seem pretty, you know, like he could be, he's always upset once he gets interrupted. He's kind of in a sour mood after that. And, yeah. yeah. It, does it hurt all of them when they laugh, or just the, um, just the criminal? Interesting. I don't know. I kind of assumed it was all of them. Because he almost, he says it to um, Jason almost like it is all of them. Because it's like, you hurt too. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of like the connection. But, okay, so he's eating octopus and uh, the kid, you know, he asked the kid what's wrong. Yeah, that's the thing. We, like, that's a little bit of visual, like, a visual clue that it's not really there because who just oh, sort of cooks yeah. up an octopus with mashed potato 100 my stomach like skeezed when i saw it i was like are you fucking yeah. kidding me i i've seen yeah. this there's this weird fetish on youtube about eating raw octopus it's fucking disgusting um so oh, yeah that's, that, cor- that's korean that's yeah. why it's fucking crazy <laughs> old boy? um do they do it in old boy the uh yeah. the korean one the yeah in the old in the yeah and yeah the yeah, other one's very, josh brolin right the other one's a josh brolin Americanized yeah. version, yeah. Um, Thanos and Scarlet Witch. Wait, say it again. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen's in that as well. So you got oh, Thanos. Sure. I didn't even realize that. It's all about who you know, bro. It's all about who you know. <laughs> so Cable and Scarlet Witch. Uh, he's eating the tentacles. He asks the kid what's wrong. Yeah. He says octopus isn't his favorite. And then the funny thing is, it gets a little more realistic because it turns out his octopus turns into a, like a can of cat fancy feast or some shit. Like he's like Charlie yeah. from always sunny eating fucking cat food. And then you get a little side bubble saying, what are you doing? And it, you know, Oh wait, it doesn't go there yet. Oh, Oh yeah, it does. It goes, what are you doing? And then the, jo- there's the other Joker. 
and you can see the just the they're almost like they're the same but they're they're different you know you have this guy trying to reenact like some kind of fake life and then he's like don't <laughs> the one joker who i guess is the oldest joker it almost seems like uh which you yeah. said it was the criminal yeah, yeah he's criminal yeah he, he he touches the dummy doll and he's like don't touch her he's like she's not real you know throws her to the ground he's like um so this is the number five joker you guys watch umbrella academy no, I did not no. see. I did not see it. Uh, no, nope. never mind. Okay. Um, and then it flashes back. So they pretty much have a conversation about how like this was kind of your fault that the um, the comedian had set this up to like lead Batman on, like to give him like a string of uh, like a trail to follow. So it's yeah. like now you know, and now one of us is dead. So they pretty much have to step up their game or keep it going strong. Uh, cuts to, well, you see, you know, does a little paneling of, which is pretty awesome. The dude's head blown out by, from the last the issue. Clown. Yeah. The, the one, yeah, the clown joker got his head blown off. And then it, it cuts to, um, just Gotham City, right? Uh, you see a sign, beware of dog. You got Jim Gordon. And then they look into the paneling, or they look into the window and you see these rabid dogs. Then you see Batman. Then you see Batman get a little closer. I liked this because... All of a sudden, the dogs were gone, and he uh, Batman walks out. He says, "Call animal control." And Gordon goes, "Are they like? Did you kill them?" He's like, "No, they're yeah. sedated." I was like, "Oh man, that's that was interesting." Because I kind of thought the same thing. Did you just kill? I th- that that was good because I I wondered if he would have killed the dogs or not, and I got my answer. They were sedated. Um, but yeah, the guy inside was mauled to death by his own dogs. Not, before, but he was, was shot first, or what? No, no, he was beaten he was, to death. He was exposed. With his trophy. He was exposed to toxin, to Joker toxin, and then he was beaten to death with his trophy. And then yeah. the dogs mauled him. They right? they address one of the biggest complaints people have of Batman comics in this issue. He was one of the guards of the asylum, and he was dirty and taking bribes. And they say he's the reason Arkham. He's the, he's responsible for Arkham's revolving door. And why yeah, so no, he, uh, he he's a judge. He's a judge for Arkham. <laughs> I, thought oh, okay. said, I thought you said guard. I did. I missed oh, okay. it. Yeah, so yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's got the gavel. Yeah, he's got the gavel trophy on yeah, his yeah. desk, and he was taking kickbacks more or less. Yeah, that's my mistake. Yeah, that's your mistake, Sean. No, I'm just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're supposed to be the fact checker. God damn it. <laughs> um, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I can feel that, dude. He's 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 basically a level four, okay. So like, yeah. give him give him some slack. <laughs> um, we okay. So then they they're conversating. He goes about the revolving door. Batgirl shows up. Batgirl pretty much says, yeah. you know, she's talking. Tails Gordon to get out. She needs yeah. to talk to Bruce. So they go on the chase. You know, they're driving next to each other. And this conversation was pretty interesting. You you have Barbara yeah, this telling is, you ever yeah, telling I, I love this line. Whereas yeah. Red Hood's not criminal, Jim. Yes, Dude, he is. That's I'm nuts, a look on Bruce's right? face. Dude, that is and nuts, right? And you just see how angry Barbara is right now at this totally. point in time. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, there's, thought, a lot, there's a lot of weight in that. Those she, three words. She was in a. She kind of was put in a position. I don't think she necessarily wanted to be in. You know, where you know, yeah. if it was Batman there, he might have. You know what I mean? Like it's different when she was with him. 
So she lets Batman in on the secret while they're driving around the city. He killed one of the Jokers. And then Batman's kind of brushing it off, right? He's kind of like one yeah. of the Jokers. Very uncharacteristic. Right. But I think it's a salty wound, you know what I mean? Or whatever. This is that's why I really like this story. This is touching on some deep shit, I feel like. Like, and it's really cool that it's getting addressed. But like, mm-hmm. I don't think Batman truly knows how to handle Jason. He's like failed, you know? And it's it's hard for him to figure this yeah. out. Uh, and he's not one to express that to anybody, so nobody really knows. And that. Bruce is trying to come up with excuses for letting Jason off. Where he's like, if we arrest him, he'd be forced to unmask. And so will you. You're the eyewitness. You'd have to unmask too. Nuts. Um, yeah. And let's see. Yeah, let's see. It goes. They get to a point but where Bruce... they start. They doesn't Barbara say like she was fucked up? The Joker fucked me up, and I made it out yeah. okay, and and Jason didn't. And uh, she she wonders why. Oh, she she's wondering why that or what was it? Why didn't you talk to Jason, you know, or whatever, when this all went down? And then he says, or why didn't you help him or whatever? And like when he came back and shit or something, you know? Yeah. And she said, because he was Batman was hoping that he was more like you, you know, who could kind of persevere, you know? And the reason Batman is giving Jason some slack with killing the Joker is because Batman blames himself for this. Yeah. He doesn't blame Jason for killing the Joker. He blames himself for killing the Joker. Exactly. By letting Jason have free roam to do whatever he wants. Then it cuts to Jason Todd in a back alley with one of the patsies, right? A Joker patsy. The um, whole game. Yeah, he fucked them all up. That truck, funny. Once again, another ice cream truck type vehicle. Um, like, you know, like he was driving in the beginning in his little imagination. Um, it's funny cause he's beating the shit out of this guy and the guy's like, you didn't even ask us a question. He's like, I don't ask twice. I'm like, damn dude, this guy's on a rampage. He might've not asked any questions. He might've just started beating their ass. Um, so then, hold on, let me just see. It says maybe. Yeah. Okay. Then pretty much Barbara sees Batman off. Like, you know, just make sure Jason puts the guns away, you know, make sure, you know. He doesn't go on any yeah. more rampages. Um, so then it cuts back to Jason. He's what was the big thing? I think his helmet activated, right? His helmet was picking up the chemicals on. That was it. And that's, like and, like detective vision in the Arkham games. Yes. And that's yeah. pretty much why they were able to spot, right? Alfred claims that they spotted him in a location because of the he activated the helmet to do that or no? Was that um, eventually? Yeah. In a okay, few pages. Yeah. Okay. But on this, Batman says he can't find Jason, so they're going. They're following up on another lead. They go to Blackgate because the fingerprints are from on the inmate. award for bludgeoning him to death were from an inmate. And what inmate were they from? Oh my gosh! Go ahead, you can say it. Joe Chill. That's nuts. That's cool. That Joe cool. Chill. Yeah, I liked as they entered Blackgate. You got a couple different people. You know what I mean? Yeah, Rupert Thorne and. Yeah. Dr. Phosphorus, I believe, is... Yeah, I think that's... Alexander Satoris. So, very cool. They get over, they get oh, over yeah, to Joe Chill. And then it's funny, Batman's struggling. He remembers the whole event. Joe, she, you know, does the flashback to him as a kid. And then you see him yeah. say, you know who... And he's like, yeah, he, he's stumbling over saying... He's, he starts saying it in Bruce Wayne's voice. Yeah, and then he's like... Before oh, he fucking loses it. I love that. I like the, the the yell. He kicks the gate right in. He says, we need to talk. 
Um, yeah, he kicks a fucking cell door off. I know, psycho. <laughs> um, he's not there. Interesting, the panels, though. It looks like he has a family or something. I'm just, I just, not. I don't think it means anything. It's just weird that they yeah, showed yeah, photos. Yeah, he's got a wife and know? daughter on his wall. Interesting. Well, it, 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 maybe that's a reason to just, why would you kill somebody who had a son? You know what I mean? Things like that. It's just, it's a nice little touch. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll be touched on with the Joe Chill shit if Batman ever actually gets to talk to him. Um, yeah. They moved him. Where is he? He's sick. So we find out that he's got a couple months to live. He's been in, um, he's been in like the Black Gate hospital wing dying. And stage four cancer. Yes, yeah, stage four cancer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he only has two months. That's it. He's got two months. Stage four cancer. He. Let's see. They're trying to figure out how fingerprints got on the murder weapon if he was in the hospital the whole time. Batman kind of does the the old assuming that somebody broke in. They got to go check the security footage because somebody could have broken in, you know, did a copy of the fingerprints off his hand and then used them to plant evidence. So, let's see. Oh, that's when you get hit with the Jason access the back computer. We know his location. Yeah. So, good work, Alfred. Then Jason, Jason's at a pool and he pulls up crowbar. He's at that yeah, Gotham YMCA. City pool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's at that Gotham City Y. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, yep. He whips out the crowbar, which is a nice touch, you know? Yeah, because that's what killed him. Pretty much. Awesome. He just keeps that against his back the entire time he's out? I don't know. Apparently so. It's It makes me know. wonder if it wasn't if it isn't just behind his back from the last time he just, you know, because he just killed the one Joker. Do you think the one Joker, I can't remember, in the three Jokers, did he have a crowbar in his hand? I don't know. You know what I mean? It just makes me wonder if it, you know, the the one Joker walking around with a crowbar all the time, I could see that. Uh, Red Hood walking with one on your back, I don't know. But nonetheless, he pulls one out, breaks the lock. And I like how the chainsaw falls in a smiley face in the Wait. bottom right panel. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I noticed. It's that. like an it's like a noodle nose photo or whatever. You know what I mean? Like a noodle the, making it out of spaghetti or something. It's funny. Yeah, I can see it. Damn, that's a good that's a good touch. So he walks into the pool, and he finds the chemicals. Right. Yeah, the body is the the pool is full of dead bodies. Fucking crazy, and he and does, he takes out. Yeah, he does a test swab. And, it's and the it just burns. And it just yeah. burns. But I like what he says. He says the chemicals have settled now, you know? Like, so the, safe the smell. Yes, yeah, safe enough. I could imagine once. I would think, though, once the pool started moving again and if there was splashing, that would cause a stink, you know, almost like chlorine. Yeah. So that was interesting. So you have yeah. pretty much a guy in the pool. He leaps out, grabs but Jason. Yeah, I, I like where he, he tries and reaches uh, Batgirl. He's trying to raise her on the comms. Wait, let me see. Which panel? Top oh, Batgirl. Yeah, Batgirl. Do you read me? Yeah, because he doesn't think... He doesn't... I don't... I When I read that, my assumption is Jason doesn't think what he did made Batgirl so traumatized. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't... He's like, I'm still on the mission. I'm still trying to figure yeah. this out. Like, he... Where Batgirl's like, this guy's a psycho. He's a criminal now. You know what I mean? So it's it's interesting. Yeah. Um, dude, got, uh, one yeah. of the... One of the... These so... Are we going to call him, like, Knock off Joker zombies. Yeah, yeah. These these right. joke. Yeah, these guys. Yeah, they're jo- they're, they're they're attempted jokers, aren't attempted, they? Yeah, like they tried attempt- to create a new joker. Mm-hmm. Attempted yeah. jokers and like grab his leg, 
kicks him in the face, pulls out the gun. Somebody puts the... Was it like a... Are we just going to say he hit him with the chlorine or whatever? The the chloroform over the rag? Like, is that uh, what he did to him? I don't know. They just... It, you can't really see, but they both just grab him and drag I'm gonna, him back. Listen, I'm going to assume, because I do not think that two Jokers could take Red Hood, like, in a, you know... I'm going to assume that their gloves are always dipped in chloroform. <laughs> you know, and that, that would be a fucking dope little touch. <laughs> um... So, they grab him, and they say, yes, he will be perfect. And I was like, oh, no, it's going to be him, dude. Like, they're going to try to do him. That's nuts. Yeah. Man, this poor kid, dude. He had to, he's been broken so many times, I feel like. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jason Todd, petty thief, right? Um, you should you have been. Break out on those easy. Come on. I know, man. But they, you know what they did to him? They they pulled him. Yo, Sean, do you know your webcam shut off? Just so you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It'll be back um, in a second. Uh, they did the old James Bond, Daniel Craig, Casino Royale. Tie him to the chair. All they had to do was hit him in the nuts a couple times. Um, so they pretty much say that should have been cuffed, should have been arrested, but then Batman took him in. So it's kind of like a, it's like a double standard. You know, Batman arrests, or Batman gets justice for people who are criminals, but he saw something in Jason, so that gives an excuse to exonerate his criminal activity prior to, you know, being a Robin. He made him the second Robin, he was reborn, and then, after your death, you were reborn again. That's, you know, in reference to the Jokers kicking the living shit out of him. Um, let's see what goes on. So... This is now, this is where he says it hurts when I laugh, the Joker. Um, yeah. It's funny, he says, but things happen in threes. Yep. Um, yep. Which is, which is, yeah, which is interesting. And they have lost one, so I would assume that Jason Todd would you know, complete the set, which is pretty cool. They wouldn't already be trying to, you know, make another Joker when they had three. So I'm guessing the oldest one is about ready to go. So they might oh. need to make they might need to make another one. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So it's like they were actually planning for the death of the oldest one. That's what that Maybe. was. Yeah. That, I don't think they were trying to go for a fourth one. Yeah, right. No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, he starts, oh, and then Joker just busts out laughing. Um, as soon as I get free, you're next. You know, the Joker starts bust out laughing like, and he's, what the hell's wrong with you? He says, I'll let you in on about the Joker. Oh, interesting. This is going to answer your question, Crave. I think all Jokers hurt when they laugh, you know, because it says about the Joker, not me as the Joker, you know? Yeah, no, I had, it wasn't yeah. me that was questioning that. Oh, oh, well, I No, it was me that questioned Oh, oh, okay, there you go. Um, so, yeah, I definitely, uh, I think it's the Joker, you know? Um, yeah. So, he then Jason hits him with the, so you're the real Joker, and then the Joker hits him with the bullshit answer. Who, what? What does he say? Who is the Joker really? You know what I mean? It's funny. He's like a non-alias. You know what I mean? It could be. It's 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 crazy. Um. So then he pulls out the red hood helmet and he puts it yeah, on. Yeah, they put the helmet got, back on and it's got a smile painted on it. The dopest. That is the dopest helmet. Now I need one of those for like Halloween. Sick. I'm gonna fucking paint up a red hood. Um. You know what I like about Red Hood's mask? Uh, I don't. Does Red Hood's mask? Uh, if anybody can answer, display his, the ex is 
does it display expression on his face or is it solid metal like iron man where you don't really see any movement because it looks like there's it's, it's it's supposed to be solid but some artists do draw a mouth on it to try and give some expression okay so i like this it's, they've really expressed it they've really got it in a demonic sense right here so they put the mask on him <clears throat> and then they tried to what's going on here i forget they they the two jokers are babbling about something um uh, who is the joker yes. we found that the judge a serial killer surgeon all predictable and uninspiring so they're trying to find the next yeah they're trying to find the next joker yeah, that's that's good. like who's gonna be the evolution of the joker like we're gonna positively evolve this character which is very interesting it's almost like fourth wall for the jokers are almost like fourth walling themselves in some sense which is really yeah. cool yeah um Jason Todd has been front and center. They started issue one off with him. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, that's funny. And they've really been playing with his emotions too, which is and really getting to the root of a lot of things, um, or at least digging up dirt, digging up old dirt. Um, I think this is giving Jason something he's never really had, which is a great story for him. Yes, I do. I think so too. And I'm when I'm, like that girl had the Killing Joke, which was a tremendous story. She's had all these acclaimed runs over the years. Jason kind of been died the in a, son, the forgotten when son Jason died thing. in um, death, of uh, death and family. Yeah, it, it wasn't the best story ever. It was mediocre. Right. They got a sales boost from killing him well, when he came uh, back into the Red Hood. I think that was isn't that because like I'm not I'm just saying I remember like there was right before the death in the family issue. They actually had an ask anything. Or whatever and the most requested thing was like fucking kill jason todd and get rid of him the people hate him type shit i feel bad for the character yeah, yeah. yeah because it was pretty much like that and like it it, it almost they, makes it like there's a reason why death in the family wasn't that good because it was getting rid of a character nobody liked anyway it was just to get rid of old well, baggage to, to be fair i think the first three issues of it were fine it was a good enough story but um they held a competition where you could call in and vote on whether jason lives or dies that was it that was it yeah and it was i think it and was like wasn't it like not unanimous but pretty much it was like yeah get rid of him i think a it lot was people. yeah a lot of people voted for him to change um the status quo. sorry they voted to change the status quo yeah, right yeah right. but yeah. then it came it came out a few years later that uh thousands of the calls came from one guy yeah, he just oh, kept calling it. Me, dude. That's yeah, so fucked up. If you Yeah, if you discount his votes, Jason Todd would have been allowed to live. <sighs> dude, that's so manipulative. But that's it like our was fucking... the last issue where Jason died that it sort of went a bit shit because Joker became like this UN representative for Iran or Iraq. And oh, he was like that's... in the UN wearing like one of the headscarves, and it was just it was so 60s weird yeah, that sounds 60s weird <laughs> so and it came out in the 80s so it was weird having like some crazy yeah it was weird <laughs> but yeah then he came back in under the red hood and that was fine but it wasn't it isn't a classic batman story that you recommend for quality right and, um, and he's never really had his iconic story that you would recommend to a jason todd fan i truly think he's getting it right here you know i think it's it's turning yeah, this out is, really digging him a this lot. is jeff john's trying to give red guy, Hood his yeah, own guy something you know classic story so pretty much the jokers <laughs> say that why you know it's really weird that you called yourself the red hood after what we did and i love jason because it's not it's just 
for me, I'm like, yeah, that was already brought, that was brought up in the last one. And then he says, come on, is every one of you copycats going to say the same thing? You know, I think it's funny. Like, oh yeah. my God, that, that he even said it's that. A joke. It's a joke, you know, that's nuts. Um, a joke. Uh, we left you with brain damage and permanent nerve pain, you know? And then he, he hits him with the you and me boy or more alike than you'd care to admit, which is kind of, it's interesting. Uh, you know, I think villains are, you know, and they say that Jason hates Bruce more than anyone. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't even hate the Joker. You know, like, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, more right. like it, it's like, it's, it's more Batman yeah. than it is the Joker. Cause he never, you know? Yeah. Well, he hates Joker, not as much as no, that's Batman. what I'm saying. It's like, it's, but it's not his, the, even what the Joker did isn't even enough to hate the Joker more than the bat, yeah, which bat. is amazing. That's like some. That's some deep-rooted emotional stubbornness. Like, you know, he doesn't understand, too, because he was just a kid, and he wasn't there with Batman and all them, so he really doesn't know the lengths people went to try to find him, you know? And it and Batman, yeah. being the type of person he is, never really expressed, you know, like, the like true expression for it and had a talk with him. Um, but yeah, then they tell Jason he's not bright enough. Uh, the comedian, no, not the comedian, the criminal tells jo uh, Jason that he's not bright enough to be the next Joker. And then the comedian starts beating him with the crowbar head. again. Yep. And then it goes red. And I like that last bit. The criminal was saying, we hoped it'd be you. It's poetic, but unfortunately it's not in the cards. But, but then, that's, why, that's why they're going to beat him, right? They're going to beat him till it, till he potential done. Is that what Well, I think the, the criminal doesn't want anything to do with Jason anymore. He's like, we had hopes for you, but it's not in the cards anymore. No, no, but no. Then, he says to rise up yeah, and prove uh, us wrong. Options right now. He says, I'm, st yeah, I'm still rooting for you, kiddo. Yeah, but that's the comedian saying that, not gotcha. the criminal. Gotcha. The criminal was the one who put his he hat said, on and was like, yeah, right. we're done with you. We're done. We're done here. Yeah. That's... But the, the comedian's still rooting for Jason. So who do you think he's going to go to next? I don't know. It's very interesting. They got Batgirl and they got Batman. Do you think? Yeah, well, they do. Yeah. Batman would make the ultimate Joker. We've seen the Batman who laughs. We've seen the Batman who laughs. We don't need more Batman who laughs. Yeah, that's just true. Okay, this so is then let's true. go on to uh, a Jokerized Batgirl. It's going to be Alfred. He's going to get Jokerized. It's going to break Bruce's heart. <laughs> um, so he says, all right, so then Batman then get to, they show up at the pool. Uh, and yeah. Batgirl comes in with this stellar panel of kicking this fucking door in, which was awesome. And then, you know, Batman's like, we could have entered quietly. She says, Jason's here. He didn't. He's like, point taken. <laughs> like, he gets it. Like, Jason just kicks doors in and goes gunslinging. Um, yeah, they get to the pool where all these Jokerized zombies are coming after them. Yep, yep. And one of them says, help, which is interesting. You know? Yeah, and she like, thinks it's she thinks it's Jason. Right. Yeah. But yeah, Joe, uh, they take off the, um, they managed to pull Bruce's belt off. Which? And they activated the call button. Okay, so do you think just pulling the belt off activated the button or or activated the call to call um, and hit something? I just saw the light flashing and that's how they knew. Yeah. yeah. They activated yeah, then the Batmobile crashes through the wall, <laughs> takes most of them out. That's nuts. Batman kind of dips Barbara out of the way, you know, like, uh, like jumps, lunges, gets her out of there. Yeah. Of course, Batman yeah, saying we can still save some of them. We can save Jason, you know, and then that's where the guy says save. And then they think that that's Jason. But it wasn't. Yeah. And on the next panel, they see 
a door with oops written on it and a little smiley face and they walk in and Jason's just there beaten half to death. Yeah, once again in that like manic state of just like getting yeah. your ass beat. Um and you can tell in that moment where Bruce is like, Are you alright? You can tell how much Jason hates him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah, you can clearly it's 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 fucked. I hope they do get their resolution in some sense, you know, these two characters would be nice. Yeah, but basically Barbara tries to encompass him and says she's gonna get him someplace safe. Right. And then it cuts to Jason sleeping in her apartment. Yeah. And this is the same apartment from Killing Joke. Yeah, which is dope. Um, yeah, the living room's got the same design. There's the glass table. So pretty much Batman has a conversation with Barbara saying, like, I got to keep going and you need to keep going. Jason's safe. We need to move on. He's fine here. Which is once again kind of hitting at those points where, like, Barbara's like, she can kind of see, like, the coldness of Bruce, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's just moving on because we got to save Gotham. That's more important, you know. So Jason wakes up, and uh, the first thing he sees is the wheelchair that she still keeps, you know, which I thought was interesting. And yeah. all the physical and therapy notes, all the... Yeah, all her appointments, all the calendar dates, Nuts. her books, everything. Um, then Barbara walks back in. She sees that Jason had been looking at the book, you know, which is... I wonder if she thought that that was a step in the right direction, you know? But anyway, Jason walks out of the shower and uh, they have the conversation about why do you keep the stuff, you know? Like, why do you keep the things that remind you of whatever? And then she says, because... What did she say? It's because she had a family... She had a a group of people who kept her going, right? And got Yeah, he said, it. doesn't it hurt to look at all these reminders? She says it used to, but I healed. So now I look at them and I only see the positive. Yeah, that's sick. And then and she says that we look. She's and then he says, "I didn't have any of that, right?" I yeah, and she that. she gives him some comforting speech, and he was like, "No one's ever said that to me before." Yep, and, then and pull the old. This was kissy. a controversial moment that got a lot of backlash online. I don't mind really? it. I don't mind it. I'm cool with it. I think. Well, I've seen people on Reddit. Reddit. I think. Oh, I can definitely see people bitching about it. I'm just saying, I don't mind it. I think it's like. Um, I think they both went through some traumatizing shit. I think a kiss is, you know, I think it's fine. But I can totally see a bunch of bitches whining about it. Nah, I don't say it like that. What, what, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'll have to correct myself. Um, so, let's see. Yeah, he's basically just saying, like, that's the person who's felt like someone's cared about him. Yeah, which is interesting. But you know what hurts about this scene is how she says it was like is uh, uh, that was a mistake. And then I just feel bad for Jason. He's just kind of left like, yeah, okay. Like cuz she's like we just need to get back out there. You know? And I just like, damn. That kind of just hurts like it almost feels like a little cold shoulder or like once yeah. again you're a mistake, you know, or that, you know, that was a mistake which inclines yeah. you're a mistake, you know. Just seems like he feels bad about it cuz he just hits the yeah, okay. Um and then it cuts to Batman in his, the Batcave with all the suits. And I always dig that. We've got one of each Joker on screen. We've got the criminal. Wow. What is the picture on the right from? Because the middle one's like the Killing Joke-esque thing. But it's like, why does he have a picture of Joker cutting? Oh, don't you think Joker would have sent that to him in the mail? Like, you know what True, I mean? yeah. You know? Yeah. He's that kind of weird. <laughs> He's that kind of evil. 
but yeah, he he's got a, a folder of missing criminals that he's looking at to try and find the criminal. He's got a folder of missing clowns, <laughs> missing clowns, yeah. And then you see him looking at the comedian as well. He doesn't have yeah, a folder of missing comedians. No. <laughs> Yeah, that's but funny. He what I find interesting is the way he pieces together Alaska, it being cold, Joe yeah. Chill. Yeah, that's quite detective. Sorry? If there's something more to, I mean, is it just, oh, Alaska, cold, Joe Chill? That's what it seems to be because he looks at the globe and has Alaska, and for Little Cash Box says it's chilly out here. And then yeah. it's Joe stealing Joe Chill. And then you get it, chill. Yeah. It's chilly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're driving in but that cool have van. The comedian has Joe Chill strapped to a chair, and it's like it's time for you to confess. Why did you really kill Thomas and Martha Wayne? I love the panel too on that last that last page. That's like my I love the Killing Joke, like the camera shot. You know, I just think it's mm-hmm. cool. So once yeah, again, it is. Know, yeah, it's it it's is like it is like, similar to the Killing the Killing Joke yeah, cover. It's like it's like the throw. Yeah, it's like his little homage which is really neat. Um, and this time he's got a camcorder, you know? So yeah, very cool. I dig it still. I, I think it's yeah. really, I think Does it's really anyone really have any theories. Yeah. What kind of revelation could he have that would just break Batman even more? I am expecting the criminal to be Jack Napier. Okay. From Batman 1989. And oh. he's going to be the one who ordered Joe chill to kill the Waynes. Okay. I've been okay. like real into like the uh, curse of the you know the White Knight, Sean Murphy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'd you know try and tread on the same path. No, because it's a little too. It would be. Yeah. It, it's too new, you know. If but, one of them's Jack Napier, because he had a list of missing criminals. Whether it's Jack Napier or just, I don't. I feel like they got to use Jack Napier. Yeah, it, it's it the one be- identity the Joker actually has. Yeah, and we're gonna say that Jack Napier is—he's the mobster, right? The That's what, yeah, yeah, like he's yeah, the he, one in the missing criminal, the missing criminals folder. Yeah, I, I think that I think that then we're, gonna, sense. then we're gonna have a clown and a comedian, and we might get names for them, and then it's gonna end with a new joke being made. And I just—I wonder. I don't know. You know. I wonder. Do you think that they're gonna turn Joe Chill into a Joker? He's too old, and and he's got the he's got the cancer. So I don't yeah. know. Now that being said, I don't know what the toxin can do to you. You know, I don't know if it'll end up curing your cancer. Weirdly enough, but Just yeah, I, 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 I. Well, did any of you see any of this coming? Did any of you have? Well, did you make any predictions about? This I, I was expecting another joke to die this issue. Okay, yeah. me too. Me too. I would have thought that it was one by one till the end. You know, yeah. sure. Um, but it didn't happen. And it's interesting. Yes, we got, we got two in the end. first issue, all the other things that the Joker was doing, the other people he was killing, and I think yeah. we, had, we had talked about uh, political mobster connections. I think yeah. on the TV. And um, as for the next one, I really. I I have no clue. I mean, we're gonna get the confession, which is actually really nice. I'm down to get the confession. That's uh, I've been kind of waiting for a reason because you know didn't we yeah. just think it was a random act of violence this whole time? Isn't that the basis? That That's what a, we've been told. Yeah, that it's a random act of violence. So uh, I'd be interested to see if um, you know what happens. And we'll see. I wonder if um, I wonder if the other two are going to die or if it's going to be 
three, you know? Like, I, you know, I just, I don't see Batman killing him, you know? Like, no, I, but Jason, I think they've got to, they I feel to like they've got to clean the slate yeah, and yeah, they've got to reintroduce the new Joker. Right, and I get that. I just, how do we get rid of the two? Do they do they end up offing themselves, actually, like, through just, you know, just... I, I could imagine one of them doing that. Yeah, you know? It's, so, I'm interested. It's, it's just a monthly, right? Or is it in a couple weeks? Yeah. Um, I can have a look, but yeah, it is monthly, but three weeks. Damn. Yeah, it was definitely solid. Oh, you know what? Doesn't it end on like Halloween? Isn't that when it is? Like October twenty seventh. Yeah, that's when. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that's neat. Damn. It's almost like a. It's almost like a four. It's like four weeks, you know, like not a little less than the month. It's cool. Um. Hmm. So. Based on the cover and variant cover for next one, it looks like this is focusing on the comedian. Because all the variant covers are for the comedian. So it looks like he is the one from Scott Snyder's run as well, based on this image. I'm just sending to the chat now. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is from Endgame, isn't it? In Scott Snyder. Has anyone here read Scott Snyder's run? Nope. No, I have not. Okay. Oh shit! So I think the side of his face. I can't really remember, but he had like the short back and sides hair, so I'm pretty sure that's from the Scott Snyder run. But I'm not too sure. Not the Jared Leto. Jared. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. I'm so that means hurt you real bad. <laughs> Don't remind me of that. I just did. Oh no. <sighs> But then that means if all the covers have the same Joker on, like that one has all the comedian ones, that means issue two has all the clown ones on, all the criminal ones on. That means that the criminal was the one who killed Jason Todd. There's got to be a Jason Todd yeah. variant because they did a Batman, they did a Batgirl yeah, for this that's... one, so there's got to be a Jason Todd one. Uh, Jason Todd is issue three, yeah. But yeah, it's weird because I don't know which variant relates to which Joker, but yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, it was good, and I can't wait to uh, till it concludes. Yeah. Let's see. What's next? I think this is where I'm going to jump off. Two and a half right. hours in. <laughs> Buddy, it's crazy. I don't have the stamina for it, man. No, I hear you. We're going to find a way to, we're going to find a way to like belly it out a little bit, you yeah. know, uh, through as we keep going. We're, we're, we're going to... Out. Yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. totally fine. It was nice having you, Crave. Thank you. Yeah, nice seeing you, mate. Yeah. See you guys. See right, you later. later. So, um, let's see. Uh, we have yeah. Uh, only other Axe Swords. What else did you? Yeah. What else have you read? Tabs. We'll, we'll... I was gonna say uh, Joker War Zone, the Axe Swords, X Factor, and Mercy. Those oh, are my shit. only ones. Oh yeah. All right, Joker War Zone. Um, yep. let me bring yeah, it my up. Co- my copy is in my sorted pile. I don't know where it is now. <laughs> <laughs> I have everything else. I just don't know where that one is. It's buried somewhere over there. All right, let's. Uh, so, Joker Warzone is a one shot, and we'll start with the first story, which is a serious house written by James Tynan the Fourth, and art by Gillen March. Yeah, so it starts off with um, uh, Arkham Asylum on a dark, stormy night. Yeah. 
if we try and get through this one a bit quicker than three jokers because totally. that took totally <laughs> so you have bane pretty much strapped to the machine sucking out his yeah yeah what his what's venom. yeah his venom that's it yeah sucking yeah. out his venom and uh he pretty much looks like he's crucified which is dope um you get a little victor's ass panel too which is cool which is you know i can always dig that oh yeah you see his arms hanging out yeah uh there's my copy um yeah i this first story is basically a retrospective on tom king's run yeah i, got, I pretty much got that i didn't read it but i like i didn't read the tom king yeah. but i got that yeah yeah because i read the tom king run i really appreciated this issue where i was like really you just killed alfred Right. And you didn't even do it in front of them. Yeah, which is dope. Uh, do you yeah. think? Do you think Tom King is salty about the tine and slap there, or no? I don't think so. Yeah, Tom, it not. wasn't Tom King's choice to kill Alfred. It was good. DC editorial. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, you know, it's nothing personal. We're just writing here, writing, writing a good story. Yeah, no, I, as far as I'm aware, they've got a good report. I haven't had anyone. Yeah, I haven't had anything otherwise. So yeah, it, like you said, uh, we don't. I'm, I mean, the way sometimes we can review these two, where it's just like you know, it's cool because it sets up a future, you know, for the story that they're they're going over. But it is just the yeah. Joker yelling at Bane, saying you pissed it all away. You had the opportunity. Yeah. You had Gotham. You fucked up. You killed Alfred with in front of a Robin. You killed the last parental figure he has in front of a fucking kid. Yep, and um, you don't put him on the damn. You don't put him on the damn phone so he can listen to you. <laughs> And the whole time Bane is, oh, and of course, you know, he tells him he's an ugly son of a bee and he puts the mask on and now he's like, you're an ugly son of a bee with a mask, which is, it was definitely good dialogue throughout it as he was talking about it. Um, and as he walks off after he, you know, after he says he's promises, the, the, the way he leaves this conversation is that he's, doesn't he make him a promise that he's going to pay for what he did, right? That like you, you have stolen from me you know <laughs> like all the things i wanted so he's like keep yeah. the mask he does the whole like i'm gonna get my revenge you don't know when it'll be you don't know what it'll be but it will happen sooner or later and people <laughs> i love dude this honestly tynan's really good at writing as if it was a natural thing where like i i could see myself saying shit like this where he's like he's like keep the mask people might actually mistake you for something scary. yeah i really like, like that like damn dude that's a heavy fucking hit bro so it, and it, this it, this story is being continued in 2021. Yeah, which is awesome. That's what I thought. Yeah, a house yeah. of secrets, right? So a serious house. I'm sorry, a, a serious, serious house. house. That's yeah. the name of the story. Yeah, yeah. Then it says to be continued in 2021. So we're getting some Bane next year. Very cool. Very. Cool. And I wonder if it's going to address Alfred coming back. Maybe. That would be interesting. I don't Just, know what's going to happen. Do you think the Joker's so fucking stubborn that he would find a way to bring this character back just so he could kill him in front of the bat? Like, do you think the Joker would yes. go to the lengths to do it? I think he might, yeah. Yes. I think he would go to those yeah. lengths to just off the Joker. And, uh, or but I don't know if it's just... It might just be recapping what happened to Alfred just so when they bring okay. it back next year, it's fresh people's heads. It might not have anything to do with Joker and Bane. It might be an Alfred story. That'd be interesting. Just we don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this as a retrospective on Tom King's run. Definitely, it was good. And for somebody who had only heard whispers of his run in the city of Bane, I totally knew what it was about, you know, and heard that he killed Alfred, things like that, you know, I, it was definitely good. And yeah, it, it wasn't Tom King's choice to kill Alfred. He had a fake out. He wanted it to be Clayface that faked oh, Alfred's death for him. I always like that but then, but then the issue got the sales boost from, oh, Alfred died. So DC were like, oh, yeah, keep keep him dead. So Tom King has to like rewrite That's the end of his like run no of Alfred good. dead. That's and no good. No, nah, they Clayface fucked him over big time. Dope. Clayface would have been dope. That would have been sick. I'm always a fan of Clayface yeah. showing up and being like, you're like, 
What the fuck, dude? The, you need uh, to uh, you need to read Tynan's Detective Comics run because Clayface is a good guy in it. He's part of the team. I've heard I've heard that run before. Yeah. I heard it delves pretty good into the Bat Family, right? Like, doesn't yeah? Tynan's it's run? it's it's a yeah. Bat Family book. Yeah, and that's sick. Clayface is on the team. He's a good guy. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's so it's such a good run. Yeah, yeah, I'd like that. You definitely, definitely need to read that at some point. Um. Okay. Second story. Family yeah, so ties. The next. Yeah, family ties written by John Ridley and art by Olivier Olivia. Coipel. So Olivier, pretty much, I don't know. We have. Can I just ask? A lot huh? of people are making a big deal about John Ridley writing a Batman series. Why is that? Who, I'm not familiar. I, I'm not familiar with him either. That's what mm. I was going to ask. Oh, me, ni- me neither. So no, because he he was uh, he got a lot of buzz when it was announced he was doing Secret Universe of the DCU, which is a black label book. Okay. People were like, "Oh shit, John Ridley's writing a DC history book." And then people were freaking out when he did a Batman book, and I don't know who he is. Oh, I'm, I'm he's um, he's the one that did Twelve Years a Slave. If I'm uh, assuming okay. this is the right one, interesting. Um, but it looks like it is because it's uh, yeah, he's a playwright. He's done novels. He's done some graphic novels. So I am assuming this is who it is. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, he was he was the writer for Twelve Years a Slave. He's also written some Wild Storm stuff in the past. Interesting. Okay, fair enough then. Okay, so, this... so he he he's got a good um, track record in terms of his his quality of writing. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder why they're salty. Hmm. We'll no, I don't think they're salty. Oh, I think he was just. It was just getting a lot of buzz that John Ridley's writing a Batman oh, comic. It was good and I just didn't then. know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Isn't yeah, yeah. it sad that's the first place you go when you hear, oh, there was a lot of buzz about it? It's yeah, like, oh, what's, that, what's, oh, everybody, yeah. what's everybody pissed off about isn't, now? Yeah, isn't like everything bad press nowadays? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like, there's like no such thing as good press. It's crazy. I mean, <laughs> so, Rick so... Moranis, Rick Moranis got punched in the fucking head. Oh, you know, I know. <laughs> the fuck, that's crazy. Dude, dude <laughs> comes back out of the fucking depths of, you know, Canada. After raising his kids, <laughs> goes to what New York gets punched in the head. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, okay, so, so I'm I'm assuming that um this is Lucius. He he was infected yeah. with the toxin during yeah. Joker War from Punchline. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm gathering. Right yeah. And and obviously arguing over what to do with the money, give it back, or it's ours now, kind of thing with his family. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So everybody seems to be that different. Luke, Luke Fox is the one in blue. He's Batman. I was going to say, which uh, which Batman character? So this is this ties back into um, Catwoman 25, then. Yeah, this follows yeah, this on the where they got the money. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yep, this is, yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, so... I, like, I like how they did that. Yeah, so Lucius Fox is one of the executives at Wayne Tech, and then his son yep. Luke Fox has his own billion-dollar company, and he's Batwing, who's basically a Iron Man bat. Yeah, it's pretty hybrid. sweet. Pretty sweet suit. Um, if he's got his own billion-dollar company, why do they want Bruce Wayne's money? Why do they want even more fucking money? You know why? Because it's <laughs> well, probably no, that's, that's to go back to Bruce. No, no, like, it's just, they're saying, so like in this comic, I'll just set the scene real quick. So pretty much you have Lucius struggling with the toxin getting out of his body. It still kind of seems like it's in his body slightly, like he seems a little deranged. He he, he, walk, yeah. he walks, yeah. uh, he, he goes to go downstairs and he hears all of his family arguing about where the money should go, how should it be. You have some of them saying that the money should go back to Bruce Wayne and he can divvy it up the way he 
It's his money, so he can do with it and do right yeah. by it. You have others saying, no, 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 Catwoman just gave us the money just to do right right now. We can just do right. Let's just do it, you know? Let's use this money to, and do it our way. And um, I think what what uh, Tabs is saying is why didn't if if uh, Luke if he's if he's a billion dollar company he can just use his money to make the world right right you know why does he need Batman yeah, money it, to do this I've just gone back to the Catwoman issue and she said um, most of that money is to cover Wayne Enterprises valuation before the theft oh, and then okay. the other, the rest of the money is to be distributed to Gotham's low income population interesting so so most of the money came from she stole it back from the people who stole it from Bruce and then the rest of it she stole from Penguin and Thamlot. Yep. You have Luke he's getting like a message on his little beeper saying, you know, something's coming fast. So he's like, everybody get down a giant car, you know, drive an R V or whatever, Humvee or you know, fucking drives right through the wall. You got all these clowns. Look pretty sick. Axes, picks and shit, swords. Um all right, and then he turns into the bat what was it called? Batwing? Batwing, yeah. Yeah, it's a cool suit. Um, it's uh, pretty badass, but I can't... So pretty much Luke Fox, he doesn't have the Batman training, though. Every martial arts. Like, Batman's learned every martial arts. No, he's he's just Earth. Iron Man, basically. Yeah, he's just... Yeah, okay. Yeah, because, like, Captain... <laughs> that's funny, because if Captain America and Iron Man were to fight, like, Iron Man doesn't know how to fight. You know what I mean? Like, Captain America knows just combat out the ass, so... Yeah, he's steel... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's just, he's yeah, bat he's just steel. yeah, he's just bad steel, yeah. Um, so as they're going, uh, Lucia, while Batwing's fighting, Lucius grabs a gun and he's like still contemplating, like we we have uh, to change this, you know what's going on. And um, I liked this one Joker that I think he gets popped on the next panel. He's the first guy to get popped by Lucius, right? And he kind of looks yeah. like that Heath Ledger. He's got that Heath Ledger uh, vibe. I, yeah. don't wanna... I was thinking that as well. Yeah, so, I thought that too with that mask. Now, I'm assuming that Lucius doesn't know his son is Batwing. I don't or am know. I wrong? I, think I got that vibe as well. I don't really know, great. but I... Okay, because I see him pointing the gun and telling him to leave. Yeah. But he says, I know who who you are. I designed the suit. Yeah. So Does he that... think he's Batman? Because he's still tripping balls on... I, I don't know. I think know. he's still slightly like disillusioned, you know, through yeah. it all. Well, I mean, and you see his his eyes are discolored are through the whole like, thing. Yeah, they're like jaundiced out, you know. Yeah, like, they're yeah. they're orange, and he's always smiling. Yeah, because later later on, though, like he's back with Luke, and he doesn't seem phased at all. So I'm wondering, does he think it's still Batman? Is he switch? Yeah, is, while he's or, tripping balls on Joker. Yeah, is it, or yeah, or is it kind of coming in and out? You know, where like he's having like almost like episodes, like throughout like the scenes. Yeah. He seems like some scenes he's doing the weird smile, and then the other ones seems normal. So he comes out guns blazing, takes him out, tells the Batwing to leave. Batwing leaves, which is dope because he's got the wings, which is pretty awesome. Um, we're just very Batman Beyond. It reminded me of. Um, and then Shway. <laughs> he um. Oh, the police pull up and they're like, "Yo, hands up, freak!" And he's like, "I'm not." the joker you know lucius i yeah. can see how that would mess his head up even more as he's getting gun pointed at him assuming he's the joker um or then you know. luke runs out and he's like don't shoot my father i'm the one who called you yeah yeah and then you see yeah and then you see and, the cops like oh geez and because like with that panel i was like oh what are they going with this one right are, are they going like very very social commentary and i'm like okay they they, they dialed it back and maybe 
alluded to something like that, but then by saying he's like, you know, immediately apologizing, saying, you know, um, you know, you, you, you look like one of them more or less, right. You know, he, he gets cut off by, by the partners with dealing with all the clowns and everything on the street. So I, I thought that was kind of like an interesting little rope that was walked with these couple panels. And yeah. I think he did a very, very good job on it. Yeah. With, without so. going too yeah. far. Like he, he went as far as he could without saying anything, but then, but immediately kept it within context of the story. Yeah. Totally. Where it, it was just enough to put you on edge. Like what's going to happen? Cause you know, there's dead clowns everywhere and there's a man with a gun on the sidewalk. Yep. Definitely. So. And, and, I'm wondering what's going to happen to Lucius. Like, as he's he's obviously still has to come off the drugs or something, you know. So it ends with yeah. it ends with the well, family saying like, "We need to do better," you know. Yeah, and John Ridley has an upcoming Batman miniseries with art by Nick Darrington. I oh, don't know if it's cool. been solicited yet or it might have just been announced. Right, if it's if it's the kind, of, what are you assuming like a continuation of the story in some sense? Like, um, I don't know. But they mentioned at the end, the last thing said is it's time for Tim to come home. Yeah, so yeah. So I wonder if yeah. Tim Fox is a character. I don't know. That's definitely interesting. Damn. Well, yeah. It, yeah. It, we'll see. We'll, we'll um, see who Tim is. Yeah. Yeah, Tim Fox is a character. Let's see who it is. Um, he hasn't shown up after Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm-hmm. So. So he's been gone, and now he's assumingly he'll be back. Interesting. Oh, his last appearance was, yeah, DC Retroactive Batman 1970s number one from 2011. So he's really not been in a lot. Mm -hmm. So moving on to the next one, I have to say this was one of my favorite arts because it's very cartoony. I love it. I didn't like the art in this. I knew knew it. I'm, I'm I'm with Sean on this one. So, yes, uh, this is I love this is the symbol written by Joshua Williamson and art by David Lafuente. Well, you know what? Let's say you don't think it fit like the funny style of the comic itself. Like it, they've been setting up Steph and Cass becoming Batgirl again since okay. 2016, and to have the big moment be in like super cartoony art. Oh, okay. So I don't know any of that. I just saw, yeah. like yeah, I just. Yeah. I have to say, like, though, like, I, if story... if if it didn't have that big moment at the end, I would be fine having this story have the fun art. Yeah, but it's just, just when of... you've got the, when you've got a heavy moment at the end. Yeah, it did. The art just didn't fit that moment. It definitely did. Um, okay, so let's go through it then. Pretty much, there's a guy named Henchmaster who goes around and he proves you worthy to hang out with the Joker, right? To work for the Joker. Yeah, you got to like beat him to become part of Joker's group or whatever. Or you Is have to right? like, or you have to, or, or you have to do something crazy. Like he's going to send you on a mission and you have to accomplish it. And like, that's going to be your, you know, um, well, he's, funny. isn't he kind of like the, the hench master for all the bad guys? Cause yes, he's like, yeah, yeah. it's I'm, not just I'm, for the Joker. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's for all of them. He's, he's the guy you go to, to get put into, he's like the, the sorting hat in Harry Potter. I was going to say, he's like the, <laughs> he's like the, uh, the ad agency. Like, exactly. You go to him when you need somebody. Um, so let's run through it real quick then. They, well, it starts off with like a, it starts off right away with, um, 
him going over all that shit, and then all of a sudden the girls come through on their bike, vroom, vroom, and they, they're like... And they stop fighting him. And they're like, pause. Let's go back an hour. So they go back an hour, and they're just eating like... What are they, eat, what are they eating? Enchiladas or some shit? Um, yeah, it looks uh, like enchiladas. Something like that. Em, uh, empadilla. Uh, okay. Yeah, empadilla. Uh, empadilla. <laughs> it sounded really delicious. It did. It so. did. And anything out of a food truck's usually dope, so... You know. Oh, it's a um, uh, it's like um, uh, Jamaica. They call them or the Ooh, Caribbean. I know what you're talking about. Yachty patties. Yeah, I think they're yeah, they're just uh, like spiced meat inside yep. of uh, it's a it, rolled dough. Yeah, very oh, basic. Okay. It's a very basic like dough wrap thing. It's really, it's they're really good actually. Um, but nonetheless, they're eating and they're talking about what do they? They mentioned that the bat signal has been destroyed, but That's it. Steph's dad had a spare one, or had an old one in his storage locker. And they're like, well, fuck it, right? We're going to go get it. Yeah, they're like, yeah. The, the city needs a symbol, more or less, so they, they want to get it back and, to and give they people yeah. hope. They also, I don't know if it was mentioned in that panel, but they also mentioned how, like, one of them isn't a fan of Batman. Like, even if I'm not a fan of Batman, the symbol in the sky means something. Like, one of them says it. Uh, I, I think it's that's orphan, probably right? Steph. Yeah. Oh. We both said different people. No, I I think it's the purple one. I believe so. Yes, Here, I'm not okay. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know I'm, I'm I had my own issues. Yeah, I I know I had my own issues with uh the Batman over the years. I think it's the stuff. It's the spoiler, right? That was yeah. the name. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they come in, guns blazing. Uh, they go in. Uh, and then I love it because Henchmaster calls him out immediately and was like, "Well." Orphan knows every combat, and then they're like, "Steph's just a tech, you know. She just got her tech." Yeah, no spoilers ball. all tech, no bites. Yeah, I like that. That's that's a good way of putting it. So pretty. Yes, yeah, Ste- uh, Cassandra Kane is the most skilled martial artist on the planet. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, She's been raised to be an assassin since birth. So Orphan takes on all the enemies, while Spoiler goes to the the, the locker, the storage unit. Um, Henchman follows Spoiler. After and this is quick too. Um, she pretty much has to crack the code into it. She yeah. doesn't know what it is. She tries. She can't figure it out. But all of a sudden, uh, henchmaster or henchmaster's getting too close. An orphan had just finished up knocking all the people out, so she's on her way too. So of course, yeah. Hench- but Steph, Steph just like rolls them over and throws yeah, him through does the door. A, does like a judo, like t- you know, where you're just like use the body yeah. weight against them, and then he just which is funny us. because he said she's all tech, no bite, and then he she yeah. takes him down. Well, yeah, easily with no tech, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so there's the broken bat symbol. They get it and they put it at the. Um, did they? No, say they it? don't. They don't get it. Oh, they don't get it's it. It's broken. It's broken. That was it. So but what do they? They make deciding? themselves a symbol. Yes. Oh, that was it. Yeah, and they're like, no one gave yeah. Batman permission. You know what I mean? So why should they have to ask for permission? Our own symbol. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah and yeah. now they're back as Batgirls. I still like Finally. The I'm just saying I like the art style. I like cartoons. I like it until the last page where it's supposed to be this heavy moment. That. It's just yeah, that overly cartoonish. That is a very... Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah it's the... pretty much mellowing out the whole seriousness of it. You know, yeah. it like, takes away and... all the flame. I, I'm sad Tynan didn't write this story because he was one who was setting them up to come back again oh, in Detective Comics. Yeah, that's yeah, that sucks. He and it's and funny, then, he wrote two stories in this, didn't he? Yeah, he but the not the one, one I was expecting him to. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So 
next one. Let's go into it. Ashes of Eden. Yeah, so Ashes of Eden, written by Sam Johns and art by Laura Bracker. I... Ivy's this was a very straightforward story of yes. Ivy just taking out a load of bad guys. She, yeah, but she's in the garden. She's in the Eden, right? That's where she is. She's in that place. Like that's her. Yeah, aesthetic. the underground. And you have to be naked. Garden to be she in made there. for. You got to yeah. remember, like that's you got to yeah, be yeah. like naked to be in there. Yeah. So all these clowns are like they're there, and Ivy just isn't having it. Strangles, burns them all. Done. All the clowns yeah. are gone. But then there's this lady left. Uh, I think I missed like is that just her new love interest or something or is she just no I think it's one of the Joker girlfriends because she's yeah. got the clown mask on yeah, yeah. And she, she kills her bringing, as well she, yeah she's bringing food back yeah that's right she strangles oh. the shit out of her and yeah. then she yeah. I like I love this so what she ends up saying is things can't be uh, she doesn't end up remaking Eden like she makes it um. She, they call it what is it? They call it like Devil's Ivy, Ivy, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the she burned everything with the fire, took away the old Ivy, and then regrew the Devil, the yeah. yeah the Queen Ivy. Yeah, it ends up being Queen Ivy. Yeah, uh, she liked the other name. So that was and, really cool. So she's pretty much she's got her own fucking plots and plots. Yeah, it looks like she's becoming a villain again because she's been yes. kind of an anti-hero over the last few years. Yes. Yeah, and this one saying continued in twenty twenty one as well. Yeah, so. this is another one that's gonna. I just what's her yeah. who's her beef directed at now? Like, is it? It doesn't seem like it has to be directed. It, direct, it, it it's like hard it to be. keep track of Poison Ivy. She, she flip flops so much yeah. depending on what Dry wants to do. So I'm yeah. interested to find out what she like. Who's got her all pissed? You know, and when this continues, yeah. it'd be interesting to see what happens uh, with everything too, because you know. Um, I heard through the grapevine. Um, I don't know how true it is, um, or specifically which level of DC or um, Warner Brothers, whoever or D- DC. Um, not sure which level it came from, but I heard from my shop owner who used to work there that some people up there weren't too keen on the Ivy um, Harley love things like with it in terms of it becoming canon um so it almost i almost wonder if they're gonna potentially dial it back if she's gonna go more villain potentially and this was from like a while ago so who knows you know somebody gets an idea and it doesn't manifest till like three four years later how do you feel about it sean how do you feel about their love interest I've never really read much of it. It's typically just been in Harley Quinn's own book. That it's well, what been about? A, well, wait a sec. We have read it in Deceased, right? Yeah, it's been in Deceased. It's okay. well executed there, though. Tom I, Taylor I think writes it, was, it well. I, th- yeah. I think it makes yeah. sense for Harley to become uh, interested in women after breaking off from the Joker, only because, I mean, abuse. It's like the same thing in real life. Like, women gets abused until she realizes that she falls in love with another woman because men are fucking, you know what I mean? Like that type of shit. So I kind of make sense. Like the Joker is so fucked up that, yeah, I think I'd become gay too. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I think that's, I definitely think it's, I thought it was appropriate. So I'm down, I'm down for that. And I also, I also think it would make a nice dynamic too, because what if Ivy, she's, she, let's say Ivy pulls a fucking Arkham, a, a night where she just like can envelop the entire fucking city in Ivy. Like you're just like, holy shit. She's got like underground shit going on. And then, um, the only person who can pull her from the edge is Harley, you know, like that would be interesting. Uh, more of a love story or something, you know, something like that. It just depends on the writer. 
Definitely. Yeah, does. Uh, yeah, some, yeah. Definitely some does. seem to uh, some seem to press it more than others. Some are more like like very good friends, and others imply something more. And like I said, I this is just rumblings from from someone at some point, you know, saying uh, they're 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 just not totally on board with it in terms right. of making it canon. So yeah, because I, I guess in deceased, it's not canon, right? In DC, it nice. doesn't have to be right. That's what's interesting about that. Okay. Yeah. So that yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. So even yeah, that, in um in the TV series, you know, they're playing with it, but oh, okay. anyway, yeah, that's interesting. Um, but uh, this is the last one, right? In this run, yeah, yeah. the clown hunt, which is so something clown we hunt written by James Simon Fourth and art by James Stoko. So this is pretty straightforward. The Joker, yeah. I just want to mention yeah, first page that artwork of the city is I love it it's, that must have been it, a nightmare to sit there yeah, I was going to say it's I like... remember a few months ago I saw the wife of the artist I believe post on Twitter that artwork of the city just the R- pencils of it rough sketch yeah cool yeah saying like how hard her husband's been working for his first DC work or something nuts I can't, I can't remember exactly what it was and colors obviously are, I forgot about it. And then, really cool too. I really like like the sunset. Yeah, it, um, it feels slightly Tim Burton-esque. For sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like Gotham's outrageous. Is that what you're saying? Like yeah, Gotham is. Yeah, that's very outrageous. Just, it's so yeah. gothic. It's so big. It's and look, so. And look at like trippy. the big towers, and then look at the slum type shit at the bottom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know that's really good. Yeah. Like I think definitely. some of the faces look a bit wonky, I, I, but like I, the actual I, scenery is. I think. And like the, ne- the next page when you got them like driving motorbikes across the bridge, and you've got the river going underneath it and you've got the buildings the I scenery think, is so gorgeous in this story. I think the faces are wonky but I also think like you know what I can look past it just because yeah. like, it, I just think it's this This is this guy's style and I'm like I'm alright with it. Definitely, yeah. It fits the whole thing as a whole. So. It, it wasn't a complaint it was just me saying. No no but I would agree though they are wonky like they do like the Joker looks yeah. wonky as fuck but I don't you know it's like it's, it's good to point out that it's definitely oh and I have to say if you look at Joker dangling his sandal with one toe I do that all the time like Kung Fu uh <laughs> Kung Fu uh, hustle. So that is like, <laughs> I literally wear sandals all the time and I'm dangling a toe out. I, I don't know why I cross my legs and do that. Um, Kung Fu hustle, baby. Um, so yeah, this is, this is the Joker telling punchline to tell the clowns that you need to go down to the narrows and get this little shit, the clown hunter, you know, you need to take him out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like causing trouble. Yeah, so they're driving down there, and they're like, yo, yo, stop your bikes. Spike strip, nuts. So the, this clown hunter is very Batman. He sets the traps, you know? He's a hunter. I yeah, like he's it. got a lot of traps. He's got. He's very tactical. Yep, so they find, like, pretty much um, the tree of the dead or whatever. You know, like, the clowns are tied to a light a, a, a light pole. And, uh, you know, one of the clowns... Oh, well, let's just make it known, too, just so we know. It was cool. The names of these clowns that were sent after them are Snap, Crackle, Pop... And Big, and Big Ed. Ed. <laughs> I love it. I thought that was so hilarious. Big Ed. It's perfect. So anyway, they go, the, the one clown goes up to um, the light pole to, to investigate and boom, of course it was booby trapped. So I forget, is that Snap who died? Yeah, Snap died. So now all we have is Crackle Pop and Big Ed and Big Ed's like, listen, I'm controlling this shit. Look, right? It wasn't, it wasn't a trap. It was, oh wait, sorry, I was looking at the yeah. wrong bit. Yeah, sorry. It was a little booby yeah, trap, yeah. right? Yeah. So then Big, Big Ed pretty much says, all right, you're listening to me now, buddies. You know, 
So they're making yeah, their way in. Touching stuff. Yes, yeah. Don't touch anything. They make <laughs> their way into the narrows, and I love the like the no clowns go to heaven. You know, that's that's good. Like all dogs go to heaven. That's great. Um. So when they get to the city, they see a bunch of people up in like what they're just surveying, like people in the windows and stuff. They're just watching out. Um. Yeah, they're just like in their apartments hanging out. They find, so the clowns find the truck that had all the Ace Chemical, and they wonder, like, man, if we get this back to the Joker intact, maybe he'll double the price. I'm like, dude, that's wishful thinking. You're an idiot. You're lucky if he doesn't kill he's, you. He's going to kill all of you as soon as you walk yeah, into the yeah, room. You're so fucking stupid. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> what, the clown hunter? Oh, it was a dummy. Yeah, they end up, yeah. like, burning it all, right? They burn the whole fucking thing. They burn it. They just burn it because of the dummy, right? Like they just flame through yeah, the whole thing. Um, it was, um, that was pop. Yeah, that was pop. He just sees it and for whatever reason is compelled to shoot the flamethrower into yeah, a truck burn. full of chemicals. Yep. <laughs> like nothing bad was going to happen. So I think all we're left is Crackle and Big Ed, right? And yep. Big well, Ed's... then one panel later, Crackle goes as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Big Ed has a <laughs> shout out like, come on out or just, you know, fight us. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. He fucking puts a sniper bullet right through his head. Kills Crackle. Big Ed's the only one left. I feel like I saw that coming. Big Ed would be the final yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. So, let's see. They start having the conversation about... Um, well, I know he says something like, we're... Oh, yeah, he's like, yo, go work for the Joker, man. I'm sure he'd give you a job. And like he's like, yeah, I'm sure we'd be best friends. And then he chucks a grenade at him. He bats the grenade at him, which is dope. Um... I like this little clown hunter kid, man. He's got the he's got uh, ambition, you know. So and, yeah, and they still haven't revealed who this who he really is, correct? But in yeah, this one, correct. we get his face, and yeah. by that face, I really do think Sean's right about who it is. Well, who who was your guess? Who it was, Sean? Red X. Yeah, I kind of from think the Teen Titans. I think it's him. Oh yeah, because of the um the he, hair. He's got. Yeah, he's, he's got, got a red X on his, his mask, and, and then he's, he's also got, got a hair. X shaved yep. into his hair. Yeah, so I, I think that I think he's gonna join the Bat family and be Red X. Do you really think that's a shaved into his head, or is it scars on his head? You know, it could I mean? be a scar. Either or. Yeah, I'm thinking scars. I think that's part of his gonna be part of his story. Like he got fucked but up. I right? I'm gonna be honest. He's just gonna be another. A throw, like Thomas. A J- okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Because like like Duke Thomas was big in Scott Snyder's run, and he's just barely been touched since he became well, signal you know and no one shirt. I think let's say he doesn't become let's well do all right. Do we know Red X's real name? Just wondering. No, it was Jason Todd. Huh? It it it, it was. They Jason they hint about, they hinted okay. that it was a they hinted it was a Robin, was a, so everyone's like, okay. okay, it was their version of Redhead. I'm I'm hoping it was, was cancelled before it was actually revealed. Batman ends up having a conversation, you know, like let's say Batman and him finally meet, and the first thing the clown hunter does is because he's pissed off because Batman was unable to save his family and shit because of his, you know, he's gonna try to fight him, and Batman's probably gonna talk him off the ledge type shit, maybe get him back to being a kid, maybe save him and not make oh, him a Robin, not make him uh, a Robin. It might be interesting to have an anti-hero run around Gotham that yeah. isn't on Batman's team. Yeah, I'm down. I really yeah. do like the clown hunter. I think his outfit's sick. I like his little fucking spike batarang. So anyway, he ends up. Uh, I forget the reason. What catches Big Ed off guard? Because he ends up putting the batarang right through his head. 
oh yeah and he's like clown hunter yeah clown hunter he has a whole crowd of people and it pretty much throws big ed off he's like oh shit yeah yeah all the gotham starts chanting for clown yeah. hunter and he realizes he's in a bad spot the people have spoken you know boom i initially okay. thought they were cardboard cutouts in, in like the first oh, panel when they were up. i thought like funny. i was like i was like oh are they just cutouts because like obviously the truck the truck is a trap are these people just like you know, pose there, and then after that, I was like, "Oh no, they're actually like watching like a Romanesque uh, gladiatorial arena, and they're like screaming for blood, like literally screaming for blood." Yeah, that would have been interesting if it was cardboard, just because, damn, that's a lot of prep work, dude. And I can see him all these traps. You know, it made it would make sense. Um, but yeah, it was and, a shit. Go ahead. And now, if this is Red X. He was never in the comics except for what, like a mini series? I'm looking at his Wikipedia page because he was created for the the yeah, Teen Titans. Yeah, yeah, he's like a Teen Titans character, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, for um, the the first Teen Titans on Cartoon Network. But then it says that he the was in one. um Red X Masks and then Red X Two X. So I'm assuming that's some kind of comic they made at some. Point. I assume it was a, a play into um. Like a little the Titan, yeah, a little Teen Titan side story type uh, thing. Oh, it's right here. I just didn't go down far enough. A Red X and the Teen and the Titans Go comic. Okay, so they yeah. Okay. So he was he was like another Harley Harley Quinn. He was created for just the animated show and right. It's popular enough. Apparently, they may may or may not be bringing him in. Yeah. I, Even when you look at the mask, it's got the X right on the forehead. Where oh, yeah, yeah on the red X. Yeah. I, even if it's yeah. just a really cool nod to the character, yeah. like it could just be, it just could be. a really neat nod, which it which would be cool. All right, so that was a good one. We got Batman back in yeah. two weeks, right? We go back to Batman in two weeks, or is he next week? Batman's next week. Oh, he I is. believe. Okay. Uh, give me a second. I wasn't sure yeah, Batman 100's next week. Yeah, very cool. 100, baby. Um. All right, let's move over to X of Swords, right? Yeah, so X Factor number four, which is X of Swords chapter two. And this was cool. Uh, uh, written by Le- Leah, Leigh, Leah Williams, and art by Carlos Gomez. You've chosen me to be in charge of names, and I'm worst at pronouncing them. No, it's okay. <laughs> Trust me, you don't, you don't want to hear me because I'll just stumble through it. I'll be like, never mind. So. Leah Williams and Carlos Gomez. There you go. There you go. Stop trying to steal my job. Yeah, in English <laughs> and in, 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 we have two English and an, uh, one English, one American. Funny. All right, this was cool, man. It picked up literally yeah, where so, it left off. Yeah, with them coming back through the gate. So I can't remember what it's called. So, uh, external gate? No, is that the external gate? Yeah, 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 that's it. Um, so you have Archangel flying in Apocalypse, and the only thing Apocalypse cares about is Richter. You just like it's funny. I love how much Apocalypse cares for his like children. I just think it's awesome. Dude's got a fucking sword hole through yeah. his chest, and he's like Richter. He's like reach out, you know. He's like reaching out, like I hear, you know. He was like fight the poison. He's like damn you, mutants fight. I just I I dug it. I thought it was really cool. Um, and then I don't know and... who who is it. Rachel. She ends up like skirting him all the way back to the um the healing gardens or whatever they're called. Is that is that um? Is that it might be Rachel. I think I that's who she is. I think so, yeah. She does some kind of psychic. She's Isn't Rachel... Yeah. What's his yeah, name? Yeah, it's Rachel. Kate Cables? Yeah, Rachel yeah, Summers. Okay. Yeah, so it's like... um. And they bring back Rockslide, who's dead. And what does he mean by, I did not ask for this connection to you? You know? Like, at that... Like, 
like apocalypse um, says that i just think it's interesting you know like he he, he obviously is like i don't know uh, he loves him it's weird like so we'll yeah. continue on this yeah maybe that's what he's hinting at he like care he, yeah he just cares so much yeah it's it's super interesting um then you have i don't know how to uh how do you say Sassanine. The, yeah her it yeah that's the green one right that's, that's Polaris. Yeah, Polaris. Oh, that's Polaris. And then Saturn, the Saturnine, that's the, 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 the Emma Frost looking one. Yes. Okay. Um, so then Rick, yeah, so she destroyed. Yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah. Um, sorry. Yeah. I skipped a page ahead. Yeah. They bring yeah, rock, rock slide yeah, through yeah, portal. Rock, yeah. dead. rock slide comes through dead yeah. and she's kind of, she's taking the hit, you know, Polaris is, you know, taking it kind of personally. Yeah. She blames herself. Then, then, yeah, you have, say her name again. What is it? Saturnine. Yeah, I believe. She, I, that's a guess. Yeah. She, um, she closes the gate. No more, right? She claims no more. Yeah. Yeah. Remain shut until further notice. And because of that, that affected Polaris hard or some shit? She, like, she, like. Because she, did she have a psychic link with? Yeah, it was something like that's that. Nice and it left her yeah. with, it left her with clues, but no direction towards the clues. Um, and Krakoa was not happy. Dude. He was not happy. And like you have and like, what's his name? Cypher. Cypher. Like, saying like, it wasn't us. Yeah. yeah. It was done the other side. Yeah. So, have... yeah so Saturnine's trying to just make sure that everybody funnels into its it, other. Um, what the heck was that? I don't know. I cut out too. But yeah. yeah some, something beeped like it connected anyway. Um, yeah. Um, it's Otherworld, right? Yes. Yeah. Really name. Yeah. So she, yeah. So it looks like she's just trying to make sure that you can only get in one way when when she wants them to. Yep. And if you go inside, if so, you have Rachel and the other one. I can't remember the other one's name. There's a lot of characters here. I'm definitely lost. I'm. I'm yeah. Okay. So you have like the hum- behind on my my X Men characters. Monet. Yes. Yeah. You have yeah. Ty was the expert on Monet last um, time. You you have them trying to enter Polaris's mind, and all of them are getting shut out with the same. What do you want to call that? Like a cookie? It's like a backdoor like protocol to kick them out of her head, and it's pretty much like yeah, it's a giant assassin like that. Yeah. Being like you're not allowed here. I think that's kind of funny. It's almost like a computer program. Like no matter how many times you enter, yeah. you get the same like smiley face. Fuck you. Um, then it goes to Richter. Uh, he's still alive, and so is Apocalypse. But the healer is just, talking... yeah, just, and the healer is actually helping Apocalypse. And um, Apocalypse says, "Help the boy." He's like, "I must help you both." He's like, "He's dying," and then he says, "You're letting him pass on?" Question mark. I loved this, and like, holy shit, he was not about to have this dude that like yeah. he was. It gonna... was like he... he'll be resurrected swiftly. We'll join him and. he's so evil like then join him i love it he's on some righteous path shit um but no before he could snap him i forget rachel went into his head yes and this is what i guess this is just what he felt or something backstabbed betrayed is this just like his like yeah he had a flashback to getting stopped didn't he yeah it's just like pretty much betrayal is what he feels in his head or some shit um let's see um and then it comes to Polaris talking to Xavier and the others about yes. um, the protocol for casualties of war. And this is it gets interesting. So 
Charles decides to fast track the healing or the rebirth, and they pull off a rebirth super fast for um of Rockside and Richter. Yep, and it seems that Richter came back naked as usual. Yeah, um, but otherwise fine. Yeah, otherwise fine. And then you have Rockslide. Oh no, there's like a glitch in the system, man. Like Xavier, like it's fried. You know, he drops. And yeah, you, you, and you not have... just Xavier, but every single Cerebro he's got. Yes, every single one gets zapped. And so pretty much when they tried to bring Rockslide back, it didn't go too good. He's still a pile of rocks, right? He yeah, just because he died in because he died in Otherworld. Yes, it means he can't be resurrected properly in the main universe. So when Charles wakes up, he realizes what's been ha- what's happened, and um, yeah, the backup was corrupted. Yes, but yeah, yeah, their backup of him was corrupted because he died in the other world, and I guess. Oh, and then they think Richter something's wrong with Richter, so they like they're like, "How do we know it's yeah. you?" And he's like, "It's me," you know. I'm like, "Shit, that would suck." Mm-hmm. They go to the council, but, yeah. right, where the, they have the conversation. The five will blame themselves for it. They're like, "Was that me? Did I do that?" Yes, no, but one of them says no. I think one of them says it couldn't have been my... Like, one of them, like, it's... I remember, like, in that panel, one of them says, well, I did this, and so it couldn't have been mine, and then the next guy says it must have been... I can't remember. Yeah. I have to read it. Yeah, that's... Um, back to the... They go back to the council, because this is definitely a council meeting now. We well, they, they, they destroy the eggs, too. Yeah, yeah oh, they destroy Z- all the eggs. And Xavier's kind of... Like when he wakes up, he's kind of pissed, but I think he realizes at the end. Like once he, once he, you know. Yeah, but then the other five come back, so it's like you know the the resurrection of Rockslide was just a huge like psychic backlash. Yes, they talk about how Otherworld is like a connection to all realities or something. So when Rockslide died. He, he could potentially be any of those realities of Rockslide or all of them, right? Yeah, some kind of like weird. Yeah, you're just rolling the dice every time you do it. You're the chances of you getting the, the six, person. Yeah, the six one six universe is very exactly. Slim. Yeah, yeah. Especially if there's supposed to be like an infinite amount of of Earths, essentially. Yeah, you're just rolling the dice on who you're getting. You have Emma Frost pretty pissed about the whole situation. It's always nice to point that out. Angry. When is she not pissed about uh, the yeah, situation? Yeah, exactly. That's what and, I said. Unless she's, it's her master plan. Yeah, right. Unless it's her, her thing. Unless, <laughs> unless she fucks it up, and then when she finds a way to blame somebody else for it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so what you find is, is that Polaris pretty much feels like it's her fault, all of it. She could have stopped it. It was right in front of her, and she didn't. You know, ifs and buts. Um... I remember then Xavier doesn't um I think Magneto like hits her with the hard questions, doesn't she? Like Magneto's like, get we need the answers now, daughter. Yeah, he's like, you need to do the work. And then so she, she goes and does the work. She right? starts chanting, she's Yeah. She runs off with pieces of rock slide. Yeah, she does this whole speech of, I don't know where it comes oh, from, but... No, that's the shit I think inside... Those are all the mysteries inside her head that the lady left, that the, um... Yeah, chapter nine left yeah, yeah. Her with. She doesn't... Yeah. She can't make heads or tails of them, though. It's just, like, meaningless... Yeah, they're prophecies. So she runs off... About the thoughts and everything. Runs off with Rockslide. 
we go to um yeah. oh gotta love this shit um you got xavier and magneto running or they show up at apocalypse and pretty much magneto's like you fool yeah. <laughs> you know and, and, and they're saying like yeah you know you could either fight or you can die but either way it's gonna be a while buddy that's fucking nuts so i doubt anyone should grieve your absence exactly and I apocalypse do. dies he'll be back but he's dead for now oh and we we have to wait for the healing eggs to get back, yeah right that's the reason yeah. we have to yeah. wait yeah Damn, yeah, because I'm, yeah, I'm like they're... loving Apocalypse right now, so it's like fuck. I wonder when he's gonna make his reappearance. Hopefully, hopefully when the sword fight starts, you know, like the actual Yo, the, he, the battle. We've like, seen him in the previews holding swords. Yeah, so. so I would I would dig that. Um, so then it goes, it cuts back yeah. to Polaris. Polaris who, has used rock slides remains to build like a gate, right? Some kind of tournament. Yeah, gate, over it seems like swords. almost like a yeah. If everybody stands yeah, on it, they'll be teleported at one time. Yeah, so you need sword. the sword, you need to stand on it, and then and you, you just have back. fucking You're... magic, right? Just shows up with her shit, and she's like, "I'm the first one, baby." You know, she shows up. Yeah, she's so she's one down, and I love the little things at the end. You you pretty much have um theories on the all of the, all of the riddles, and like Polaris is trying to make heads or tails of them, and they're they're pretty and... neat. You, you yeah, and it, it mentions the Muramasa blade that you yeah. mentioned last time. Yeah, Logan. He knows. Yeah. He knows. He's like, I don't know why, so, but it's part of it. Yeah, we've got a Wolverine issue this week that's going to be dealing with that, I assume. Yeah, I think on yeah, the cover um, of it, he's holding the Muramasa blade too, which is pretty sweet. Well, while he yeah, has a bunch of things stabbed into him, I think. He's got like a bunch of swords stabbed into him. He's holding Yeah, there's like a sigh and another sword. But um, yeah, there's three X-Men related. There's going to be Wolverine 6. X Force thirteen and yeah. Marauders thirteen are the th- the three pickups. Yeah. Or and then we've got another three. The fo- oh, we technically got four the following week. Dude, see that's they knew what they were doing. They get yeah, everybody invested. Hey. Yeah, the week after there's three actual issues. Then there's an X of Swords handbook, and I'm not sure how important that's going to be. Mm. Okay, so. let's see. It's probably just like some backfill stuff. Yeah, probably, yeah. So it's probably not that important. Yeah, because it, it's not classed as an actual chapter. I mean, I so, like how they're doing this, though. Instead of taking forever, they're giving you a bunch of books boom, to boom, read. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. And it's they're, util- be... they're utilizing all of their, um, I just want to call them dividends, you know what I mean? Their little seg- their segmented uh, storylines to do it, which is really cool. Yeah. And, a... and they're making it very cohesive. I, yeah, I like I, this yeah. already a lot better than... Um, yeah, like death, death metal. Death metal, yeah, because it's like holy shit. Yeah, I mean, like, well, like some Jonathan of the Indi- Hickman plotted all these issues himself. He didn't yeah. script them, but he plotted everything. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, it it, sh- it shows. So I don't know, yeah. like I said, what's going on with death metal. Like some of the individual ones make sense, and then I finally went into um, Trinity Crisis, and so it kind of pulled the, the the speed metal and like another one. It made a little bit more sense. Um, but whereas this is every issue is just pushing the story. You don't need three issues to to make sense of what the heck is going on. Is more so what I'm getting at. Yeah. Alrighty. Moving on to Mercy. Heck yeah. And what? And, and tabs? Did you have one more, or was that your last one? Uh, that is going to be my last one. Okay. I did not pick up um Batman 
uh, Superman annual. I, I, I remember thumbing through it. Same thing with the mortal Hulk. I thumbed through them and I just put them back. I'm like, uh, I don't think these are are really for me. Let's do mercy. Mercy. Number six, the final. Why don't we get tabs? Why don't, why don't we, why don't we get you? How did you, how did you feel? Oh, sorry. I'll just drop in. Oh yeah. Mercy number six. Written and drawn by Merck Randolfo. There you go. Take it away, tabs. That's my girl, Mirka. She is good at drawing, man. Um, I mean, it, it, it all comes together now. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I think it felt. I think it. I think it concluded good. Like, I think I. I. I think. I. I get. So Sean. Sean thinks that the trans. Some things were lost in translation, and I can see that because I've read a bunch yeah. of uh, English translated mangas, and yeah, she gets lost. Yeah. But I think it did a good job tidying up the end to where I'm like, oh, well, it concluded. You know. Um, yeah. It, do do you think so? Do we know who the Woodsboro Devil is or whatever? We know who it is. Um, it it's is the girl. It's the black chick. It was yeah, yeah. That was awesome. I was like, damn, I didn't see that. I thought it was a dude, you know. So I didn't, I didn't even think it would be her. Um, so that was neat. So yeah, so you... a, a lot happened in the in this issue. So um, I know we had kind of like talked about it briefly earlier off uh, off cast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. terms of, you know, did did Merka come to them or did Image, like, whatever, when they were at the table, decide, like, okay, we're going to do six issues or or whatever. But um, I think she could have stretched it maybe one more because there was definitely a lot in here. But at the same time, it didn't feel like she really skimmed over everything. It just, it moved very rapidly. It was fast, yeah. Part of my problem with this series is the pacing, because it it tries to imply to us that we know a lot more about the characters than we actually do. And that's what I got, too, that it almost made me feel like, was I, I was like, was I supposed to have a prelude to know who these people were kind of deal? You know, that yeah. was, the, you know, but uh, I, I think through this final one, I got some of my answers that I wanted, you know? And I yeah, was I, yeah, like a lot of the pieces came together and um, that's how I kind of felt. It felt like reading uh, just a horror book or just a book in general where, you know, you get some big revelation and all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, where was that? And you're like flipping back a couple chapters like, oh, that makes more sense as you reread it. So I think in 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 that way, this is how it was set up. It was set up more. More like a horror book in a way without actually being written like a book. It's just the setup where it's like. Oh, I want to flip back and I want to reread that reread this part. So I thought that was pretty interesting cuz you know you you find out more motivation, you find out you know just more and more of the characters at this point and then, you know maybe you pick up on something subtle that was drawn or or written into a panel that you might have missed at a glance. Did did Jonathan get handicapped by the devil? Yes. Okay, that's what um, I thought. Yeah, when uh, I can't remember the character's name, I know they say it. Um, it starts with the J. But uh, when, but when the beast throws the carriage off the cliff, it yeah, lands. Get, uh, yeah. lands on the ice. Yeah, so he gets he, fucked he, up by it. Oh, yeah. Is it Jonathan? I'm sorry, I meant Gregor. Gregor, I meant yeah. Yeah, Gregor, I, I, I knew it. who you meant. Yeah, him. Yeah, he. So yeah, that was interesting. So, um, I like this. So you have pretty much what was it? One, yeah, it was one year later. They, they, I guess they escaped 
Uh, they yeah. they enjoyed their time. They had a good year. Um, what do you have? You have. Isn't it they have to go back to Woodsboro? Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're going back. They they got away, and they're ready to go back into the mine. Yes, to, it's uh, time. It's time to end it. That's right. Yeah, so they can go back into their world. You get a little glimpse of, um, I forget, who was Gregor's mother? I can't remember her. Lady... Uh... Lady Swanson. Yes, yeah, Lady, Lady Swanson. Swanson. She's, you know, of course, she gets a little tipsy one night, and she ends up giving an old kissy-poo to her, like... What, what? Who was he? I forget. Was he just like the helper, the 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 butler, in some fashion? Yeah, he, he's like a caretaker or something. I have to go yeah. back and reread the series for sure. There's definitely a lot of uh. Yeah, I'm sure a lot after of this, if you went back through it, you would, you would see more. You know, if you went back through it now, having known how this ends, you would you would actually gain a lot from it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, but Lady uh, Swanson looks beat. You know, taken out, taken down. You know. Like she looks like she's like it's a year later. She just looks like she's been torn. Um, they're about to go through the gate, right? And of course, uh, damn, it's Goodwill. Is that his name? Goodwill. Yeah, yeah, Goodwill. Yeah. He he does Dude. a double cross. At the, Holy shit! At the I, I did not hour. see that coming. I did not see that coming at all. I was like, damn, this. Mo I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I I knew it was a little shit, but like, man, that's real shitty. They, I mean, um, he he goes out of his way to make sure that like people suffer too. Like yeah, it's not oh, totally. Just, like, yeah, he's like a torturer. Like, yeah, yeah. Like he's just showing like this very very dark side that obviously you you know is there because it's in the nature. But he just he kicks it up and he's just out to not only physically hurt but emotionally hurt too. So he ends up taking over the girl's body, the little girl. Right? Yeah, he he possesses Rory. Yep. And then they do a little flashback to how he's been doing this since he, you know, since he got the, he, he actually was in love. And Sean, I remember we were talking about this one time, like whether or not he actually was a homosexual and that was his love interest. And I yeah, said, nah, he's been doing this for years. Before. And yeah, here we go. Yeah, like, you're he right. Was. Yeah. I was like, that's right. Dave was well, a couple times. I'll be right. You know? Um, so well, yeah. you're both, we were both kind of right. Cause he says that, you know, he, he did fall in love at one point. Yeah. It's so, interesting. Like, he, yeah. He started, um, he, yeah, he but once his lover found out, right? It was once his lover found out yeah, that's it, when it all took a shit. Uh, well, uh here's the line. Because uh, he he says it to Mercy too. Uh, yeah. I would tell I would tell myself it was a recital of sorts. Smile, act like one of them until it became natural, and that's when he fell in love. When until it, became it became natural, yes. When it like he just didn't he right. just didn't think about it. He was been, just been acting so long. So. The way this ends is Mercy goes after Goodwill. The Mercy kicks Good. Does she kick Goodwill out of her out of Rory's body? Does it happen, or is it's just no. so so suffocated? Like Rory has just so suffocated it down into the pit of her that he can't escape now. It's almost like a reverse role. Like whereas in Mercy's case, uh, the the girl like who she's body she's taken over. Her consciousness is deep down like in her. You know what I mean? Like, and she kind of pulls from that every now and then, and, like, that that being speaks out. And I feel like in Rory's case now, it's almost like she stuffed Goodwill down into the pits of her stomach and, like, doesn't let him out ever, you know? It, it makes me wonder if um if if it's either that, but she said that um there's says something about, like, the voice inside her 
uh, is quiet and then doesn't speak much anymore or something along right. those lines. So, yeah, it makes me wonder if mo if the parasite is more symbiotic at this point. Yeah, and like yeah. like the goodwill personality is is gone because for it's the in moment. A different because it's in a different body now. Like you think, like because of that, it kind of altered that the symbiote as well. Maybe or just like that that final experience with uh with Mercy Lady Helene and then you know Rory seeing seeing her dad's body and like he didn't run away he's been here the whole time. If you um, had to take if you had to take guesses tabs to what Merciless will be, uh, what do you think? Like, do you think she's gonna have? Is it gonna be her struggling with it, or is it gonna be like something awakens it? She gets too close to the gate again. Like, you know, do you have any idea? Any. I have no idea. I if I had to take a guess, I would think that she ends up going back to Woodsboro for some reason, and then um, perhaps fleshes things out more in terms you, of story. Do you in terms think of the issues? Do you think at this point, you know, she gained all the wealth? She has all of Mercy's wealth. Um, do you think she goes back to try to get, you know, mom back? You know what I mean, like that type of thing. Like, like even if it's just Mercy, like she still thought she was mom. You know what I mean, like. You think she tries to open the gate and get her back again? Because Mercy went through the gate, right? That's what happened. Yeah, she got no, she got crushed oh, under she, the rocks when the okay. when the dynamite okay. went off. Uh, she she pushed Rory back out into. Okay. Um, so she never she never got through the gate then. Yeah, no, they were fighting at the gate. I wonder if then, she's gonna um, try to like because so right now the gate is closed. Then pretty much the mines collapsed. The yeah, gate, yeah. Okay, I'm just interested. Maybe maybe she does go back to the gate. You know, and maybe yeah, she does try to, maybe she uses her money to mine it again and get it opened. That's what I'm wondering, because I was actually, I didn't notice the back cover until I was done reading, and I glanced over, I was like, oh my god, she's already, she's, she's planned another chapter, so. Yeah, merciless, you know? Yeah, so it makes me wonder, um, if, well, I mean, obviously this was probably the plan all along, you know, yeah, do pitch. do yeah, yeah do six. so many issues. Yep. Let's see how it goes, but um, and then see if it gets the pickup, right? Yeah, I mean, I keep telling my LCS too, the owner. I'm like, dude, I'm I'm telling you, I think that once once Merca does like this punchline and a couple other big things for DC, like she's she's gonna go nuts because her style is really awesome. It's it's really distinct. I think people are gonna go go nuts when she does something like really big and things like, you know, like mercy unnatural unsacred, they're going to, they're going to be hard to find because yeah, you're going to get the that. facts coming on. Uh, that, that's my own speculation. I think, I think <laughs> Merca has a, has quite a cultist uh, following too. Meaning like people, people who love her, love her, you know, they like, like she's like, you know what I mean? So that also that she's got a fan base is what I'm saying. It's good. It's good for her. And, yeah. And yeah. she's one of the few artists off the top of my head um right now that is doing everything so like this book yeah. was 100 percent her she she did the lines she did the colors she wrote it i wonder I don't know. how i wonder how quick she works because like man that's a lot of work you know what she I mean? does a lot of drawing when you follow her on her twitter she's very friendly too like yeah, she, she, she likes is. engaging with, with people so she was playing crash bandicoot i saw that like the other day she was um <laughs> She was just playing um, Among Us, and she actually put her room code out. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, just to holler back. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, let people join in. That's nice. I don't know if it was only going to be in Italian, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be hard, wouldn't it? Um, 
All right, cool. So Mercy 6 done. Now, do we know when Merciless is dropping or does it just say 2021? It just says 2021 right now, when so I gets, don't even... Because it ended with a clear, or at least a, it cov- it covered its tracks, um, just let me know when it's dropping and I want to look into it and I want to see what it's about because I'll probably yeah, I, end up picking it. I am not going to be checking out Merciless. I'm, I'm with <laughs> you, Tabs. I'm with you. I got you. I'll, I'll probably end up checking it out just because I... I don't know. I, it's interesting. Her art is really phenomenal. And I'm a little grossed out, you know, which is interesting. Like, it is fucking gross. Yeah, like, I was trying to, like... The Woodsboro Devil and her saggy old boobies. It was nuts, dude. I was like, Jesus. Yeah, the I mean, art is really good. It's just the writing I wasn't as into. Yeah, I mean, this is more of a, of a gothic hor- or Victorian horror story. So, if, like, if you're not into it, like, I can see that. But, like, the, the yeah. art, the colors, everything... Like even her roughs that she's doing right now of um, I'm pretty sure this is. I'm I'm just looking at some like the punchline and and stuff that she's posting up. Like it's just crazy her works in progress that she does, compared to like her own stuff. Like her her sweet uh, paprika that she does right. is a, a little bit more clean. But there's like, I was trying to like really pin it down what I like about her style, and I think it's because her line work is much more aggressive and a little bit unclean compared to some of the modern artists it reminds me of very late 90s early 2000s um image like uh, like of Silvestri of Turner and everything when they weren't as rough but they were still very bold with their line works and there was a lot of heavy darks in, uh heavy darks in it and she goes out of her way to give characters defects, like Rory's chipped tooth, uh, all of Mer- um, Mercy's uh, freckles and everything. You just don't see a lot of artists taking that time or care to do little things like that. Yeah, it's definitely, the, it's in the detail. It definitely is. I, yeah. I liked all that stuff. The chipped tooth was cool. I like that shit, so I'm definitely down for that. Yeah, you know, it's beyond just making somebody look old with some some line work. Not to downplay that, you know, because to get that right, you need a lot of talent to do that. But to go with, with moles and blemishes and things like that, you know, that's that's another level of detail. And to, to repeat it, because, I mean, Mercy has, she has a lot of uh, of moles on her body. And to get that placement right every single time or close, so you don't notice. Yeah, not everybody can pull that off. Yeah, good for her, man. I hope her career continues, though, just because the more she does, the more exposure, the more different uh, things she, you know, genres she attacks, things like that. Different, you know, maybe she gets a Marvel thing one day. You know, maybe she draws like a fuck. You know what I mean? It's you never know. Um, Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, she's obviously tied up with with DC, so who knows what that contract is like right now. Right and and her own stuff. So maybe she'll get a spawn cover one day. That would be cool. Well, you know, yeah. something like that. Um. All right. So multiverse, right, John? And on that yeah. note, I'm gonna jump out because I right, have nothing left. So I will let you two discuss. Thanks, Tabs. Okay. Thanks for, cool. Thanks for See you later. See you later, homie. Nice day. All right. Later. How you want to okay, do this it? Gonna be it. It's going to be a long ass episode, so I'm going to try and skip through this one as much as possible. Yeah. Hey, do you want to do the rundown for it? Because I understood this was honestly the most sense. Like this had the most sense for me tying in like what the fuck is going on with everything. I was like, damn, this actually okay. makes a lot of sense what's happening. But why don't you just run through the uh, overarching so, story? Yeah. So Death Metal Multiverse's End is a one shot written by James Tynan IV and art by Juan Gedeon. 
So this is basically the heroes are trying to destroy the tuning fork towers on each of the Earths to repel Perpetua. Yep. And throughout this, John Stewart is being held captive by Owlman from Earth 3. Owlman from Earth 3? I believe so. Yeah. Sorry, I confused myself. No, and right. he's basically talking about Perpetua and the universe and all the crises. The art's really good in this. John Stewart like looks crazy. Like really, it's really it's sick. It yeah, it's a bit grotesque, but it's, yeah, yeah, it's like beefed up. He's it's metal. I would say it's just he yeah. looks metal as fuck. Yeah. But go ahead, continue. But, yeah, so it deals with it's basically just giving some background to Perpetua and saying that how she was locked away, and then also how she's had a hand in every crisis since she was locked away. So she caused crisis on infinite earths by whispering to her her son, the anti-monitor, right. from behind the source wall. And then after that, a crack formed in the source wall where she was able to manipulate stuff a bit further. So she was able to manipulate parallax into causing infinite hour? Is that what it's called? I think infinite it was infinite hour for him. Let me get to that page for him. There's my parrot. Shit, here it is. Uh, zero hour. That's what I was zero looking hour. for. Um, she manipulated Alexander Luther into Infinite Crisis. She manipulated Darkseid into Final Crisis, and then she manipulated the Great Dragon Barbatos into Death into Dark Knight's Metal. So, in order to run through it quickly. Pretty much, it's the whole story is taking place. All these other multiverses are happening right now with their tuning forks, and they all have their own little their thing. But they're all banking on John Stewart. Where the fuck yeah. is John Stewart? John Stewart's been captured. Oh yeah, I gotta change some shit on this thing real quick on the uh, Streamlabs to make it look pretty because he left. But um, John Stewart um is with Alman captured, and Alman's being a real brat. Pretty much says like, I'll yeah. give you what you want, but. I kind of need some shit out of you first. I need to know what the fuck is going on and how much you know about it, right? Yeah. And yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, they mention when Owlman's died before. That's and how yeah. they come back. And how he comes back. Very interesting. So that makes yeah, Owlman... That makes him realize, right, that he's like, oh, fuck, I'm immortal. Yeah. Like, right? He's like, I'm not the original, but I always win. Because I keep coming back. Right. And that's good enough so he's for like, him, I if, guess. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> if I die this time, I'm going to come back. Um, yeah, they say every time the universe breaks, it heals its wounds. So, Jon Stewart... Oh, and the whole thing is, is that the reason Jon Stewart needs Alman just as much as, I guess, Alman needed Jon Stewart to get confirmation about this, was that Alman already... Alman's Batman. He rigged everything. He's ready to yeah, he's, the whole fucking Yeah, he's thing. already rigged... He yeah. could have blown it up before the issue started, but he's so fucking stubborn like Batman. He's like, no, nah, I want my answers, and I want them now. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, uh, I, I just wanted to point... So, to conclude it, he blows it all up, right? Jon Stewart ends up back yeah. with it. Jon Stewart ends up John Stewart convinces yeah. Owlman to blow him up, and yeah. I love the Rainbow Batman, because that's a throwback yeah. to a Rainbow Batman thing, right? I remember, like, there's even action figures, like a whole set you can buy, like a box... Like, here, I'll... They had it at my comic shop. It's like a retro um, 
Rainbow Batman toy set. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, yeah, there's all these fucking Rainbow Batmans, and I forget why it was done, but I have to, I can ask my shop owner, but he knew the reason as to why there was Rainbow Batman. Like, it was something, each Batman had a different cover color or something. Or, I don't think it was multiversal at all, I just think it was like Adam West. It was, it was like an Adam West comic where, like, I just thought that was cool to throw that in there. Um, but, of course, they made him a little more metal, you know? <laughs> like Yeah, they just there's quite their- a cool Francis Manipal page from Trinity where he's got like a multicolored suit i'm just gonna send now yeah let me see that um oh yeah that, oh fuck that's dude that's fucking sick that's amazing yeah that is that's like that's that's like the best of all the worlds right there that's sick damn who's he punching <laughs> uh just a random criminal okay good he kind of looks like a businessman he's like i'm gonna beat your ass bro <laughs> <laughs> So I actually really but, liked it. I thought it tied. I thought it told me a lot about what was actually going on. Yeah, there and it, like, it was a very good. dense issue that gave a lot of information, but Tynan did it in a way that was accessible. Oh, this it was, wasn't overwhelming. It oh, was. Even, this was a Tynan. Yeah, Tynan. This, this guy's all. He over had a busy place, week, man. Yeah, this guy's all over the place. That's yeah. crazy. Um, Him and Scott Snyder work together a lot at DC. That's cool. That's good to know. They're two good writers, so that's perfect. Um. Yeah, so I would say it was great, and I'm excited for the... I just want to see how this thing concludes and, and like, see what his... I, I call it a rebirth, because I don't know what else to fucking call it, but you know what I mean. Like, whatever's going to birth out of all this nonsense, I'm, I'm very interested to what's going on. I just have to say, I did like the art in that, that, that comic. Um, just, I don't know, I saw Jon Stewart right off yeah. the bat in Chains, and he looked very brooding, and like you said, very yeah, beastly. I just thought it was very cool. Yeah, the art's a bit ugly but in an artistic in, way in almost, that it yeah, works yeah in, in almost like the sense that yeah. the whole thing's like a bizarro world anyway so you're like kind of like all right little creative uh you know freedoms there yeah um holy fucking shit we had a lot sean we have to find a way to go th- we should go through them like we should find a way to go through them quicker i mean like three jokers was something we want to dive into you know yeah like, it was, i think yeah i think when it's just you and me maybe we can speed through them you know what i mean yeah and definitely and i think that's a decent unless it's like something crazy you know where maybe yeah. no, no nobody read them but you know so let's go yeah, into yeah. immortal hulk right immortal hulk yeah, yeah. Right. immortal hulk for threshing place written by jeff lemire and art by Oh God, Mikhail Del Mundo. Yeah, let me see. Sure, me see. I'm. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, Del Mundo. Um, let me just pull it up. All right, cool. Yeah, I loved it. This is probably one of the greatest one shots I've ever read. I'm a big fan of Bruce Banner, and I felt like this really put him back to the roots. So pretty much, Bruce Banner's traveling through town. He's tracking down something about a girl missing, and he smells the gamma. Yeah, um, this feels like one of the early issues of Immortal Hulk I read before it got too cosmic, if, yeah, where he's hunting cool. down these gamma I love, creatures. I love that concept. And, Sick. Yeah, you, you'll love the first arc of Immortal Hulk. Damn, I gotta check after it out. That, really. After that, I guess a bit I heard. crazy, a bit cosmic. Still, still good, but confusing. That's but the first much. like six issues are... Everybody, yeah. when I was listening to people kind of like give their review on like, uh, I think it was the hardcover, the first hardcover, which is I think the first three trades or something um something like that but the third trade is when hulk goes to hell and that's when it starts getting crazy yeah and it was like that what people said was it just it started off really strong and they just didn't know what was good they didn't know where it was going so that that was their big beef that it kind of it felt like it got different from when it started so yeah 
This guy's tracking down something that a or he's tracking a girl who's gone missing. He smells gamma. Uh, he's in a backwater town. Um, he ends up. Uh, also, I'm just going to mention on the first page where right at the bottom panel when he's looking out the window. The window's green, like the green door. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah, that's that's a really a, subtle artistic choice. What a great touch, man. Yeah. Um, I just it's just like ugh, that was cool. I remember I looked at that. That was like what got me started. Yeah. Just I was like, damn, they're really putting this in. Um, and I'd also like to say, isn't this art like something else, man? Like what? A, it is what incredible. A, what a unique this art. art this style. artist did a run on Thor with Jason Aaron. I think he did oh, like thirteen wow. issues. Wow. And people did not like it. It was same style, same style. Um, I I want to say yes, but I don't okay. know. It's the same artist, so I assume it'd be similar. I'm just saying. I, I think, think I think it's great. I think it's it's it almost at least in this setting, it it feels so like even the focal points change. Like I'm just I know you probably can't, but on this panel, the flowers focused and then oh the, yeah yeah like the, the focal points yeah. are changing. It's like a camera. It's a, it's great. It's, that's great work. So he goes to a farm. And when he goes, he's trespassing. That that's you know he's also trespassing on the farm. A guy rolls up with a shotgun. He's like, uh, he has, yeah, his, his daughter's the one who's gone missing. And he has this little flower pendant that he found while he's been searching for because he's been smelling the gamma yeah. trail. And that's when the farmer like pretty much beats him with the gun and says, "You're a liar. You're the one who killed my girl." You know? Yeah. Um. The then cop, the police show up. Yeah, the police show up. They talk the guy down and tell him to get out of here. We'll handle this. They beat the shit out of Banner, right? Yeah, they beat the shit out and throw him in the car. Um, Don't yeah, they, yeah, 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 yeah. They give him a good old punch to the gut. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and then one on the face as well. I mean, he yeah. wakes up in the cell. Popcorn. <laughs> that just you know, a cop eating popcorn. He's like, you gotta let me out of here. He's like, oh yeah, sure, buddy. You know, let me just go get the keys. I like that little shit. Um, but then you hear yeah. like a mighty crocoon, and uh. Yeah. Banner's like, what does he say? Oh, he says, run. I love when he, I love that shit. Like when like, you know, it's like the whole, he's trying yeah. to. He knows fucking. He run. knows he's not going to be in control in and, a minute. And this is where it got crazy. I didn't know that this dude, he kills people in this. Yes. He fucking he kills people. I'm like, holy shit. I loved it. I was like, that's amazing. Cause they, so many times in comics and like the, the PG of Marvel kids and all that stuff. I'm like, dude. This is the Hulk we're talking about, man. He doesn't have that control. Yeah, and can we just mention the absolutely insane transformation he does into a Hulk? It is so grotesque. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, is that his transformation? Oh, that's his yeah. transformation? That's oh, him shit. turning from Banner into Hulk. That's, do you think that's, do you think that was physically or that's just him? That's how he feels. He's being ripped apart. You know, um, I think in Immortal Hulk, he does have some pretty grotesque transformations. Jesus Christ, I would not want anything to do with that transformation <laughs> at all. I mean, it was bad enough to watch his arms, like, break as he, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and shit like that. You're just yeah. like, holy fuck. Okay, so Banner kills a guy, uh, kills the cop, yeah. breaks out, goes on the hunt. Um, finds another grotesque being, a gamma being, which is interesting. Like, yeah, like, full of teeth, blood, veins. Um... Yeah, and then he's pretty much talking to the beast like he's like the beast can't answer back, but he's like, you smelled that gamma, didn't you? You know? Um, yeah, because in this, Hulk can absorb gamma from people. He's much oh more in tune God. with other gamma beings. I thought that was so sick. So he just pretty much saved the girl, sucked all the evil yeah. out of her, all that gamma. 
saves the girl, and of course, guess who shows up? The farmer, right? He sees the little girl, you know? Yeah, and, then- and Hulk gives him the girl, and it reminded me of kind of like the movies when, Incredible Hulk movie, where he's like in the cave with Betty Ross, I don't know if you remember. You're talking the Yang movie, the first one? No, the Ed Norson one. Okay. He like runs away and he like oh, takes yeah, it's, Betty it's, with him. They're yeah, like in the yeah. cave and it's raining and it's raining. Yeah, yeah. It just it just reminded me a bit like that, like a sensitive moment with Hulk. Definitely, definitely a sensitive moment. Um, and then the farmer's like, "Where are you going?" He's like, "Smash some shit." <laughs> I love that. So the Hulk goes, I guess, to the f- Gamma Factory, right? Yeah, for the factory that stuff's been done. And he just and they're experimenting it. on food, making it bigger with radiation. Which isn't far from the truth and reality, which is upsetting, but yeah. yeah. Um, yep, strangles them, kills them all. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, but... I, I was so surprised that he killed people. I was like, damn. I'm, yeah, I'm... He, he sees that they've kept her prisoner. There's like a little hole in the wall with her hairpin in it. Yes. A water bowl. Oh, So yeah. they're experimenting on her. He loses it. So he kills her, yeah. Man, but then man, he... Bruce Banner goes back to the farmhouse and talks to the farmer. Oh, yeah, And just sort of gives yeah. her a reassuring gives him a reassuring talk you don't have to go through the uh that door alone and he's all alone walking off and that's so just quintessential bruce banner this yeah i'm just like dude and like i said i know i said this on the last one these should be the cover they're amazing these things like these back panels they're like they're awesome even if they did them as like a variant to where like so like the variant was always the very last panel without any speech bubbles so you get no like you can't get any recognition to what's going on but if it had like spoilers and stuff i know i know if it did if it did but i feel like yeah. that if this didn't have a speech bubble no, that, that, that one's fine that, yeah. that one would be okay right um so really cool probably would, send... would you like me to photoshop a text box out for you and send you the image yeah i'm gonna i'll probably make it my uh phone background <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they um Wait, how do you Photoshop the text out and still keep the background intact? You have to like fill it back in or something. Like um, with with the text box, you can use a content aware tool that sort of scans the surrounding pixels and fills it in. AI baby, AI. I have yeah. to say, for That's anybody, how... this was one of my favorite one shots I've ever read in my life. It was just so yeah. in tune with just being its own. It thing. was very good. I've never read Immortal Hulk, so I know nothing except you know I've learned some things through the Immortal She Hulk. It was awesome. I yeah, I've only got a very vague sort of idea of stuff like i i read the first like 10 issues maybe it was pretty fucking sad yeah so good on this that artist i'm gonna look up that artist because i felt like it was almost like a point and click video a point and click game like they do that weird art style like it was just so cool um i wonder like what that is called like what he because you know there's illustrator there's all these different uh types of drawing and i wonder what he would call um what is he credited as is he just a um, artist? So he did pencils and inks. Oh, he did. He did some of the colors himself. Okay. It says wow. he did colors, but someone else did as well. He, so you know what I mean? It's like a little blocky. Like things are slightly blocked, and the shading is blocky. So it like yeah. I don't know. It's a, quite a style. Um, I want to see his Thor, his Thor one too. Yeah, I'm waiting for the Jason Aaron Thor omnibus. To be honest with you, so I don't know why they're not giving him his omnibus, but I don't know what fucking reason they would like hold out but so we got batman superman annual number one i mean we can run through it as it's yeah. what i expected um, I, I thought they were gonna throw down let me yeah so batman superman annual number one written by joshua williamson art by dale eaglesham clayton henry and gleb melnikov 
Oh God. <laughs> poor, poor, yeah, poor Gleb. We're sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry your parents gave you that name. Yeah, there's nothing we can do here. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I just, I'm just gonna say, when you told me Batman, Superman, they're supposed to throw down in this, I was like, oh man, I'm like, they're gonna fucking throw down and just have a good old fashioned brawl. This was interesting. It was fun. You know, it was a fun little like trip story. You know, you pretty much have. Uh, I don't. Do we know these two? Am I supposed to know who the kids are? Are they like? Am I supposed to know? I I don't okay. know them. Okay, so you have Mixie Pedelec. I finally said his name right. And you have Batman. Yeah. They're both deities in some yeah. sense, right? Cosmic gods. They are sixth dimen- fifth dimensional, sixth dimensional imps. Fifth, I think. Yeah, fifth, fifth dimensional. dimensional. Yeah. So they end up seeing two two of, I guess, kids in the fifth dimension who are having a fight about Batman and Superman and which one would win. Yeah. So that they end up pulling them apart and saying, like, quit fighting, kids. We all know who would win. And they both say the opposite, right? They're like, oh, Superman would win. And he's like, what? what are you fucking kidding me? Batman would win. Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, let's settle this. So they settle it. And the way this is getting settled is using like, almost like a tabletop version. They're using toys and playing, you know what yeah. I mean? And they're like playing with toys is what's happening. They have the bat. Yeah, but because they're they have... fifth dimensional, they can make it real. Yes. So we get to see it. And yeah, we get to see it real. Um, so the first story is Batmite's story, right? It's his. Yeah. Okay, so Batman, he pretty much tells a tale that something's going on in the universe, so instantly that must mean... Yeah, there's like a big multiversal storm, lightning strikes everywhere. Oh, the multiverse being ripped apart, we see worlds blowing up. It says Superman is in front, this isn't the right Superman or something, right? He's the anomaly in the multiverse. Um, I don't think they say that, I think they just say he's the problem. Yeah, okay. Um, Oh no, they do say he's an anomaly, sorry, you're right. Okay, so... Batman ends up it's funny because immediately Batman's just like, you know what? Fuck it. It's time to take out Superman. Yeah. So I love the story because it's the Batmite writing and, it. So he's jumping yeah. to such conclusions. Like, you know what I mean? Like instant conclusions. Yeah, it is it's very out of character, but it addresses it. It's it, doing it in a meta way. Yeah, exactly. So of course, like Clark's yeah. Batman swings at Clark, he's bleeding. So the first thing I assume is Kryptonite right. We get we get the DC universe version of the snap from Infinity War. Where Dick Grayson Every, turns to dust. Yeah, oh, everybody, family yeah they dust. did it. They did the snap. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, it's true. Flash, Hal, Diana, they all turn to dust. And then Damien, too. I think that's the one that set him off, right? Yeah. It was Damien, uh, which was mad interesting. So he's got the kryptonite ring. He's fighting Superman. And... Yeah. Oh, and then it goes through all these different it, versions. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like the mecha, right? Mecha battle, that armor. The magic, yeah, you know... The, Red Sun weapons, Doomsday formula. Yeah, and Batman goes uh, mystical, you know, shit like that. Uh, yeah. That's cool. I like but, that stuff. Yeah. Oh, and then he's like, Then it cuts to like him in a kryptonite <laughs> tank, and he's like, Do you have any idea how hard it is to make a tank out of kryptonite? Yeah, I love That's just like so fucking hilarious. But, I goes cracking yeah. out. But then Superman stops, and he's like, This isn't real. Something's, I can feel it in my gut. Something's controlling us. They want us to fight. Fucking yeah, but, and then Batman has one more contingency. He he presses a button. And the sun goes red. Yeah. And what that made him human, right? So they both fall from grace. Yeah. In then, in <laughs> this 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 might just be explained because of the style of the issue, but technically a red sun would just stop him recharging. Okay. So it's still it's still have his powers until well, well think about it. There's already dry. there's already holes in the plot because both Yeah, guys, that's, he's like, he's that's like, why I'm willing to not say it's a mistake. Yeah, Batmite's like, yeah, Batman wins. And then Mixie Pitalik's like, dude, Batman dies too. He falls from the fucking sky, you know? So it's like hilarious. So 
pretty much he says, oh, yeah, if you think it's so easy, you do it. And I loved it. I love that fucking Mixie Pedelec's version of the story. Is yeah, Mixie Pedelec is one page, two panels, but Superman Ooh. just sh- pushing just, Batman into the floor. Yeah, just one punch. <laughs> that's it. Done. And Superman then, even says, boom, done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Batmite kind of gets pissed off. He's like, no, no, no. You can't just do yeah. this. You have to write the story, right? That's what he tells him. You got to write the yeah. story. So he writes the story. You have Superman chasing after Batman. Um, and he's a mean motherfucker. He's just, he's, uh, using those laser eyes, destroying his Batmobile, which is a cool Batmobile. Just saying that's neat. You know, but the, bat, the Batarangs had, um, Oh yeah. He, he trips my dust inside them. So he chucks one at Superman's face and he bursts it and it hits him right in the face. That's a good move. That's a good look right there. You know? Um, yeah, but I, yeah, sorry, carry on. So Batman ends up back at the Batcave. Of course, Superman's there cause he's faster um and the whole time you know it's the same thing as in the other comic in the other version of the story superman was trying to talk batman off the ledge batman's now trying to talk superman off the ledge pretty much you know um you have superman just going ape shit i for, what did he throw at him a giant fucking coin the, the giant penny yeah oh the giant penny yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but and yeah the, this is one of my favorite things in any of the issues this week he says scene change right and he goes. Into- oh no! Just just before that, Batman's like Batcave authorized anti Boy oh, yeah. Scout. Anti Boy Scout. And then yeah, yeah. But then Mixie interrupts. And he's like, "Hold on, Batman shouldn't have this on his home turf." So he goes to the Fortress of Solitude. Yes. And then anti- Batman's like Fortress Anti Boy yeah. Scout. That's right. It's like he did a little retcon of his own like you, story. You, you booby trapped the Fortress as well, dude. Isn't that nuts? <laughs> I just love that because I wouldn't fit it past Batman. He's like, like what did he say? You I didn't. He's like, you didn't. Not here too. You know, like he's got it. You, everywhere. you just, you just know that Batman did. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And it's funny because we'll get to it too. Um, let's see. He. Uh, yeah. What happened? The stay away from my son. I'm sorry. What was that? Is that part of the anti Boy Scout or is that just? No, that's Superman. Um, the statues of Jor-El. Okay, so it just came to life. Um, on the previous page, Superman's like two can play at that game. Okay. And then, yeah. Smashes Batman. Globe. The globe. But then they both start realizing Superman's like those statues can't move. Yeah, and yeah, they're they're starting to realize. Should I turn this one red? Yeah. D- yes. Yes. They're because like even if the story is being told, it's funny that the characters themselves are recognizing that something's fucking weird. You know. So he whooshes them up into the sky. And I love that picture of the Superman wins. That's one of the coolest ones, you know? Yeah. That is a sick fucking panel. So cool. So these guys are just throwing a fit. You have Mixie Pitalik and Batmite just going ham on each other, yelling at each other. And then yeah. you have the toys step in, and they're like, nobody won. And then he says, Superman's right. And it pretty much gets to the point that, like, we would never fight each other, you know? Yeah, like, we're friends. We wouldn't fight each other. And you've been, you've been changing the rules, you know? They rip off Batman's arm. Kind of funny. But then when Batman shows up, he's holding his arm. You know, when he when they when it snaps back to reality, like Batman is like holding his arm that had been ripped off in toy form. It's just kind of like a funny little nod to like, what the fuck? Um I like this part. Uh wait, wait, wait. I wanted to point out one thing. There go. Oh yeah, did you really program a failsafe to take take me down inside the Fortress of Solitude? It's like that was just a fake reality, Superman. 
don't believe it. <laughs> like I, I definitely he, think he, he definitely did. did. I definitely think he did. So I thought it was yeah, really he definitely good. Did. <laughs> I, so it ends up with the toys, Batmite and Mixie Pitalik are now in toy form. And I'm sorry, yeah. what are the names of the two dogs? Crypto and Ace. And Ace. That's Is it Ace or it might be Titus? They've got two dogs. No, no, I think it's Ace. I think it's Ace because I think Ace got brought up in one of the Batmans and it uh, like recently the dog and it was ace i believe so yeah i think it is ace yeah because titus is a great dane let me yeah. let's do we have shang chi which is something yeah. we can well, i'll just say this issue was like the perfect argument for anyone who says batman and superman should fight and batman, uh, like whoever will win this perfectly addressed it was like they'd never fight because they're friends right yep and i really uh, it it almost plays into like um even if they would even if something was wrong the other one would be not attacking two it would be a one-sided fight meaning only one is something's wrong with one of them as the other one tries to talk the other one off the ledge you know what i mean and i yeah. thought that was interesting so like let's say like you know um uh any life formula shit you know what i mean like if yeah. superman was under that batman would do anything he could to stop that which is cool um but moving on to shang chi number one yeah i just want to mention did you get the picture i sent you oh the immortal hulk one. Oh, let me see it uh let's see oh that's beautiful hell yeah so pretty his art is super cool man i don't even it's, know what it's like pastel it. and watercolor yeah. Yeah, oh, I don't know. and it all just like blends into itself really nicely. Yeah, so good, good. It's very soft phone background. Um, <laughs> I love making comic panels. The phone background, it's fun. Um, so Zhang Chi number one. Uh, yeah, written by Jean Lun Yang and art by Philip Tan and Dyke Ruan. So this was cool. It gives you a little backstory about an ancient uh guard of uh, the the weapon society each i'm assuming each member of the five person weapon society is a different weapon you know one's a blade one's a dagger one's a this one's a hand one just use hands yeah, like as weapons. Fist. Yeah. yeah fist which is really cool so they were pretty much sentenced to death and then all of a sudden uh a group of their superiors right it was like release our disciples so they show up oh the sorcerer brothers um they show up and save the five before they're to be executed. The governor, or whatever his name was, is he's pretty much saying you'll play with your life. And it says, did you take into account the lands, uh, the lands dragon lines? And it's funny because Fing Fang Foom shows up. I just, it's, it's nice to see him. I haven't seen him in a long time. Um, and then they all fight, and then it, yeah, this space just a recap on the origin in case you don't yeah, know Shang Chi. Shang which and, and yeah, this get... this is my first experience with Shang Chi, so I really appreciated. Yeah, the it intro. was nice because now we know that the Mandarin's dead. That's what we know. The Mandarin is dead. That's who. That's who he is. That's who the guy is, isn't it? Oh, okay. That's, I did yeah. not realize. Yeah, but, okay. He's, okay, because they kind of say that what happens is, is the Mandarin, in order to never let this happen again, he found a way to live longer than he ever should have. And the Mandarin does. The yeah, Mandarin's so like, is Mandarin Zhengzhou. Yes, Zhengzhou. but that's not his. That's what's weird is that's actually not his name. It's Zhang's Tong, I think, which is weird. But I'm assuming it's the Mandarin it, because or at least a form of him because he was the leader of the five. Uh, well, he's the ten. Ooh, he's the ten ring son of a bitch. I might be. Oh, yeah, we'll have to see. 
that's not his name i knew that i knew I, so that thing was throwing me off so let's but that's the thing though the mandarin too learned how to live forever like he kept he can live he's a thousand years old you know so okay you know what let's assume it's not him because they never yeah i just got the wiki up it's not okay so it's not him but shang chi ends up killing him but that's what's weird because shang chi is the mandarin son which is interesting that's why i'm kind of confused i'm wondering where the story is going i think they're doing this in some form to make the mandarin somebody else because i think they're trying to make the mandarin somebody else in the mcu but that just might be my assumption yeah the mandarin's confirmed to be in the shang chi film right and uh so what it ends up going to that when it goes to current day you just have the house of the deadly staff um, on the wiki page for shang chi it says shang chi is his father not oh not the mandarin what's the mandarin's name i thought it was zhang tong t-o-n i think g maybe i think I just made the assumption that it was the Mandarin just because based on like his background of living for a long time and being like the leader of a society. But now that I think about it, yeah, he's the leader of the Ten Rings uh, and he may not have the Ten Rings yet. I don't know. Yeah, it's not the, man- it's not the Mandarin. Okay. The Mandarin, so, real name unknown, but Zhang oh, Tong is one of his aliases. Is al- it's an alias, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, okay, so we'll say it wasn't the Mandarin. Um. But any nonetheless, Shang Chi had killed the leader of the Five Weapon Society because yeah. at some point, too much power and corruption over time. Yeah, cuts to current day, and you pretty much yeah, them the House of the Deadly Staff. They're they're having a meeting to see who is the new leader, and when yeah. the when it is decided on the board that the House of the Deadly Hand, right, he should be the new leader. This chick. Um, I'm blanking on her name. I can't remember. Uh, she's called like Hammer, right? Hammer. Um, I have not learned the names yet. I th- I think her name's Hammer, and I think it says it at the end. Well, let me see if I can. Yeah, Sister Hammer. Yes, yeah, Sister Hammer. So she just so the flame didn't choose the hammer, so she just lost it and kills. She kills the uh, guy who was hosting the meeting. Um, and then. Of course, in order for none of the other ones to die, they pledge their allegiance to her, and she sends them... She killed the Deadly Staff one. Yeah, she kills the Deadly Staff guy, right. Yeah, thinking she would become the leader, but instead, Shenzhou chose the hand to become it, and the hand is Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, which is real cool. So she ends up taking control after killing him. She's not allowing it. She's like, fuck it. We're killing Shang-Chi too. We're sending you guys to America. Um, in America, it's just nice. I like this. So Chang Chi is no longer an Avenger. He's a humble dude. He is just uh, he's working, working in like a bakery or yeah, some kind of like restaurant. Cake yeah, shop. no, Wong Bakery. Yeah, Wong Bakery. Yeah. I think it says. Um, and he's he's just you know godly at packing those fucking bakery pastries. It's yeah. funny. He's tossing them out to everybody. Um. Uh, and then pretty much. It's funny because I just little point out that like the grandma or whatever goes back and she's like, you stay here, your muscles. You know, I just like that shit. Like she's like, your muscles will yeah. sell, we'll sell pastries. <laughs> so I want um, you front of store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, I think that's hilarious. Um, so then you have a girl walks through the door, a woman, we'll call her a woman. because yeah. she's old enough. And this is um, grandma Wong, grandma Wang's granddaughter. Uh, niece. And it's niece. Delilah. So they meet, they have a nice conversation. Um, 
it's funny though because then after they have their nice conversation grandma pulls the niece aside and pretty much says i told you oh she when when delilah says goodbye and talks to grandma she slips them a phone number you know yeah and she says i wanted you to visit so you could get his autograph because remember he's an avenger but not so you could date him and then she says what's wrong and she says that she has a it's a bad family uh murder you know so shang chi yeah. overhears that and kind of puts his head down because it's like fucked he just got like stereotyped through his family he sees somebody and while that happens he sees somebody on the roof so he's running after this chick turns out that this chick is from the british secret service or secret agent and they had worked together i guess previously yeah. and they they have Lico Wu. so as they're talking i i just like this too shang chi seems to pander to americans which is interesting so shang chi she pretty much says, why the, why are you talking in such broken English? And he says, you know, because if I, like, it, talking in brokish, broken English allows me to not get overlooked by, like, Americans, you know? If, like, he, he use, I use big words so they don't look through me, they look at me or whatever. And I thought that was interesting. I'm like, damn, that sucks, dude, that people, I've never, I don't care how you talk. I don't care if you got a stutter or anything. Like, I don't fucking judge people like that. So I just thought that was an interesting point. Um, and then it's funny because then he fucks up and says he uses another like slow talking big word and then he switches over. He so he's like, Liko, have uh, you have yet to divulge? And he's like, huh, you still haven't told me why you're here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like funny. He changes yeah. his speech to just talking normally because he can. Um, boom, they break in. So this is the group that Sister Hammer sent in and yeah, they fuck him up pretty quick. They pretty much come here, though. Uh, they fuck up a bunch of people, but then, like, two of them are like, yo. Oh, these are two that show up that aren't. Yeah, he's hidden. He reveals himself. So, like, they're all dressed yeah. in the garment, but then, like, two of them reveal that they're like, nah, fuck this group. We actually came here to talk to you, Shang-Chi. We need you to go back and fight Sister Hammer because she's doing this, and, and you're the chosen one. So, pretty much. They, what do they do? They drop smoke. Yeah, they drop smoke. They disappear. They run back. Tell them that, what is it? What do they say? Shang-Chi, oh, they've all failed. Shang-Chi lives, you know, that nobody could kill him. She kills that dude with this big ass Yeah, hammer. so this is Shang-Chi's sister. Yeah. His mother's only other child. And it's a name he hasn't and, heard in a while. You know, so this Yeah, he like, thought oh, she was shit. dead. Yes, so once again, we have a misunderstood anger issue, you know, through Sister yeah. Hammer. So the way it ends is, I have a little sister to save. Shang-Chi says that, and then I have, I have to kill my big brother. Oh, I have to save my little, bro my little sister? I have to kill my big brother. So we have one of those, and, like, brother-sister rivalry things. Interesting. Yeah, and this is only a five-issue mini. Oh, cool. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that makes it more uh, worth the readings, you know, just for yeah, me. Yeah, I... I enjoyed this well enough. I'd like Gene Lun Yang as a writer, so I'm probably going to check all this out. Yeah, I'm probably going to read them all. I was pretty interested in it. Um, yeah. Now Gene Lun Yang is the one who wrote that Superman Smashes the Clan young adult book. Oh, yeah, yeah. And See, that, that, was, that was really, really good. Yeah, that's sick. I, I, should have, I highly recommend that. I can still pick it up as a, I'll pick it up as a collective. A collective yeah. one. That's neat. Um, let me see what was next. We have Texas Blood uh, and Wonder Texas Woman. Blood. Cool. Yeah. So, Texas Blood. Uh, Texas Blood 4, go for it. Yeah, written by Chris Condon and art by Jacob Phillips. 
And so. yeah, this is still really good. So it starts off with Ralph. It starts off, doesn't it start off with his girlfriend that he abandoned? Yeah, that's what I was trying to remember his name, so I could say his girlfriend. Oh, is it uh, Ralph uh, or Randall or Ray? Randy, Randy, isn't it? Isn't it Randy? Randy. I think it's Randy. Um, Randolph, Rude, was it, was it Rand? Ray. It's Ray. Ray. Okay, Ray. Yeah, Ray Terrell. Yeah, so Ray's girlfriend is going to, she's talking to her friend, she's like, I'm going to go to Texas and surprise him. The friend pretty much says like, yeah, you know, he kind of just left and wanted his piece, but she's like, fuck it, still going. Takes him to the airport, she gets off. I, I like this conversation. I don't know, I read these accents and so Southern. This, so this, yeah. this conversation between the sheriff and the guy just washing off the mats and shit, uh, I just loved it. They, they had such a good, he writes it really well too, that you can read it like, you can read it with your broken broken English, like Southern accent and it's neat. Yeah. Um, uh, they end up talking. He's trying to get up some dirt, right? The sheriff's trying to dig up some dirt, and yeah, he's trying to find out some more information on Travis Terrell, Ray's brother. Yeah, he heard he killed himself, right? Yeah, got himself killed. That was it. He heard he got himself killed, and then he goes in to say, like, finally, how... yeah, he um, he goes into. Oh no, sorry, it is it is Randy. Oh, it is you're Randy. Right. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Randy. Um, um Yes, yeah, so they say that Travis owed a lot of money, et cetera, et cetera. Same old, same old. I like he bums the sig too. Interesting. Yeah. You know, old man. Cuts after the, so then it cuts to Randy going back to that house, you know. Yeah. Because the last issue ended with him walking up the pathway to his childhood home. It's damn, because he's, like, he's struggling pretty hard. He said, yeah. it pretty much ends with all that remains in him is the memories and, fade, all that remains is. Yeah, yeah, and there's a bottle of whiskey in the house as well, and he's a former alcoholic. <sighs> Not a good look. <laughs> it cuts to his girlfriend <laughs> trying to run a car. I just think this shit's funny. She rents a car. She sees something. She's like, huh, right? Isn't that it? She's like, Jesus. Yeah, she's like, I paid extra for a better car. And he's like, oh, but you bought it through a intermediary website. We so don't, we don't, we don't honor, honor that. Those. We don't honor those. But for you, and this time. We yeah, don't. she she kicks <laughs> off and. So. And gives. Yeah, he gives her a Fiat 500, which is just an ugly car. <laughs> yeah, not much of a car. We'll say that. Yeah. Um, Hideous. The den of an attic. So then it cuts back to Randy. We got blow. A couple little things of blow and a dollar bill. Yeah. And uh looked like maybe a nudie mag in there. I don't know if when he throws the dresser drawer. Like a nudie uh, mag. Yeah. Looks like it. Finds a gun, a clue, a message. I like that. Yeah, one one bullet's fired out of it. Yep. He breaks the bottles, right? Yeah, he smashes them. I was surprised he smashed the bottles. I would have just been getting drunk. I don't know. When you feel, I, I really like the panel where you see the bottle drop into the floor. Oh yeah, that's so sick. It's like quarter yeah. paneled or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like then there's like, another panel similar to that in a few pages. I think that was really cool to do it, to do it like that. You know, rather yeah. than just draw it as a full. You know, I think it, it added a lot. Um, yeah, and then it's back to Joe Bob, right? He's with his his wife. Mm -hmm. He's being quiet. Let me see, I just forget how. Yeah, it's just, 
it's just a little wholesome scene. Nothing important really happens there. Yeah, they keep going back to them having their little wholesome. It's like they live yeah. in a little. They have a little tiny wholesome world and a bunch of chaos, you know, in their little in their town. Um, yeah. Then Randy goes to a bar. Yeah, here's where he gets a shot and a beer. That he orders a shot and a beer. Yeah, shot and a and, beer. Yeah, this is where the panel happens again, where you see him yes, lifting a glass up to his mouth. What a sick fucking panel, man. So yeah. cool. And That's... the final panel is just blackout. Yeah, and that lights out, baby. Yeah. Um, and the book ends with his girlfriend calling him. She's like, I'm on my way. I'm nearly there. I'll see you soon. And it's like, and she has no idea that this she's about to see the worst of him. Yeah. And which is, and I'm going to assume that she has never seen it ever. Like he's already, by the time they had met, he was yeah, already he's cleaned up. sober. Yeah. Damn, dude. It's really yeah, this good. Is, yeah. I'm loving this book. It feels so like TV show worthy, you know, like yeah. each issue. I, I can picture the actors. I can hear the voices in my head. Yeah, a little Sam Elliott being the sheriff, you know? Yeah. Be that, that's who I'm reading as the sheriff. Yeah. It is Sam Elliott. You should do, <laughs> we should have a read-through maybe on a bonus where we, like, pick one comic and then we have, like, maybe a comic that has, like, five characters. And, uh, I mean, I could play multiple. I don't care. And we should just do a read-through for a bonus and, like, everybody does an accent. Uh, I, I, I can't do voices. Oh, you can't do voices? <laughs> oh, you gotta try? No. Oh, man. I, I, lo- I love doing that. I had to, I had to walk upstairs and tell my wife, like, let me read this to you. I gotta read this because it was just so fun to, like, that Texas blood was just so fun to read. Yeah. Um, because you know they're Southern, you know, and that adds a lot of, like, input for, for me at least. Yeah. Okay. We got Wonder Woman, baby. Yeah. Let's do it. So, Let's Wonder do- Woman 763, written by Mar- Mariko Tamaki and art by Carlo Barberi. It's fun, man. It's a fun read. I like the art, actually. I know. I I really like it's yeah. jagged. It's like jagged, like all the muscles are like shapes. You know what I mean, or something like you can just everything yeah. has a. It's hard lined. It's neat. Thin hard line too. Yeah, it starts off with, Liar Liar's mother, crashing the car. Yep, crashes the car. A little bit of an origin, and it turns out she was Maxwell Lord's daughter. Damn, and then it cuts back to the scene where it ended. Okay, so you have Liar Liar versus Max Lord and Wonder Woman. Boom. Uh, and you have the, I'm forgetting her name, uh, the black chick with the mohawk. Etta. Etta, yeah, and her crew is now under the guise of, like, or she's under control. I... <sighs> did I read this? Yeah, I did. I remember the end. For some reason, I completely skipped over the page where it showed that she killed her mum. Yeah, that was just like one panel flashback, right? That's what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a whole page there. and like Wonder Woman for some, is trying... For some reason, I just skipped over that when I read it. I think Wonder Woman is trying to diffuse the whole situation. And as she's diffusing, yeah. uh, it's the chance for Liar Liar and Max Lord to have a conversation. Uh, but Max Lord is... Pissed. Yeah, but Max Lord Piss on whispered that. in her ear as soon as Liar Liar showed up. And and that's the thing. So like you're telling me that Max Lord pre-stopped Wonder Woman from being uh, effect, uh, affected by it because he said you will not listen to her words, right? Yeah, he says when um, she speaks, you won't hear it. Yeah, that's beautiful. I like that. I like that power. It's it's neat. Um, and yeah, so- you can see the color of her eyes change after that panel. They start glowing in that first panel where he whispers to her, as if she's under mind control. Oh shit! Let me see it because I think I. Yeah, yeah, I did see the blue eyes, but oh, fuck yeah. me. I didn't Everyone else is glow yeah. pink. I forgot. So his eyes, he does the blue eyes. She's doing the pink. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, then it cuts to a panel where, yeah, you realize that she's just a little brat who has mind Yeah, control. she told her mum to drive into a truck and yeah. kill herself. It's fucked up. Um, so then she's got the truth. She All right, so she gets Etta out of it. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think Max Lord pretty much, like, disowns her, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. I'm trying to think. It's oh, like, yeah. you're a child, like, you're not part of this game how many people too have been fooled by this fucking panel yet how many have you seen this yet oh is it snickers one these fucking sons of bitches oh my i was no 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 no. at the beginning of rebirth Uh the first action comics arc was a um doomsday story and halfway through the doomsday fight it breaks into a snickers advert with doomsday in the advert Oh, dude, all right. Well, let's just say it. No, it happened this week. We just read a Jon Stewart multiverse, and I flipped the page, and I was like, oh, it's Jon Stewart. I was like, oh, this must be a flashback. And I'm like, no, it's the fucking Snickers ad. (laughs) You know, so goddammit. It's just sons of bitches, dude. What a fucking... Okay, let's see. How does this wrap up? They... Yeah, so Wonder Woman takes her down, and Max Lord takes away her powers. Yeah, how does he do that? It just says, Emma Lord, you are powerless with his mind control. And, and so he's more powerful, so it worked. Yeah, he's very powerful. But she reminded him, did she? I swear there was a panel. It might have been last issue. What is, what is it? So but I can remember it. Where, um, oh no, it was this. We see it in the reflection of her eye, or Max Lord's eye, where we see Diana, Diana snap his neck. Yeah, that's right. He she gives him like he has like the vision of it, right? Yeah, because just before Infinite Crisis, Diana killed Max Lord by snapping his neck. Does he not remember it, or was it just a reminder? He doesn't remember it, but now oh, he does. Fuck, that's crazy. And he still fucking saves. He still says you're powerless. Oh, he he definitely has some ulterior motive. Now he remembers. Yeah, it's like everything has changed for him. He seemed like he was going to be on the path of like his whole his whole thing is to save, you know, the world and keep the un- keep the yeah. world safe. And like, damn, now he's like fucked again. But he, yeah, the last the second to last page, we see him having another flashback to her snapping his neck. We see him in a little speech bubble in his mind. Second to last page. Uh, yeah, second to last page where he stood in front of the airplane. Yep, that's fucked. Jesus. So I and wonder, he's like, oh yeah, I'm here to help. So he's definitely gonna Yeah, turn. but it, but yeah, but look at his smug ass grin he's got on. He's like, yeah, I'm He has got help. a thick neck. Yeah, he does yeah. <laughs> look so at the last he, page. Why is he so fucking <laughs> he looks so like, you know, fit, you know what I mean? I, I feel like for a little yeah. mind control guy, I feel like he'd be a scrawny little shit. Yeah. So that's our Yeah, he was always he was always a businessman originally. He was never like Max Lord spy guy. Yeah, right. That's weird. I, I still like, I think the art's pretty cool for it. You know, I think it's like, yeah. it, it's, it's, I it's different. I think the next issue has a fill-in artist. Oh, shit. Well, we'll have to compare then. Because I like the first uh, art, too. I thought the first art was wonky and weird. Um, um, yeah, Steve Pugh is doing the next art. Oh, yeah. Let's see. So, oh, we have got a busy week next week. Yeah, we're going to find a bit. We're going to find, I'm going to set, I'm going to have a little timer here or something. So what I think we should do is 
we should do what we just did. We 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 walk through them and and the big ones of the week. If there's like you know what yeah. I mean, we we go in because I think it was fine. Department of Truth, uh, Three Jokers. That was good to go into. They're they're definitely like we all read them and it was cool. Um, yeah, and no, just before we wrap up, I'm just going to briefly mention what I've been reading this week. Oh hell yeah! So I've caught up on Once and Future. Oh uh, man, that's so a dope fucking that. cover, dude! Holy shit, that hand on the sword that looks sick. Oh for, yeah. Dude. All oh. the covers like that. Let me see, let me see. Oh, oh that's so badass, yeah. dude. It's such a yeah. It's really cool. It's yeah, it's modern day Arthurian legend. Damn. Zombies. It's so badass. It's set in England as well. I can hear the voices. Like like Nice. Yeah. Is it does it ever it tie makes, into like does it ever tie into Excalibur and King Arthur and the yeah, Lord's Alaska. King Arthur's yeah. Oh, King Arthur like, comes back from the first arc. Fuck yeah, that's yeah. so sick. I love that like, shit. Like I, yeah, Kieran Gillen, Dan Mora. It's a really oh, fun what book. What a it's, fucking crew, dude. Yeah, Holy it's shit. Yeah, it's really fun. It's really like the art's great. So it's really flashy. Fuck, that and, sounds like an amazing yeah. crew. I, I really like Kieran Gillen, man. Yeah, I will. I will. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get caught up. I got to do that and something's coming to show and then. I know, dude. I'm actually a little salty because I'll probably do it digital. And then uh, if it ever gets collected. I, I picked I'll... this up from my shop a few months ago because I was talking to them about it and they were like, oh, we've got the singles in if you want it. And like, really? they had like one to six, but they were missing four. So I had to track that one down. But I want to, I might have to, uh, I might have to hit up, uh, Hit up my shop and see what he has if if he has any. That's sick. I really. Yeah. I'm. I and I talk to my shop all the time about like. <laughs> they tell you not to judge a book by its cover, and I'm like, fuck that. I look at the cover. I'm like, yeah, I want to read that. <laughs> you know. So like, I totally do. Um, yeah, like basically the plot is. Um. This woman resurrects King Arthur, and he's like a zombie, and. He's trying to break through into the real world. So are we saying he's, that he's in like this is King dimension. Arthur bad then because he's like a zombie or he's just caught between um, and he can't he is like he doesn't really remember much he's like still okay. quite fractured and okay he's broken but, at this yeah. point yeah he starts killing people who aren't like full blood English oh and like when they first resurrect him he goes around like sniffing the people then he's like half Anglo Saxon. Oh fuck me! Oh shit! Yeah. I'm Anglican. I wouldn't make it. I'm Anglican. I wouldn't make it. <laughs> he would kill me. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, it's. I really enjoyed it. I'm yeah, up to date now, and I'll be. I'll mention the next issue on the show when it comes out. Is it monthly? Yeah, it's monthly. Cool. But it I did think, take a break between arcs. I think some of the most solid work is monthly. The time in between, the care, the you know. I think yeah. I think it it ends up being really yeah. solid that way. All right, cool. Fuck yeah. Was there anything else? Yeah, was it I, just that you were catching? Weren't you catching up on something um, else? Yeah, I mentioned that in just a second. I'm just checking. You still got to do um, Last God. I kind of want to get caught up on Last God. Especially you're I'm playing D&D, and I heard Last God's mad D&D. Yeah. And so like, hell yeah. You got to let me sit in. Like, just let me like sit in on it. I just want to oh, see it. I'll mention it to them at some point. Yeah, yeah we don't play that often. But yeah. I feel so lost at like the concept because I'm like, how? What? You're just a level four it's, now. It's like, all just I in your head. Yeah. I, like, yeah, um, I, the, the dungeon master keeps track of what goes on, and I know, like, and, but but in reality, doesn't he just? Can't he just say what he wants? Or no? It's like in, it's, in, he he's bound by the rules. Yeah, it's so weird though. So I'm like so interested to see how it plays out. You know, 
Yeah. It's funny. Um, um, yeah, yeah cool. there was like a three month break between issue six, like the first arc, and then the start of the second arc with Once and Future. I think that's a good way to do it. We were talking about yeah. that earlier. Yeah. And then I've also caught up on Far Sector, which is written by N.K. Jemison and art by Jamal Campbell. Can I see that? And this is covered. Yeah. It's a Green Lantern book, but it's an entirely new character set in an entirely new sector in space that we've never seen before. Oh, that's cool. So she's human, but she's been like recruited by these aliens who the aliens don't have any emotions. They've had like it inhibited oh, like through breeding vault. because like it vault. brought an end to the war. Dang. Oh, it brought like an end. oh, that brought an end to the war. The wars. Yeah, like, they no, got rid yeah. of their emotions to stop hey, the fighting. It's pretty. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've told somebody you got to take your emotion out of your fucking opinions, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, stop being so offended by shit. It's funny because it would create peace if you'd stop being so goddamn attached. You know, like, just separate yourself. Um, but, yeah, yeah the art in this is very good. The writing, I've seen a lot of people giving it a lot of praise, and I do think it's good, but I think it's getting too much praise. How deep is it in right now? Uh, I think seven issues, and it's going to okay. be 12 overall. And uh, side question, because I watched a movie about the Lanterns. Uh, it was an animated. Is Limelight a real character? A chick named Limelight? Look her up real quick. I don't remember her real name, so I think she might have just been called Limelight for this movie. Like, that was her special secretive, uh, her destiny name. But uh, It's not Jessica Cruz, is it? I don't Oh, I don't know if they ever referred to her. I know she was real. She was real nervous. She didn't even want to be a lantern. She lacked like confidence. Yeah, that's Jessica Cruz. I've never heard her called Limelight though. It's only in this thing. Okay, so she's called Limelight in a fucking in the future. She's known as Limelight, not in her present. It's like the thing she did and the the um. Was self. this the Justice League versus Fatal Five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the Fatal Five are from, like, the fucking 10,000 years in the future or something. And, like, the yeah. people in the future call her Limelight because she created, like, peace, you know, through her actions. Um, it was yeah, she's cool. a Green Lantern and she has anxiety. Yeah, she had so crazy anxiety. Time. It was neat. It's funny uh, how that affects. Yeah. She was created by Jeff Johns in his Justice League run in New 52. Yeah. And then she got her own series with Simon Baz, who's another Green Lantern, at the beginning of Rebirth, called Green Lanterns. Okay. And that, that was a really good series for the first 25, 30 issues. I can't remember how long the first oh, yeah. creator was on, but yeah. That's good. That's cool then. She's a real She's character. a pretty cool character. Yeah, I like yeah. the anxiety thing was cool, because I just saw Wonder Woman, like, you don't have a choice. And I was like, damn, she's hitting yeah. with the hard truths, you know? You don't have a choice. <laughs> I always like that shit. Wonder Woman's fucking badass, dude. Yeah. She's, she's real hard. She's a hardened warrior, which is neat. Um, cool. We did. Yeah, nice. Uh, just going back to Once and Future, I said to you sure. earlier that like the second arc introduces Beowulf and Grendel. Oh my god, that's so, so cool. cool! Like, what a great lore! Like, that's a great like pieces of lore, like King Arthur, Beowulf. Yeah. I wonder who's next. And it all, it all ties thing. in, like you know, what I mean? Beowulf like, like went into King Arthur's like realm, and King Arthur kind of recognized him. He's like, we fought, but I don't remember. Oh, and then Merlin's there as well, and oh, Arthur doesn't remember him. Damn! Oh, is Merlin a so douche? Um, he he's playing 4D chess at the minute. Okay, I'm just you know because like it. <laughs> Everyone else is playing checkers, and he's playing 4D chess. <laughs> what a douche! So yeah, he is a douche. No, <laughs> doing <laughs> what a nutball! Yeah. I thought I just read something with Merlin, didn't we? Damn, what is that? I don't remember. I swore I just read something, and 
it turns out he was a real fucking asshole in the story. Um, fuck. fuck. I'll get it. I'll figure it out. And okay. holler back. Um, but hell yeah, we did it, right? That's it? Yeah, and should we mention what we're reading next week? Sure. Yeah, let's go over it real quick. Yes, we've got The Boys Season 2 finale. Mm-hmm. We've got Batman 100, which is the end of the Joker War arc. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reading Black Widow number 2. Are you going to jump on that? Or are you going to... Let me see how let me see how packed this fucking week is. It's uh, fairly busy. Is it? Let me see. One, two. Uh, we've got Deceased, Dead Planet Four, Decorum Five, Far Sector Eight. If Ty wants to review it, uh, Firepower, Justice League Fifty Four, Spy Island Two, Thor Number Eight. If I catch up with it, it's so packed. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, if, I, if I have time, yeah. I'll get them digitally and I'll read them. Uh, Walking Dead number one, which we're cover again. Yeah, that's well, nice. First time for you, but yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. first for me, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. Then we've got X of Swords three, four, and five. Young Justice nineteen, and then a few number ones. American Ronin, which you said you're going to check out. Fuck yeah, yeah, I'm down to check that out. Yeah, uh, I might give American Vampire nineteen seventy six number one a go. I feel like my thing with that one is like I'm at the point where like I'm a it's weird. Like, I want to read it. I saw it and I want to read it. But I'm also like, okay, so he has a previous story. It's It was like Nailbiter. Yeah, there's like, with Nailbiter. Yeah, there's like six previous trades, but oh, I don't wow. know how well it stands alone. Because this is set like oh. 100 years after the last one. But oh, vampires so... are immortal, so it might. I should, I should really look into it. I'm, sh- I'm wondering if anybody on like the Reddit or anything had talked about like whether it's, you know, can it it's... hang on its own or do I need to know? I, I, I assume we'll find out more when it actually comes out. People can say, yeah, pretty good jumping on point. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, yeah, American Vampire has been one of those things I wanted to get around to, but just never got around to it because it's Scott Snyder's creator-owned stuff. A couple things I had pulled, um, just that are on my list that I don't, I don't think I plan on reading. Right, I might just pick them up, but I'm also just wondering: Star Wars Adventures One. Are you interested? I don't think I am. I just pulled um, it because I was like, it was. Is I that like, one of like the kids' ones? Eh, I think so. That's the thing I couldn't tell. It looks like fucking ray and like that's why i almost don't want to read it because like i almost don't want ray or any of them to be canon at all like you know what i mean like i almost don't want them i don't think they're you know not that it was the actor's fault but um, i just that's why i look at it and i'm like yeah it's like a all ages book i'll probably yeah. give it a miss to be honest i'm reading no, no, that's so fine. Much. i i really don't even think i was gonna read it i just i knew oh I wait that. this one michael morachi art that's interesting It just I look at the cover and I want to read a Star Wars number one, but I don't think I want to read a yeah, fucking Ray story. She's not a fucking Kenobi, which is the worst fucking sentence. There's a ever. Star Wars series at the minute that's only about four or five issues in. Yeah, and is it um I think I know who's it's doing it. It's set in between it's Charles Soul. Yeah, okay, yeah, that was it. Yeah. And it's set between episode five and six. That's cool. How about Transformers Back to the Future? Are you going to check that out? I love Back to the Future. I'm going to check out issue one. Yeah, I want to check it out. I had. Uh, I think for... I think Crave said he might as well. It looks so interesting. Like, what? Yeah. Marty! Like, I, I, I love Back to the Future. Me too. And we, if, you, uh... if you're going to bring the DeLorean to life, I'm up for it. Oh my god, dude, wait a sec. I'm going to be honest with you. Hold on, I got to... Uh, is that the fucking DeLorean? Have you seen, DeLor- is it the, the, have you DeLorean? seen the cover? Yeah, I didn't realize the it was the DeLorean. DeLorean. Yeah. Holy fuck, dude. That's so funny. I didn't realize. Yes, that's the DeLorean. And there's the flux capacitor. Holy shit, I didn't look into it that much. 
Damn, the art looks really cool too, doesn't it? Like they look. They um, look, like, I haven't like, seen the interior. No, no. Oh, I guess yeah. The cover isn't a good representation, is it? Yeah, the, the cover. Um, unless... But look at the cover. Oh, the... They're they're drawn pretty cool. Yeah, I, it's I like it's the same artist doing the interiors as the exteriors. So I guess we could make the assumption that it would look like that, right? Yeah, I've got I've got a preview here. I'll send you. Oh, cool. I'll, I'll give the first issue a go. Yeah, I want to give it a shot. And even if it's like, you know, then you get the number one. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, they're shooting the Delorean. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I don't want to read too much. That's neat. Hell yeah. So, yeah, that was my only other one. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, um, Norse mythology. Yes. And guess who's doing yeah. that? Isn't Mignola doing that? He's doing some. I assume a different artist will do different stories in it. Oh. it's pretty cool i'm i'm very excited for the norse it's just like neil gaiman does a good job at least giving you the norse stories so you have them all yeah he, he's a good writer yeah a very good writer i should say yeah i dig him a lot um and after i've like i said i've listened to the audiobook of this thing and it's it's pretty interesting the stories are fucking wild you know just like this is a religion or what you know whatever you want to call it a mytho you know this was once like yeah. a thing people listened to like it's crazy so yeah cool i definitely want to check it out yeah i think cool. that's it right that was all of them yeah that's oh, yeah. all i've got Dude, here we got yeah. a busy week let me see what the are, next are you week. excited to start your walking dead journey yeah yeah cuz i'm glad you guys want to read it too cuz i'll i'll read it if you guys want to read it for yeah, sure yeah i'm probably I'll check out the first colored issues, but I might just go back and read the black and whites. I'm going to read the black and whites. You know, like I get, I get yeah. for the review of the the podcast. Definitely. Somebody needs to grab a color just to see. Yeah, I'll, I'll get the it's colors. Almost like, it's almost like. like you need one colored from the original artist and one colored from the seventh issue and on. Right. Didn't you say the first guy yeah. only did the yeah, yeah. You just need one. Because and one. The, I've seen with the first artist, it was very comic booky and you could imagine it with yeah. color. Okay. Let's the see if I can get an art show. The second guy's different. He he draws very almost like it doesn't need it. And yeah, all, it, all it had was red, right? It's Isn't red very heavy color? blacks and in the Negan didn't uh, red didn't no, no there were no reds. No, there were no. no reds. Okay, okay. It wasn't like Sin City. Yeah, that's right. It was cool no. though, man. I I dug it. He had a certain his his line styles are perfect. Like they don't need color. Um. Yeah. So these two images. That I'm sending you now are from the first issue, and you can kind of see that artwork. Oh, yeah, yeah, you could, color. yeah. You could call, yeah, because it's almost yeah. He drew it like it's grayscale, you know, so it almost yeah. could just be sub supplemented with color. Can you can you send me one of? Uh... Yeah, I'm just looking for it now. I just want to see the comparison because, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's drawing it in grayscale, so you literally could swap out the tone or the colors. And then I'm, I can't. Negan was like. Wow, that's funny. That's how it started, huh? Yeah, like this artist, he's very heavy on shadows, holy very heavy shit. on inks. Yeah, holy shit. I can't imagine that with colors. No, it's fine the way it is. Looks great. Wow, that looks like a fucking mess of a panel, dude. You know, like, holy shit, so many fucking bodies. Yeah, cool. All right, hell yeah. Well, this is the part of the, the yeah. show where we say goodbye to you. For anybody listening, I'd like the to audience say... audience at home. Yeah, I'd like to say goodbye. Goodbye. Sean, would you like to say goodbye? Goodbye. I need to go to sleep soon. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I need dinner. We'll see you all later. Bye-bye. <laughs>